Killer already, episode 332 with our guest with our guest Tucker. Kyle? Woo! Yes. Several sponsors tonight. Uh Blue Apron, Nature Box, Bull and Branch, Pro Flowers, uh Dell.com, and uh yeah, that rounds them all. Oh, and Smart Mouth, of course. Smart Mouth, my favorite sponsor. Of course, of our good We don't have a Smart favorite Mouth. sponsor. We like them all the same. My of my equally loved they they're like children. Yes, yes, of course. Yes, of course. That's something I always suspect mm. parents are lying about. Like like I, I buy it when parents are like when they have like a couple of middling kids where it's like, "Oh, he's does this and he does that and he does this and they're all in the middle." I'm proud of all of them equally. But when it's families were like, "Oh, he's an engineer. He graduated uh, summa cum laude or whatever from you know MIT, and that's Derek. He's a crack addict on the weekends. You know, he's a weekend warrior now. It used to be worse. Trust us. And, but we love him equally. Like <laughs> I, I, I never that buy that, that. I think that that premise expands exponentially the more children you have. If you have two children, then saying you like one more than the other doesn't necessarily mean that much. You're just well, he was my firstborn. You know, my grandma used to always say, "You're my number one grandson." And I'm like, "I'm your only grandson." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it on a technicality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so if you got three kids, then all of a sudden maybe there's a little kid who was like four years younger than the main kid, and we, he maybe was an accident kid even. But if you're one, if you're Mormon or something or Catholic in the in the yeah. early 1900s, then you've got. 15 kids like who fucking cares about little tommy you have like a ranking kid. system basic speaking of which now that gay marriage is legal those number one dad mugs mean a lot more Not certain people <laughs> because you're putting them up against someone you know I, I just thought about that. now there's yeah. a competition <laughs> right you, you can't both get dub- number one dad mugs you know somebody's no. gonna try and play it off like that like i got both of you the mug <laughs> Oh, imagine like how disappointed the one gay dad must feel when he thinks he got it, and then his partner opens it up and gets the same thing. Like you must be crushed. Like, oh, you really don't think something of either of us? You think we're yeah. a couple of you know queers? If you're, you know, really, <laughs> I can just, I can just imagine this gay couple adopting one of those kids. Like we always talk about, who's almost finished and he's looking bright and yeah. he's gonna win. He's gonna be a winner. You adopt some fourteen-year-old smart kid, and he's like, uh, Dad, you're gonna have to switch mugs. Uh, after last night, I've decided that, well, there's been a, the polls have changed. Uh, <laughs> rankings, the BCS totals are in, and, and you've dropped to number two. Um, keep it up, and, and you won't be a dad at all. Yes, <laughs> you've dropped by two rankings in the AP poll, top 25. <laughs> there's only two, so not a lot of spots to drop. I'm uh, shopping new dads. Hardly. Please tell me you've seen that. The, Good, the f- so you're doing well in the coaches' poll. Yeah. <laughs> Seen what? That rem- that, that, no, that reminded me of. Uh, have you? There's this uh, subreddit. <laughs> there's Indian a subreddit people. called Yeah Indian People Facebook, but it's like it's like this this like all right, my friendship has been ended with Mudasir, and then it's like a whole image and like comments about like why he's ended the marriage or the the friendship. You can see that with the dad. It's like you're no longer number one dad. Like, wow. <laughs> and I, he's just it's just two pictures of the guy that he ended his friendship with, X out in green on MS Paint, and then he used like. 2004 word art, like that red to green <laughs> Christmas fade right. down there. It's a white boy 7th Street thumbnail, right? With the, yeah, with the rainbow in it. And the... Well, it did You're catch right. my eye right away. There I it mean... is. That's what it's for. <laughs> if, you found, if, you saw, like, if you were flipping through that guy who like was that total prick who drove around California shooting people because he was jealous, like if you flipped to that page in his manifesto, you wouldn't be blown away. You'd be like, yeah, well, it fits right in. You know, he probably had a lot of these images, image macros with friends and rankings. <laughs> I saw a, uh, a Reddit best of the other day, and it was an Indian person explaining why Indian people Facebook exists and why that. Indian people are so awkward and stuff. How is and, it? 
And he basically huh. explained that, like, Indian kids are really sheltered up until sometimes into the 30s. Like, like you're, you're kind of, like, held down and kept in your place and, and you're kind of monitored about where you go and what you're exposed to. Sometimes up until the very point where you marry the person that your parents have picked to, for you. And you also live in a bigger household where there's, like, aunts and uncles always watching over you. And, and basically these guys are, don't know what the hell is going on as far as sex or, or like, uh, social skills or anything like that. And suddenly they're turned loose on the internet and the world and, and you get Indian people Facebook with these guys typing messages like and a, your tits are big yes me squeeze a big part of it was the fact that they were like <laughs> they, they, they meet the western people right and in their heads like we're all having sex everything is great uh, you know girls are giving it up and they're like oh so all I have to do is like hit on this ridiculously easy American girl you know ask her to see her tits and she will and and they it doesn't it, there's, it's not there's more to like that, that art yes it, it's but it's got to be all right. So I went on a cruise this uh, this winter with some friends of mine, mm -hmm. and we joined like it was a, it's like a, a a festival on a cruise, a music festival. So we joined like the Facebook group just to see you know people will post like their tips for that 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 cruise, and immediately my friend who's a girl gets hit up by three very. Uh, it, you know, very Indian people saying like, very like I, I mean, like they, there's no other way to explain it. Like, so what did a, Ishtar like, have to say? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, one to a poo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to a poo. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty rough. It was like it was like we meet on ship. Yes, we 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 have fun together. And I was it was like out of the blue. She's like, what the fuck? Do people think this works? Or if it does work, like with whom? Like who's like? Oh hell yeah! Like this is what I've been waiting for. What, do you remember the guy's name? Was it Srinivas? No, it was. It was like I said. It was a very uh, Indian name. There so like a lot of consonants. I, <laughs> there was I, a lot. It was this long, at least. <laughs> I'm well schooled in the Indian culture, and I swear, given three guesses, I could pick his first name. That would cover yeah, like two thirds of love, the population. I love like all the like Woody's little like niche. Anytime anything about India comes up, like Woody has his niche expertise of like ta 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 ta. You may think you understand <laughs> the Indian people. I worked side by side with the standard Indian man. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. forgot what you were doing. <laughs> and to his credit, you do have way more experience. Oh my god, so much! I swear, <laughs> dude, like over time i got you'd think that understanding the indian accent fluently is a skill that everybody has but it's not yeah you know we'll wait until you get some like you know late 90s ip phone that cuts in and out your brother here can can hear some indian accent i, I am completely <laughs> fluent i'm i, I got it That's going on so good. <laughs> you were like calling out dialects like oh Pajit, are you from New Delhi? <laughs> yeah, New Delhi? Yeah. I knew it. I knew it northern area, right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> You're hitting those vowels a little harder. Oh, <laughs> and then the thing, like... <laughs> you are the chosen race. I'm trying to think. Yeah. What? How do they shake their head yes in India? It's... Do they not like do this. it the same way? No, like no. Yeah, it's it's like not this. straight up like this. Like, there's all kinds of shit going on in there, you know? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it might be that. But, but dude, like, it so it's no. funny. You go to them to the cafeteria, right? And they're like, you know... Do you want onions exactly with that? Like Do you want onions with that? And they're all like fucking like jittering around and stuff. And the, the guy, the girl is like, I don't know what the fuck. Is that, is that <laughs> yes or no? Because you got a lot going on there. <laughs> I mean, to, the, to their credit, though, it is silly that we've limited ourselves to the yes and no. When there, there are a lot more head movements that we could be doing. So oh, you've, you've got maybe. You think we need to work a maybe in there? Yeah, yeah. Well, we have That's a lot of shoulder action. And then, of course, there's. Yeah. <laughs> and... 
The radio yeah. listeners are loving this. The hell no in the, in the hell yes. Kyle just gave an exaggerated nod vertically, followed by one horizontally. <laughs> Before the show started, uh, we were trying to figure out what we are going to talk about, and I mentioned that I'd been watching uh, One Punch Man. Um, I, I heard Bill Burr uh, talking about how he had watched One Punch Man and he liked it, and then his Twitter followers gave him some shit because it's, it's, uh, it's uh, Japanese anime. Um, but I, I, I heard him talk about it and say it was good, and he described the basic premise of it. So I watched the first, I think it's 10 or 12 episodes, the first season last night, and I really fucking like it. I really love the premise. Um, so, so here's the premise, Taylor. Um, it's not necessarily Earth, though they call it Earth, but they live in this reality. Um, yeah. Okay, they live in this reality <laughs> where there seem to be monsters. <laughs> popping up left and right. Like every day there's a giant crab monster or uh, a, a big sea king comes out of the ocean with the sea folk. <laughs> sea king. Yeah, okay, he's I'm, like, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. Sea king. I just saw this in a Pixar movie like Mulali yeah. or something. Lots anyway. Mulali? <laughs> I, do, I don't do names. Mulali? <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of mutants and monsters and god kings and, uh, and to combat this there's a system in order of heroes like this organization of heroes and they're all ranked and they all they're they all know their rank and they're all really uh, anal about their rank and really competitive about it and it's it's kind of boring. But there's this one guy, I think his name's Say Saitamo or Saitaman. Sa yeah, Saitama, I'm sorry, Saitama. Yeah. So so he's just a he's our main hero. Who's he's who we follow in everything, and he is the strongest Saitaman is the one punch man, right? Saitama he, is one punch man. Thing that exists by an order of magnitude. Like, it's not even fucking close. It never gets fucking close. And that's what the show is about. He lives in this perpetual state of boredom and depression <laughs> because he has trained his body and mind to the fat point where he can destroy anything with a single punch. <laughs> Everybody else in the, all the other superheroes and supervillains, you know, they'll, they'll, go, they'll have, like, finisher moves. They'll be like, Lightning combo kick, and they'll power up and do like cartwheels with fire coming out of their feet. He never does that shit. He's he, like, like he he just goes regular strength punch, and people explode. <laughs> they explode, and and not just a little like like he fights a mosquito woman, and she's just destroying this other high level hero, and he just he, he goes multiple he, regular no, strength goes like, like this, and she goes. <laughs> and paint an entire skyscraper with blood. So and is this, uh, real quick, a question. Is, is, so he's a superhero, or is this character like super jacked and he just... No, he looks completely run-of-the-mill. He looks, run of the mill. <laughs> he looks on, um, um, uh, um, on Doug. Remember Doug, the cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> but without the hair. He's completely bald. And, and finally, halfway through the first season, these other characters who are superheroes themselves... And these super villains, they're all on this big four-way face-off with really high-level characters and a boss and his, uh, his <laughs> disciple, like, hurt and injured. And he's like, all right, I'll tell you the secret of my power. And everybody falls silent. You know, the giant bad guy, the boss character, his disciple, everybody. They're like, let's fucking hear it, bro. <laughs> I dedicated myself to a very, very difficult regimen. Every day, 100 push-ups. 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and a 10K run. And no matter what, I did it every day. I'd wake up at 6 in the morning, and I'd do it every single day. And after three years, I trained so hard that my hair fell out. And this is what I am. And they're all like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. you that's not even that hard. 
Flint's like a, a genetically engineered super being with muscles that with horns on them and <laughs> muscles on them, and his face isn't even sh- is shaped with with antlers on it and shit. And he, he's just like you trained hard. He's <laughs> bullshit. My re- there's no way my instincts are reading right because he didn't attack him because his instincts are telling him don't attack him or you'll be destroyed. He he like comes at him full force and of course he just turns around and he goes boom and the guy explodes. And that's the whole show. Every time, like, some <laughs> awful thing will happen, the only thing that keeps him from just snapping it out of existence is, like, one episode he gets lost. And it takes him a real long time to get there. Um, but, but when they ask him, like, uh, you know, why do you do this? What, what motivates? He's like, I'm a hero because it seemed like a fun thing to do. He's, just, he's like, I'm the guy who's a hero for fun. Like, like right, that's- this, I, this is a pretty interesting premise. I like this. I also I like the whole trolling aspect of... Yeah people wanting to know his power and then it ends up that it's just him being you know pretty pretty strict he has cheat days we all do <laughs> but you know he I, I like that I, i'm gonna have to so this is on netflix on it's it's on netflix it's on like everything i mean the mm. this is the anime that whenever somebody's like oh, i don't watch anime i'm like no you do you just don't watch the right one let me show you one punch man it's like an anti anime where you always like it's making fun of the standard thing where like everybody is fighting against some insurmountable thing and then they like level up and then they're like oh i can do anything and then they accomplish their dreams he's just like he starts at square one million and it's like his matter-of-factly like very mundane just like he's driven by this desire to be known because he defeats this like the craziest thing anybody's ever this thing destroyed an entire city with one footstep and he beat it and everybody's like oh they gave the credit to a guy who's riding a bicycle with no powers and he got the shit beat out of him and yeah. so he's like, I want to be famous. So he joins, and it's just like nobody recognizes him because they think it's too stupid. They're like, you cheat. There's no yeah, way. They don't believe, they don't believe yeah. that he is the most powerful superhero. They just think, they, they, they think that he's a fraud, that he keeps like sliding in at the last second when other heroes have like diminished oh, the guy. To one like poaching. Yeah, yeah, they think exactly. he's like, and stealing kills. But in reality, <laughs> yeah. he's just getting there a little late. And like, like one time he stopped a meteor. There's like a meteor coming at Earth, and he just jumps and punches it. Um, in the season finale, he's like fighting an intergalactic like god who like like they just mm-hmm. he's just like I've traveled for twenty years across impossible distances to fight a being who could come close to my strength, and and it's just it's it's really fun to watch. I bet I, I know how that that encounter. Yeah, one punch, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> the god character like super scions and evolves like five times in that fight and the whole time our hero is just kind of standing there looking at him <laughs> befuddled and like and like getting thrown everywhere like like at one point he hits our hero so hard that he hits the moon he's on the moon in a crater and he looks at a little moon rock he's holding his nose like this <laughs> and he goes and he goes and like does a giant jumping leap and flies back to earth to like you know go fight the guy some more and when he finally kills this guy it it takes more than one punch he 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 goes he says all right well i'll use my i guess i'll use my finisher move full force punch <laughs> and for the first time in the whole season he hits as hard as he can and they have to zoom out to like the moon again <laughs> so you can the fucking impact because the entire uh cloud cover of the globe parts yeah and and, and keeps parting from like the blast field that went from 100 push-ups 100 sit-ups 100 (laughs) squats and a 10k every morning and 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 no and when it's really hot he doesn't turn on the ac unit no (laughs) No, that's that's a mental fortitude that's a mental toughness (laughs) 
because they showed a montage of him lying on, in bed, sweating and shivering. Like yeah. that was really making him into the most powerful being, being in existence. So what is um, the hardest part of his routine, according to, according to us? It, would you oh, struggle most with the squats, the 10K? It's K, you know, the miles. It'd be the squats. The push-ups. The 10K, 10K can... and it's not even close. That would be the hardest. 10K. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I do all those other things. If I try to run a 10K, I, I probably am not going to complete it. I cannot complete 100 push-ups right now. I could probably do 15. You don't have I to do it run You can take okay. break. I could run the 10K, no problem. If, yeah, 10K like is about six miles, six and a half yeah. miles. I, uh, that's a tough run for me. That's a lot. But if you, you know, it, it, as far as which one would like leave me most devastated the next day, I don't think it'd be the 10K. I, I think it'd be the push-ups. It'd probably be the squats. You think it'd be the squats? Yeah, yeah. I think it'd probably be the squats. Because I'm already on like this workout kick anyway with the kettlebells and stuff, and I and I've got I'm on my protein powder and my creatine, uh, and going full force right now. I was like, and I'm watching One Punch Man. I'm like, should I just do One Punch Man workout? Because that's kind of novel. I kind of <laughs> like saying I'm doing the One Punch Man workout and just having that be it. That is pretty. Um, le- Let's talk dude, about that, the, that, the fitness every thing. day. That, yeah, like you, you couldn't do the One Punch Man workout every day. Oh, like, it, and that's what he said, and, and it kind of makes sense almost. You curse. You not, I'm not saying punch. you couldn't. I'm saying that would be fucking hard. It's you really couldn't get hard. there. You couldn't start there and do it. I, I, I think you. True. I think you can do it. I, because it's a matter of like doing it consecutively is just fucking impossible. And running the 10k without stopping, I can't do that either. Mm-hmm. But if the goal was to grind out the sum of, of of those things that I just said, I can do that. It's just gonna be excruciating. Yeah. So how's yeah, everyone's exercises going? I can go first if you want. I'm, yeah, let's go for it, oh, man. Nothing special over here. Um, so if you guys, you probably most of you haven't seen PKN, but we, I decided that rather than kettlebells, the one that would have the, the change to my body that I really want is just lower body fat. I, I feel like, you know, if you chisel or whatever, like lower body fat is the thing that I need most. I'm typically strong enough to carry all the shit I aspire to. You know, I just need lower body fat. So I decided to run. And uh, um, I didn't, like, I, I just came back from like 10 days of like paramotor summer camp. So I don't know if that counts towards exercise at all. I'm still sore yeah. from it. So it should be yeah, something. Definitely it does. That's yeah. so much more work and like, like all of this <clears throat> shit. Yeah. And, uh, and just running on your that's feet, like pulling against stuff all day. It, it, it's certainly some level of activity. But today I broke the seal and I ran. And, uh, nice. Yeah. Congratulations. So it, it, just, it was nothing impressive. Uh, I didn't go very far. But uh, I, I probably... I don't even know if I ran a whole mile, but I broke the seal. I, I, halfway on the way out, my legs were burning. It was uphill. Not very uphill, but you know what? I never oh. really noticed the hill so much in my golf cart, but when I started running it, you know, suddenly there's a hill there. And uh, I'm like a, like a geologist's measuring device when I'm running, <laughs> where I'm like, I'm going point. 001 degrees uphill i yeah. can tell because it's even worse like but to that feeling you were saying about starting the run uphill there's no worse feeling than getting like 30 yards into a run and being like how long has it been <laughs> and, then, and then being like oh no it's been, it's been 40 seconds like this is this is gonna be grueling I think I oh. ran for maybe like 12 minutes. Uh, I, I don't think it was a whole mile. No, like it, it must, one of those must be off because I know I didn't run that slow. But uh, maybe it was three quarters of a mile in 10 minutes or something like that. But I ran, broke the seal. Uh, there were no records broken, but 
whatever. And, I got out did there and did a thing. Afterward? Yeah. No. Yeah, you did it. No. No. Did not feel. <laughs> felt like a nap. <laughs> felt like a nap. <laughs> that was really what I was targeting. I. Uh, that's yeah. So I, I. And oh, another thing. Like my sleep schedule has improved. Um, so that's really kind of getting in shape. And I'm not in shape, but like, you know, sorted out. Been waking up early every day and getting to bed earlier. And um, so I'm hoping that I can keep running because I don't do well in the heat. But it's like, yeah, if I can get up at like six or something and get my ass out the door, then it's not that hot yet. So Jesus. I know, right? Tucker, you're, you're gaming, right? And that is. It's the perfect way to fuck up a sleep schedule, right? Playing video games for oh, a living. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't come at me with that. I, I get up at 8.30 every morning. Do you? And I go to, yes, and I go to bed before midnight if I can. But sometimes, him with yeah, I'm so, I, I mean, did not mean to attack you. I'll, I'll talk <laughs> about me. When I was playing video games for a living, my sleep schedule was so fucked up. Every so often, I'd just run the cycle, and it would get oh, yeah, good yeah. again. You know, it, it's like. You're not alone. Yeah, I. I but yeah. you know, sounding like you, you're on point with your sleep schedule now, Tucker. Right? I've been, I've, I've got like that good routine. So I have, I, I, I have my poor gym membership. I haven't been in a month, but like mm-hmm. I'm the exact opposite of what I assume all of you guys are. I only do cardio. I hate lifting weights. I hate doing anything like that. I'll go to the gym for 30 minutes and I'll run four miles, or I'll run. That's a little aggressive. I'll run three miles usually, and then I'll like maybe go do shoulder presses, but like. I'm a lanky dude. I just, I like running. It's mindless. I put in earphones and then I look down. I'm like, oh, time to get off. Like, I don't know. You I finished my run like, today and I'm like, amongst people who work out, how many of them, like, is their warm up harder than my exercise? Oh, <laughs> all know? of them. Let me talk about that. Because the first, uh, like, couple of weeks that when we went to uh, that, that, that MMA gym for jujitsu, mm-hmm. there's like a, 15 minute workout yeah. before oh. anything starts and i just remember being like <clears throat> I, I didn't want to be <sighs> like I'm, I'm trying to keep my mouth closed and breathe through my nose to, so, so it doesn't look like it's killing me because everybody else is just warming up but we're doing like gorilla crawls and oh. like crab oh, animal shit right frog oh, jumps yeah. and <laughs> those bear uh, crawls are so much harder that than will you never think not, they are. yeah shrimping that will never not be there was a sign on our wall that said my shrimping. warm-up is harder than your workout and yeah. and they took pride in it, and now I'm the guy they're talking about. <laughs> you would break a like we would be fully sweaty and have to get water after the after the 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 warm up, and then it was time to start fucking doing what we were there for. I was yeah. like, shit, I'm I fucking tired now. I, like, I hear you. <laughs> you were like right at the end, like all right, and what time next week? Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, I haven't started yet. I thought I I thought I paid uh. for the six to six twenty class. You know. <laughs> Another thing I was thinking about doing is pulling some of the runs and adding something more fun. Like, uh, in my head, Stick and Puck comes to mind. People, Taylor yeah. Bros, probably the other people don't know. Stick and Puck is like, like you know, before a basketball game, people sort of shoot around, maybe work on drills or whatever. It's the ice hockey equivalent of that. So you can shoot, you can do skate drills, you can do whatever it is you feel like doing. And um, usually it's an hour long. And that, to me, is actually really enjoyable, whereas running is, is completely dreadful. Yeah. With like so. a stick and puck, or or if you're playing basketball, playing pickup or whatever, by the end of it, you're almost mad at yourself, like, oh, damn it, I wish I had some more time to keep goofing around, you know, as opposed to that same amount of activity in a run is just grueling. Like, I, I respect people who can hop on the treadmill like that or just go outside and do what you do and just turn off, duck, or just be like, all right, this yeah. is in and I'm running. Like, I would so much rather lift weights than run. It's, I would I think rather it's the easier. opposite. I think you guys have it, like, I... You know, running 
for me, like if I want to push myself, I, I can run a 545 or I could, I don't know now, I could run a 545 mile like two months ago if I was just going for a one mile run and that's it. Like I'm gassed by the end of it. But like normally you're doing like a nice seven minute mile pace and you're just, you're good for the a nice seven minute I, mile. <clears throat> yeah, but brisk. like I played, I played <laughs> soccer. That was like my only sport. And I hated the weightlifting because I don't know, like I'm a weak dude. It's hard to stay under an eight minute mile for most human beings. It's yeah. really hard. I, th- I think I've run, I, I, I ran a mile a couple months ago. And I think it was 745, something like that. 740. Which is like, that's pretty What's good. What's that pace? That's like a nine mile per hour pace. Like that's, that's nothing to laugh at, right? Well, I, I didn't have any more to, left in me though. There weren't going to be nine more miles. It was a very <laughs> small sample size. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not doing this for six miles. I'm doing it for like three or four, yeah. but like, but like the thing is I'd go and I'd see people doing weightlifting. I felt like they did so much more for their body. Like they, like, over the same amount of time that I was doing my cardio where I'd come off like gas. I can't wait. I can't wait lift. I can't do squats or anything. And these guys are in the gym for like an hour and a half, two hours getting all sorts of muscle groups when I'm really working on heart and maybe my lower body. And so like, I always felt like I was cheating myself out of that extra, you know, whether it's definition or just overall health because I was more enjoying my running. The objective behind my running isn't so much to burn calories, although that's a nice side effect a lot of it is in the hopes of like like this is fruity maybe but like altering the brain chemistry getting myself to desire healthier foods getting uh, one thing that happens when i'm more active is i'm like fruity that makes i fucking worked hard today i'm not gonna throw that away by eating x y or z you know your metabolism is going to speed up because your body's going to see that you're burning off excess calories every day and it's not going to try to hold on to them quite so i just the times in my life when i'm the healthiest I crave the healthier foods, and that's where I'm trying to get. So, because like you said, you get in that mentality of like, uh, if you had just not worked out that day, and you're like, ah, I don't want to make food. I'll just order a pizza. It's not like I did anything to undo. Whereas if you work out and you're like, ah, should I order a pizza? No, because then everything I just did was kind of for nothing, and yeah. I don't want to. I feel I would feel like an idiot if I did all that work for nothing and then just sold it down the river. But yep, that's sorry, Kyle, you were, that, yeah. that's why I buy so many supplements. It's not necessarily because I think that they are helping all that much. It's once you've invested a couple hundred bucks in supplements, it's like, God damn, I, I already d- chugged down that chunky milkshake. I guess I better crank out a few more squats while I'm here. <laughs> you know what <laughs> you the investment like, is for me? Talking about it publicly. Like, I don't yes, want to, in two months too. from now to be talking publicly about my failures. So mm. that's probably See, that's what we've, we've been doing, Tucker, as of one week, is that we told everybody <laughs> as of this as is of the one second week. week. <laughs> this is this is a one week thing. But everybody out there who's wanting to lose weight or get in shape is doing it. And we're all doing it more. And for the purpose of shaming. So if we mm-hmm. fall off the wagon and we go, hey, I had two actually I ate I ate a barrel of Cheez-Its the other night. That was a mistake. They'll go, Taylor, you big fat idiot. You shouldn't have been, been doing that. And that'll help. You know, and then we should have the equivalent of a Hail Mary, like a burpee. Like, give me 15 burpees, and, <laughs> and you're forgiven. No, just, those are exhausting. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Let's go. Flash this back. kind of thing does help people listening a lot, I think. 
I think, because at yeah. least with Bill Burr's podcast, when he talked about losing weight, just having somebody you can check in on once a week just to be like, oh, they're not screwing up. I screwed up. I feel shitty. Or, oh, they screwed up and I didn't. I'm better than them. I knew it the whole time. And the listeners get to decide out there, the impact. Uh, go ahead. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, if they want some supplemental help in their workout game, send in some un some, some pictures of you with your shirt off, and we'll we'll make fun of you and mock you <laughs> live on the air. It's a service That kind of public shaming will really get <laughs> right. your ass in gear. Uh, that will get your ass in but. We need Milo back Shame on the show. Shame means nothing until you internalize it, and mm. so you gotta you gotta go do a little self shaming to supplement that external shame. And I don't know I'm, if someone could think of a clever title having to do with shame and losing weight that wouldn't turn off everyone just from the title. That would shame be a great the fat away. Shame yeah. the fat away. You ought to be ashamed, you fat idiot. No, that one's not as good. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's way too on the nose. Too direct. Too direct. <laughs> But, Taylor, uh, does, what's your workout? What's your current workout program, Taylor? Because so, what he's running? So I've been doing the kettlebell thing, uh, four times a week for an hour, an hour. Sometimes it takes me a little longer to get through it, and then I've been doing like lower body stuff because all of it has some lower body. Because the thing I like with these kettlebells is you're kind of getting a full body workout from all of it because you're moving around so much, and obviously, like. People I saw talking about it on our PKA Reddit be like, oh, you're not going to get jacked from a kettlebell. It's like, well, no, no, you're not. But I'm, I'm looking to lose some weight and get tone. And it's a good way to get cardio from, from the, the other internet novices I've read <laughs> while not having to run. But I'm yeah. fucking loving it. It's, yeah, I'm not promising um, any fucking results. I hate those internet douchebags. Like, I don't know what it's going to do, but I guarantee moving a lot of weight around a lot is going to make me better at moving weight around. I, I like, said this on PKN, but I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to this thought process. The, the exercise equipment that is best for you is the one that you use, right? You know, like it, it, an exercise bike obviously only does legs and only does cardio. But if that's the one that you use because you like to, say, read while you exercise, then that's the best one for you. If... if if Taylor would otherwise have an elliptical with cobwebs or kettlebells with sweat, that's the choice for him. Exactly. That that makes total sense. Like I'm I'm enjoying it because I mean, and obviously a lot of it is novel because I've never used these things to work out before. And so all the movements are a little bit different and it's almost like you're learning new stuff. So yeah, like right. in that vein, it's fun. But I mean at the end of the day, you're right. Like whatever you're using works. And if at the end of an hour and 15 minutes, an hour, whatever, if I'm dripping sweat and I'm heaving and I'm hoeing or whatever, and you know, my arms are quivery from, you know, muscle fatigue, it's like, all right, well, I know I did something right because like nobody ever is like shaking as they leave the gym being like, God, I wish I'd gone a little harder. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I really is hope that, that yeah. like whatever, 12 months from now, Taylor lifts his shirt and is like, I don't know, kettlebells made me look like Zaf Efron. You know, let's see you. <laughs> Good old Zaf Efron. <laughs> did Zaf. I say it wrong? I, I, it's, I know that it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's no, Zaf. You got it. It's, it's, it's Zaf. not, you liar. You always fuck with me. I'm not buying it. It's, it's, it's Zaf. It's Efron. Zach. It's Zach Efron. <laughs> he looks at me like I'm crazy. No. He's a Philistine. <laughs> it, to the credit of this kettlebell, and I know you've been reading about it too, Kyle, yeah. these workouts are supposed to burn more fat. Yeah, it's supposed to burn more just fat. Just like and, weightlifting, and, which is And what I keep reading is it's good for, it's like explosive energy and quick, quick muscle fibers and stuff because there's a lot of cleaning and jerking and snatching stuff around. That's and, a thing. and there's lots of body yeah. movement involved. That's another and thing to keep I, in mind with these is if, like, if after every one of these workouts, I was like, "Oh, my back!" Like, and just being, like, you know, you know the difference between a good hurt in your back, not like you know up here yeah. where mm -hmm. you've been working muscles or something, and that bad hurt where like you roll over in bed and you're like, "Oh, fuck!" And like, 
I don't know. That's the thing to be on the lookout with these kettlebells because all the risks I've read online is like, yeah, people start swinging these fuckers around and they just <laughs> tweak their arm out of socket or something. I was swinging the 15-pounder around last night and I was like, God damn, this is a hell of a weapon. Like, I only get one shot, but man, if you clobbered somebody with this, it'd be game over. I, I started hitting my heavy bag with it for fun. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real fucking weapon. Uh, I ordered some more, so now I'll have like a 10, a 15, a 30, and maybe a 45. Um, cause the 30 just wasn't enough for doing two handed exercises. Yeah, um, it's not enough. I'm have, I'm going to have to get a bigger one for that too, but I don't know. It's, it's neat. I'm really enjoying it so yeah. far. It's a fun. I like it. Yeah. I got a 45 cause it's, you know, it's the same weight as a, uh, an Olympic style 45 pound plate. Obviously they come in there and I've got plenty of those. And I, we used to do a lot of workouts with 45 pound plates in uh, in high school, lots of over our heads and tricep extensions right. and stuff with them. But uh, it's, I've only been working out for like 10 days, uh, and I, cert- I haven't slipped into like overdrive mode where like I'm watching everything I eat and drink, um, but I, I work out for like, a, like an hour total. I downloaded some kind of a ha- uh, half-hour uh, kettlebell workout. I've been doing that, and then uh, I get on the elliptical, and I do that for like half an hour too. I've been on the keto website. So this Reddit has a subreddit called keto, K-E-T-O. I guess that's how you right, pronounce it. Right. Uh- and, and you on know, this, Ernie's on that, by the way. Who? Ernie? Or, Ernie from know. Sesame yeah, Street? From, no, from from Twitch. Okay. I actually don't know if you know who, who Ernie is. But he's, he's, uh, he's literally the most like vocal keto diet person what, I know. What's his screen name, Ernie? Uh, Mr. Ernest Lee. Oh, yes, yes. That Ernie. That's yeah. how I know him. Um, there you go. So anyway, <clears> yeah, I, I'm sure he knows 10 times what I do, but I, I just sort of, I've been reading it and I... Now I drink water too too much if there is such a thing. Um, we've cut out some carbs. Like uh, I used to have meals with a baked potato pretty frequently, and uh, and some rice, and that's that shit's got to go. So, oh, not the taters. Oh, not no, the taters, precious. I particularly <laughs> like baked potatoes, but uh, I fucking but they love do this them. Too. I love a nice so, baked I want to talk taint. potatoes after this. Mm. All right. Well, anyway, don't so, get me started. <laughs> been, you already have. I've, uh, I have a lot of strong opinions that people are not going to like. I've been active and I've been I'm backing kidding. off some of the carbs. So, uh, well, I've been making results. these twice baked potatoes, and they're incredible. Oh, I make like one pound. I take a one pound. A one-pound potato, I bake it, uh, then I take it out, and I, I, I got a really sharp paring knife that's curved on the end. It looks like you could, like, like Ramsey Bolt, like Ramsey's uh, knife from game, like you're going to cut some balls off of this thing. It's nice and curved <laughs> at the end. Anyway, it's good for, like, cutting the top layer off the potato, and then I, I scoop all the insides out, and I mix it with, like, bacon and cheese and sour cream and butter, and I mash it all up. And, uh, and green onions, and then I stuff it all back in the potato and put, put so much cheese on top that I usually build a scaffolding of toothpicks just to hold the cheese in place, and then I bake it for 20 more minutes. They're so fucking good. That sounds healthy. I don't oh, know. Terrible. So you I really least... haven't pulled the trigger <clears throat> yeah. on going to work out. I just ate one. Hey, but Kyle's I not starting in the it. hole that, like, I, uh, I'll, I'll talk about me, that I'm, like, Kyle looks thin. He looks thin in his face and such. Like, uh, I, uh... Kyle's a dick. That's that's my that's the core takeaway from I, this. I, I, I have to really do some bad eating to get above like 185 or so. I think I'm like about 182, 181 right now. You phrased it good in a that, way though. that burned it's into like my head, though. Th- th- Kyle said this. He's like, I will do like five terrible things. I mean, I'll make them up, like sleep schedule, diet, lack of exercise, whatever. And he's like, if I reverse any one of those, then things get back where they belong. 
And uh, I am on the other hand where like I'm the inverse of that. Like if I don't, if I'm not firing on all five cylinders, then things get all out of hand. So, yeah, that, that's like, the hard, and that's what I mean by like going into overdrive with my, my workout. That's when I get all phases of life. <laughs> <laughs> all tuned in to the same <laughs> yeah everything's synced in we're all on the same bandwidth and it's workout and like eat clean and drink a lot of water and like do, are you are you waiting for the microwave to make your fucking chicken breast we'll do a crank out a few push-ups while you wait like go into full-on mode that's that's one thing i've always done when i am in full workout mode is i add like push-ups to like every time you wait in life Every time there's a waiting period in life, those that I add push-ups to that. If if I'm waiting on the the tap to get hot so I can brush my teeth, I can crank five out before it gets hot. If I if literally at the microwave, I I, I do so many push-ups in the kitchen waiting on the microwave or the oven or whatever to make my good, food or get it ready. Um, and yeah, between Netflix episodes, another good time to to bust out to see how many pull up or push-ups or pull-ups you can do in the twenty second countdown to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> like that, it just skips the opening to everything. I've, I've been watching The West Wing on Netflix. I, I had never watched it as an adult, and uh, I really like it. It's a good show. It's I so finished Sopranos. Ah, oh, did you? Mm-hmm. I. Uh, it's funny. You you know the very very ending scene, right? Yes. And they kind of foreshadowed it twice. Yes. I thought people were really clever for putting it together. And now that I've seen it again, it's like, oh, my God, they, like, bang you in the head with it. There were a couple things. I, I, they killed a lot of characters towards the end. I don't. Yes. It almost seemed like they were just putting periods on the end of their sentences. Like, they didn't necessarily have to kill all those characters. But it, it, I enjoy the show. It was good. It held up nicely. Yeah, well, I mean, no holes were barred at that point. New York had decided they were just going to wipe out Tony's crew, mm-hmm. and Tony's crew had finally figured out where uh, the the main guy with the hair was. He gets his head rolled over by a, a an expedition's tire at the end. Can't think of that guy's name. Is it John uh, Saccarello or something? John. No, it wasn't. It was uh, the one whose last name used to be uh, something silly, and then they changed it at Ellis Island. Oh, what was it? He was always mad about it. it wasn't Saccarello. It anyway. Uh, but yeah, fucking Sopranos is so strong. I, I, I love that fucking show. We, are, we were watching clips from it the other day. Um, the end there, I was, I feel like they did miss out on some, some opportunities. Because like, remember in the last couple of episodes of the show, Tony's walking around with his fucking decked out M16 mm-hmm. that, uh, that his brother-in-law had given him. Yeah, he's just always got it fucking like sticking it somewhere. <laughs> like, it, it, what did he say? It was an AR-10? Is that what um, he said? I, his, I haven't looked at it in a long time. His brother-in-law, when he gave it to him, said it was. So that, that's yeah, all. I, I, if he's wrong, I wouldn't know. I'd be able to tell by looking at it, but I don't recall. In any case, uh-huh. he's got a fucking machine gun. You know, it's fully automatic, super sleeps illegal. Sleeps with that thing. He's, he gets up from the table. He's got it. <laughs> he's walking to the next room. And I was really hoping there was going to be a fucking, like, Scarface style. Like, he's, he blows the doors open. and He's like, you want to play rough? Okay, let's play rough. <laughs> And he just starts taking it. He certainly is like, a 1920s mafia guy. Yeah, you see? <laughs> you want to play rough? He's an 80s bad guy. And he's fucking mm. all, get, get, get all coked up. That would have been a. a could have had a They should have done that, even if it was just a dream <laughs> sequence at the end. Like, they should have had Tony dream that, like, let him fall asleep watching Scarface. And then he wakes up and, and uh, they're, they're, they're storming his mansion and let, let him have that dream and, and gun a bunch of people down. That was sick. They did wrong, in my opinion. I really didn't like what they did with his son, AJ. That character, yeah. Um, for people who don't know the show, he just gets like weaker and weaker and more and more pansy until he literally like 
crawls up in the fetal position at like times of stress and it it just gets bad man like he, i i wish he had evolved into being more gangster and he kind of knew that he was going to take his father's place at some point but instead he like it he's not succeeding like his daughter doesn't go gangster but you know she becomes i think an, she's working her way towards being an attorney and she goes to an ivy league school and there's lots of good stuff happening for her aj just in no facet of life is he succeeding at all. I wonder if they would have taken a different route with AJ's <coughs> had the actor looked the part. Because AJ doesn't look the part of an intimidating gangster. He's he's a short guy. He's not muscular. Uh, he's kind of baby-faced. Hmm. Um, he, he doesn't look intimidating at all. And, and I don't think he can pull off like a Joe Pesci, I'm so fucking crazy, you better watch out anyway kind of character but the thing um, is none of them look intimidating and that was one of my problems with the sopranos in general paulie walnuts look scary as fuck with his wings oh, in his okay, hair okay okay paulie's a little <laughs> intimidating if people don't know paulie he's probably like 60 in the show but you could tell he was a badass 35 year old you'll see him working out like, yeah. like really vain workouts like yep. in front of like watching tv doing curls yeah <laughs> he's in the TV. mirror doing <laughs> curls and stuff like he's not after general strength he's trying to keep his 25 year old arms even though yeah. he's 60 but um everybody else there are badasses in the show that could lose 300 pounds <laughs> like, like, you know, there are people who are just they wildly They a whole fat. other bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, they're so fat. And it's just like, come on. Like, like. It's the same thing as like Breaking Bad or uh, uh, Better Call Saul, I guess, where Bill Burr and that one uh, the big enormous guy. Yeah, yeah. fat guy. Uh, yeah, Huel. I don't remember what his like actor's name is. It doesn't fucking matter. But when I see any show where they're like, you know, Bill Burr walks in and it's like, oh, you don't want to make Huel angry, huh? It could go bad for us or like whatever the fuck he says. And it's like that guy could die now. <laughs> a person in the world would be surprised if they if if Bill Burr showed back at the headquarters up and, and he was like, you know, Bill, where's Huel? He'd be like, he passed away on the way over here. I had to drop him off at a bus stop, and they would he wouldn't be like, I don't believe you. That's that's bullshit. He'd be like, yeah, well, you know, rest in peace. Like I never. <laughs> Yeah, I never like it when that. someone that fat is like the enforcer on a show yeah. because it's like you are beyond the level of fat where it's like there could be a, a formerly really muscular guy under there. It's like, no, you're debilitatingly fat. You couldn't mm -hmm. throw a punch if you needed to because your arms are just like at this angle. And they would yeah, throw punches and it you? would be these like big wobbly type things and, and they're almost like belly bop fighting and stuff. And it How many, how many th punches do you think that guy can throw before he has an arrhythmia? Two! <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and, and like like also what is this man's top speed because like look i'm what? i've never been a runner what? but i think i could beat him running backwards you know yeah. i think i mm -hmm. could run backwards and mock him I, as he tried to chase me put a few in your kneecaps slow you down i've seen him bit. shoot That's what makes that him might scared. not even be a thing you know like it they, they shoot and they push forward when they shoot <laughs> see the gun changes it but the whole like oh we better look mm -hmm. out for huel or he'll sit on you like, it's just like, no, this guy's not beating anybody up. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure you could juke him around a couch and run out the front door, and he'd just be, like, stumbling after yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So. Dude, Tucker, you could juke him out, like, training zombies in uh, <laughs> yes, World exactly. at War. Because you would you could just break into a light sprint. Yes. <laughs> a very light sprint, and then take take a lunch, take a nap, like, 100 yards away. You got time. It would be but, fun right. if, if in one of these mobster movies someone had, like, all five seriously badass crazy morbidly obese guys and you zombie and you just kited them you know like you just what? I, you know what? I, want, I want to see the scene in these like italian mobster things where it's like all right we're having the muscle meet up at 
Joey's butcher shop on the killing floor. And like the guy has to walk through and he checks and then he stops in front of the big fat guy. And he's like, you are out of control, sir. <laughs> the, the only thing I need you for is to be my muscle. I can't do that when you're eating you yeah. know, hoagies all day. And, and stop fat. nibbling on this raw pig while I talk to you. Yeah, so the, <laughs> it's frozen and it's pork. You're going to kill yourself. Like, <laughs> like that. Oh, I, I want to see that because the, the, the mobsters that like always seem to have all the stuff closed up in the movies and everything, they'll just have a dude who's like 64 and morbidly obese sitting in a dark car on Sunday at four in the morning watching someone. And it's like you that guy could that, at least put a young, supple, healthy person in the car so they can phone in if he dies. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I just I'd run things differently. So. <laughs> only the fittest mafia is what you'd be for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when Vin Diesel beat that guy up, I could buy it. But if that I guy was only gay guys, it for it to be my muscle because they'd always be in tremendous shape. They'd take that part seriously. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Oh. There is a homosexual superhero in One Punch Man who's oh, like the Purry Purry King. Purry Prisoner, um, yes. and he is this. Oh God, I can't describe what a stereotype he is. It's it's a little weird. Um, <laughs> he's got this like five o'clock shadow that won't quit with rosy cheeks and. And all he talks about is like, like he, he comes onto the scene and there's two superheroes fighting a bad guy. And he's like, look what you did to these beautiful boys. These are my boys. I won't let you hurt anymore. My boys. And he's all he's dressed in like old timey prisoner, like stripes, like a whole stripe with uniform, a ball and chain yeah. with a b big ball and chain, which he never uses as a weapon. And when he goes into superpower mode, he jumps in the air and goes Puri prisoner angel mode or some shit like that. And all of his clothes explode from his body, and he's completely nude and and hyper muscular, and just and, and they do everything they can to hide his dong uh, every time he's he's like fighting and punching and stuff. It's so it's funny. bizarre. I mean, I it sounds like another interesting character. It is. <laughs> yeah, why I why does he have the ball and chain? And it's what on Netflix that? because he got put in the prisoner. He got put into prison for uh for being too in love with some of the hero boys. Yeah, like like he literally is a sexual assault character. <laughs> yes, but it, what they do is they like take every like stereotype of a character. It's like, oh, we want a gay character, turn it to ten. Oh, you want like an attractive girl, turn it to ten. Like they just there's no in between middle ground, so it's absurdity. But yeah, yeah. Seems, I don't. I have like I've basically zero experience with animes, but subtlety doesn't seem to be something they capitalize <laughs> on. No, 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 no. Animes. Like, that's the, the only anime I've ever watched was Cowboy Bebop, and it was fine. Like, I didn't love it like a lot of people who seem to like it. Like, it was all right, though. I just, the, 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 the pan left or pan right shots on people's faces in anime where they're just going like, you know, someone will be like, oh, I'm the one who killed your father. And he's just like looking at him, he's like, uh, 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 uh. Oh, that doesn't happen. And it's just much. like stress lines and stuff that, I don't know why, it just, it really bothers me. I'll tell you my favorite part of the show is, it's when like the fight. Pokemon when they did that. Like three, maybe three times in the whole season, uh, the fights get so goddamn intense that like the animation can't even keep up and it starts becoming like scribbles and stuff. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, the animation can't even keep up. It's just black and white scribbles. At it this is. Point. And, that's, and shit that's moving like, around. <laughs> this episode is a do Monday. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the dude who's like done the art for this did another series that you might like, Kyle. It's brand new too. It's called Mob Psycho 100, and it's it's the it's got that same like, you know, you can only like this isn't my final form so many times. So yeah. I love it when the animation devolves into like like a stop motion black and white. You're just like this is how next level it is. 
they do the same shit. It's about like a, a psychic who's actually like, you know, you're running a mill fraud, like, I will get these demons out of here in a world where there's actual demons and his his subordinate guy is this stupid young kid who's legitimately psychic and actually takes care of the demons. So the son pretend okay. or the, the little kid like pretends or doesn't pretend he's like trying to help out, but he doesn't know that his his mentor is just a con man. So it's like the 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 fight sequences are the, what makes it so cool to me. I fucking love them. And I'll check that out. Man. That sounds fun. Well, well, it's One Punch Man and Mob Psycho 100. It's by the same guy. The same guy made them both. So yeah, and this, I, uh, are, is this in English or it's in Japanese? It's got the dub. Oh, or do you yeah. have to read? Or you not gotta dub. Read. You gotta. You, read. Gotta, I, I, you may be able to find it somewhere else where you don't have to read, but on Netflix you're gonna have to read. I, I was leaving that part out on purpose. <clears throat> Oh. It's, I don't mind it. I just don't like the only time I don't like subtitles is when they don't have them timed right. And so like well. the entire like it'll show a paragraph worth of speech as the guy starts talking. And of course, you finish reading it way before. But I no, guess no, no. It, it, it'd be fine. It's timed very well on Netflix. Um, oh, I heard that Netflix is uh, is I guess they bought, I don't know how the, the process works anymore, but they're they're having Martin Scorsese make that film The Irishman and they've bought it. Uh, I think it's got De Niro and uh, and a, and a couple uh, a couple other big actors in it. They're making some sort of like uh, mob uh, crime movie. I think the I think it's about a hitman. I think De Niro plays a, a hitman. I think that's that what it's about. Good. Yeah. Does he play a hitman in Boston from Southie again? Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's the deal with the. Scorsese's um, uh, uh, really really narrowed down the movies he makes. It used to be like it's going to be about gangsters. Like all right, Scorsese, we got. It. He's like they're going to be in Boston. You did, you did Boston last time. No, I'm pretty set. I'm pretty set on Boston again, and again and I mean, again. I know it's. Called, I don't know if it's. In, I don't know for sure if it's in Boston, but I don't know. It looked really good. I can't. I can't remember what the cast was. Like, we were looking at it the other night, and there's there's a lot of people in there that looks. Uh, looks like it's gonna be good. Netflix was is this so like amazing. a, a much awaited movie. Is that? What I, I don't know about that, the but cast, I, I, thought, I think it was interesting that Netflix is is paying a ton of money for this thing, and it's got a huge, really good cast. And uh, they they seem to be they're becoming like the new HBO. They're definitely they on the same level. They beat a uh, Chris Rock has been selling his specials to HBO for twenty five years or something like that. Netflix has bought his next two specials. I think they're gonna do it like Dave Chappelle style, maybe and throw them both out there. I think it was forty million dollars. Uh, so they outbid uh, HBO. So you're gonna have a couple of Chris Rock specials. They said that Chappelle's two specials are the most watched uh, comedy specials ever on Netflix. Can you imagine being so funny or so good at your job that there's somebody who's going to pay you $40 million for two hours of your content? I'm not saying it took you two hours to do it, but like that is such a gargantuan amount of money. Yeah, it's crazy. Mind-blowing. But that's like insane. I wonder what $40 million means to him. I mean, (laughs) well, he just went through a divorce, so it means this is all mine this time around. (laughs) Does uh, it? No, I don't not. think that's probably how divorce not. works. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, no. There's no. Well, I mean, out. well, he's gonna have to use some of that, but I, I don't remember okay. what your settlement was. Uh, I think uh, he had a prenup. I remember it was really funny. He was talking about it on the Stern show, and and Stern was like, he was like, so I, I saw some pictures of you in the paper. You were on Leonardo DiCaprio's yacht with a bunch of models. And he, he's like, yeah, that wasn't me. He's like, no, no, no. Here it is. <laughs> here it is. That, that that's you. <laughs> he's like. I, I didn't see that. <laughs> like, like, not even want to acknowledge it or talk about it at all. He's like, you're fucking with me right now. You're fucking me up. <laughs> but like, I, I don't know what he's worth. Let's say that he's currently 70, worth 30. 70 million. 70? 
Yeah. <clears throat> and if you add just, 40 to that, what does that mean to him? Like, how does are, that... Does are that... we talking... Like, net worth, I always feel like is miss... Is, it's like, he's getting paid 40 million, so, like, you gotta take out taxes, probably right, some right. management fees. On. So if he sees 20 million... That's mm-hmm. a big, significant chunk. I don't think he'll see twenty mil, but like that's a huge fucking amount of money. I just when you take a guy's net worth and you change it from seventy to ninety million, like does oh. does he? Yeah, is that a thing for him? You already had yeah. everything you need, and right? you're still not in the range of like, what do you want to do? You want to buy the biggest yacht on the planet while you're still six hundred million short or whatever. Yeah. So like, he's not quite in that echelon of like, I have so much money, I literally burn it. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I don't know, 70 to 90 million. <clears throat> if I was worth 70 million and the day before I was worth 90 million, I'd be upset. Yeah, In the same uh, way that like if Bill Gates woke up tomorrow with Oprah money, I think Woody said that, that Bill Gates would be like, oh, fuck, I'm <laughs> yeah, in the right. poorhouse. Like, <laughs> I'm, worth, I'm worth a half of a half of a percent what I was worth <laughs> or however much it is. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's interesting to think of that perspective. Yeah. I saw yeah. Bill Gates being interviewed and he was getting angry with the guy that I don't remember the exact conversation, but the guy was saying something about he's like, don't you? Oh, I, the guy was hitting Bill Gates about the way Microsoft was structured back in the day. And he, and 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 he was he was saying, well, what about those taxes that you avoided that you didn't pay? He's like, well, should I have tried to pay more taxes than I was supposed to pay? He's like, I've paid more taxes than any human being ever. <laughs> that is like a strong oh, yeah, point. <laughs> I have paid more taxes than any human being ever. <laughs> he's like, I paid my fair share, and he's, he's like, and we're here talking about my AIDS donations. He's like, where are you coming from? You know how this? most people are like, uh, hey, I don't like how that cop's acting, and I pay his taxes. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, I pay salary. I would love for Bill Gates to get pulled over and be like, oh, not only did I pay for. I don't know where he lives. All of I oh you're a Sacramento cop? That's hilarious. I actually paid for your entire precinct and the rest of the city. Do you enjoy those roads you take home? That's me. You're welcome. Also, the entire state of Montana. Mr. Gates here. Like that, like, that, oh, he I would be such a douche about it. You ever think he wakes up and he he wakes up and it's like farmers succeed due to crop subsidy? And he's like, You're welcome. Like, like, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, that much money. It would be hard to not want to just trifle with things. Like, the fact that he hasn't already bought all of one kind of yes. sport is mind-boggling to me. Like, if, like- if, if I could just, like, he'd be, he could just be like, man, NBA's looking great. I'll take it. Like, all right, which, <laughs> team do you want, which, one, which team do you want to own? Utah Jazz? If you're a budget guy, maybe you can take the Lakers if you can spring it. He's like, no, no, no. How much is the league? Plus 20% for you. How much is that? Like, and then it's like, uh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> Ten billion dollars. You're gonna write a check for that? Oh, we'll call it an even fifteen. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be awesome. Like, like I, I don't know. Even is when that you, what like, you would do, Taylor? <clears throat> with, like, like, like if you yes. have to be frivolous. Let's say you have to be frivolous with your tr- with your almost. He may be a trillionaire someday. With your with your huge gargantuan fortune, would you buy the NHL and start tinkering? Would you would, would the would the St. Louis Blues go on a winning streak like never before? It would be the, the St. Louis Blues would be like whatever the North Korean version of Kim Jong Il's favorite sports team is, where they get every season eighty-two and zero, and they're like, yeah. you know, the the, It'd be the Pyongyang Kim Jong Uns. <laughs> like I would do that, where I'd be, I would give it. Honestly, I'd buy the whole NHL, and I'd be like, all right, Blues, you got 
four years to win one on your own. Otherwise, I'm stepping in. And if they still <laughs> hadn't won one in four years, I'd be like, all right, everyone, all the rules about contracts are out. And it's like, we're going to play in Russia. And it's like, oh, I'll triple your salary. You still going? No. Oh, you're not. Oh, you're not. fine with it now. Thank God. Like, and then, no, that's I, not I what you do. You buy the KHL. You buy the KHL. <laughs> you just and you fucking, shit and, down. And you oh. shut that shit down. <laughs> you, fuck, you fucking tell all those KHL players if they want their contracts renewed, come over to America. <laughs> no, you know what I would do is I would shut down the KHL and the Chicago Blackhawks franchise. Shit. And then I would take all of them and be like, all of you, you got to really compete because you're all trying out for the St. Louis Blues right now. <laughs> all of you, you know, I would you're going you to play your fucking hardest. You can make an all-star team and you would win. Now, I know they say all-star teams don't be championship teams, but don't forget the championship teams lose all their best players. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. Where they're like, uh, all-star team wouldn't beat a championship team. Well, if they met him in the Stanley Cup, they might, but they don't allow it because that would be unfair. If they're like, now the Montreal Canadiens versus everyone who's really, really good in the East. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and, and also the all-star team doesn't get to practice for more than just tonight when we go out together and shoot around in a game we're not taking seriously. Yeah. But I would definitely buy those leagues, tinker around, boost up my own team, build like uh, false flag teams to Ooh, throw I like that. the... Uh, the uh, the the doubters, the dissenters. I would make like uh, I don't know the, the Dallas Sourpuffs. I'd, I'd make the Canucks like, <coughs> also a super powerhouse or something, so that people could be like, you know, it's the Canucks who are really behind this just as much as the Blues. And I'd be like, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, I would go broke quickly with this strategy. <laughs> you don't think you. You could have so much. I mean, think about it. If you were really a little shit lord, you could probably like buy up all of like all of like the one type of precious metal used for iPhone screens and be like, uh, okay, guys, who wants to buy it now? Like, you, you could <laughs> Yeah, you really some, could. Dave you could the world Something up. I would absolutely make them do is if I were that rich, I'd buy at least two professional teams. It's so like a hockey team and a football team and a, pick one of, all, one of the four major sports. I'd buy them. And then every year, my teams have to do exhibition matches versus my other teams in sports <laughs> of my choosing. Oh, looks like the LA Rams are taking on the St. Louis Cardinals in ice hockey. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> next on the Taylor Network, you know, and it's all, all, the, all the commercials are just parody commercials of me pimping products that don't exist. Like, it would be, it would be the best. Everybody would love it. They would love it. And, and you want to see that? See how baseball players and football players compete in hockey or see how a baseball yeah. and a hockey team compete in football or Whatever combination, it'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> I'd buy Alabama, the university, and <laughs> oh, make I them play the worst team in the NHL every uh, year just to make sure that people in Alabama owe the score in, in the NFL. Yes, the, yeah. the worst team in the NHL versus Alabama every year. Whoever's you the best. You keep saying NHL. NFL. There we go. Yeah. The NFL. <laughs> we know what it is. Okay. The, uh, you, but that's yeah, an that, effort, that's effort. the thing people ask about. They, they always wonder how like the best college team, especially if there's like a real dominant, like, uh, what do they call it when they keep winning? Dynasty. Uh, dynasty, thank you. That's what exactly what I was looking for. If there's like a dynasty and this is like the best year of the dynasty and they say, you know, could the 2016 Alabama Red Tide or whatever they're fucking called, you know, beat the Detroit Lions or whoever sucks that year? Cleveland yeah. probably, they suck every year. And then year. everybody laughs at them because that's so absurd that it shouldn't yeah. even be considered. Like... The, like, the fact is, whenever somebody tells me that, I'm like, are you dumb or are you just, like, willfully, like, trying to push this idea that you really, really think 
I want to see it. Yeah, it's I, 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 I they don't have stuff. nearly the puncher's chance that, like, we, we've talked about the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight. Oh, yeah. They it's don't the, have the puncher's chance that Conor McGregor has because it's a combat sport. It's a fucking system. It's a totally different one. Like, you, you see the guys who excel in college ball, what happens to them when they get in the NFL. I'm a big Georgia fan, or at least a quasi-Georgia fan, and yeah. I just remember following the, them during the years when we, we were getting our asses trounced by Florida, by Tim Tebow, and Matt Stafford is a kind of accurate, hard-throwing quarterback who stays in the pocket, and he's an NFL-style quarterback, and you see now he's excelling in the NFL. Tebow is just running everywhere with, that, uh, with their open offense, and I was just just grinding my teeth for those two or three years watching him just destroy us every time we played and thinking like he's not gonna fucking make it in the nfl and sure enough now he's got he's a missionary with like a minor league baseball contract or something yeah literally yeah it's it, it, there's a yeah, like if if it was every top 10 person like the nfl draft's happening right now if every top 10 person went to be one of the top 10 players in the league next year like you'd be like okay uh if you have like three top 10 players in your team maybe you could have a good game but that's not the case like Johnny 32nd round can become the best kicker in the league just because, you know, it's like, yeah. it, I, I, it's not like a linear, you get chosen the best, you are the best. So like Alabama would not, nobody, nobody in college would ever come close to beating an NFL team. No, I, I, I have just like a weird fascination with wanting to see exhibition games in sports. Especially, you know, one versus another across sports lines. But yeah. watching a football one would be cool just because you'd want MMA to know. Is. How you know much I, that's one of the reasons that MMA is so cool is you're, it, while they are all combat sports, you're, especially in the early UFC days, you were mixing uh, those different things. The boxer is fighting the sumo wrestler and the, you know, the, the wrestler is, is, is fighting the taekwondo guy. It's, it's kind of, that's kind of what that, uh, the whole thing is really interesting and a novelty was. <clears throat> and that never happened before for some crazy reason. So like martial arts has advanced more in the last 30 years than the previous 3000, you know, and, and someone said it and they phrased it so well, they're like, we thought like the most badass people on the planet with these like Chinese acrobats, you know, who are flipping around doing their ninjutsu or whatever. It turns out the toughest guys in the world were these grapplers in Brazil and these wrestlers in the American Midwest. Like they turn out to be the big shots and uh, it's evolved now. And of course you have to be good at everything, but uh, it, it was just neat to see what's happened to martial arts. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I never really thought of it like that because I'm not super into UFC like you guys are. But mm -hmm. then I realized, isn't that why Rousey was always getting shit from the people that knew that they were talking about? They're like, well, she's only good at one thing. And as soon as somebody's better at anything else, you know, she's going to come in and get her ass whooped. I, I, I think the entire fighting audience and everyone involved with it kind of drank the Kool-Aid on that one. And, and and I didn't know enough to form an opinion, I suppose, and probably still don't. But but everybody that I listened to was screaming, that oh, she's a next generation athlete. She's the best thing there's ever been. Um, and it, it, it really turned out that she wasn't facing very difficult competition. And she is an Olympic-level judo, judo player who, who's incredibly good at one or two things, one of them being an armbar. And it, it, she just won and won, won some more in that dominating fashion. And even when she fought, uh, I can't pronounce her name well, but Beche uh, in Brazil, and you saw that like her striking was really wild and wasn't accurate, and she ate a few punches on the way in. Nobody gave her any crap then. It was like, well, mm -hmm. but look at Beche. Look at right. Ron. Yeah, Ron has got a busted lip, but look at the other person. Like, are you really, is this really the, how we, uh, like, find some chink in the armor on Ronda Rousey now? You're telling me, oh, she bled 
so so she's not a good fighter like is that how it works like no i, and, I remember and we like, kept buying in when she was you know I, I guess it was only like a year ago when she was like the grand poobah of women's fighting or maybe a little more than a year ago but i remember at the time like joe rogan offhand i remember like a, a lot of these ufc commentators were like this person is next level this is a level of athleticism that we've never seen in the octagon before i can't believe this joe like, said oh my this. god it's insane joe rogan she said can take a, she that can she's beat up not a listen he's like she's not a once in a lifetime fighter she's a once in an ever fighter and then you know he See, Stone, stone Cold ridiculous. It's stupid. <laughs> but like, and even then, like, how many of those people have walked it back and said, Joe like, Rogan all is. right, I admit I got a little excited yep. because at, just like I said, I didn't know shit about this sport. And a year and a half ago, I was saying Ronda Rousey's not going to be good soon because new sports like the, the first ever baseball all-star probably didn't stick around for long because they'd be like, oh, Willard Waxton or whatever. You know, he was real good at the old corkscrew bebop hit that we used to do, but yeah, that yeah. fell out of favor once you were allowed to overhand throw the ball or so, like whatever. Somehow nonsense. everybody <laughs> learned the keep your eye on the ball technique and, you know, errors went way down, hits went way up. You I know? disagree with this, by the way, strongly. I, oh. I think that I think those early baseball players were skill-wise just as good as the ones today. They didn't bodies... have the systems and the training and the drills. Their bodies weren't as strong, but they were playing against, it was a, it was a level playing field. Baseball is a bad example. Like, I don't know enough. Bodies would be different because they'd be eating different, and they wouldn't be drinking beer, and they would also would be mechanics before the ball game because you didn't make enough money to get to play professional not, ball. I mean, obviously, it was just back then. But, but the system hasn't changed. You're still hitting the same ball, the same bat. Whereas Ronda Rousey's problem was she wasn't a well-rounded athlete. Right, it'd be it'd be like uh, comparing it to a baseball player who could only do one thing. Yeah, there was Jimmy Schmitz, and he was just incredibly fast, and he didn't have to hit the ball; he could just run. You know that that wasn't the case. It was just that Ronda wasn't well rounded, and that's that's why she got taken down. I, I heard judo. If judo was a competent thing in the UFC, was is just fine. She's probably the the what the eighth to a fifteenth best women's fighter in the world right she now. She got a bronze. Oh, I bet she's third. Something like that. Oh, oh. I don't know about that. Really? Because after the top two, like I'm like, who else beats her? Penny? Well, Holly Holm already did. <clears throat> if she fights Holly again, could she beat yeah, her? Three. That's a good question. Uh, and then that J what's that chick? The Polish chick, like J check or something. Now that um, girl's twenty pounds lighter. I get there's a lot of Polish chicks <clears throat> and I get them mixed up because they're Sylvia all still Polish chicks. And Polish chicks all look the same and their names <laughs> are always stupid. Um but, but there it's is the a, one with, with like three K's and a couple Y's in it, right? They all have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all have that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I have a topic. Are we interested in a Yeah, topic? what you got? Sure. All right. So there's a news agency. I saw this on Reddit that is suing these people for being fake strongmen. Now, I think this video oh, this is a few minutes long. I want to give it a little time. Uh, all right. It auto plays. So just Can I ask, yeah, yeah. Are these the kind of strong who would show up at your church or like a YMCA or like yes, a I've been to it. and um, rip phone books <clears throat> in half? Right. Yep. I, I know these guys. All right. Yeah. I think their names are Chip and Steel or something like that. So let's Steel play it. Chop. Yeah. Give it a little time because it like some right. good shit comes. No, it's it's um, Chop and Steel. <laughs> chop and Steel. All right. Well, <laughs> cue up at zero, Kyle. You're running ahead. Okay. Is everybody ready? Yeah. Ready, yeah. set, yep. play. You're watching Hello, Wisconsin. Hello, Wisconsin. 
Now, hello, Wisconsin hello, is Wisconsin. suing these men. <laughs> I know, I'm excited. <laughs> so, strongman duo Chop and Steel are these here in studio. Oh, no, no. Look at that. <laughs> these people are not strongmen. Who died curling a tire? The thing is, they're getting sued. They're getting sued for posing as fitness experts. They're curling it together. They'll do all these tricks from just stuff you find around your house and around the around your yard or whatever. So that's what we want to show you. Yeah, but actions speak louder than. That guy is why I don't like Nike Dry Fit sometimes. In one of those laps, it's like 15, 20 pounds overweight. We found some sticks actually in your parking lot. This is all it takes. We're going to reverse roll. These are from the parking lot outside. Oh, it's totally a joke. No, but you have to understand. Dude, the most interesting part of it to me is Good Morning Wisconsin is suing them for posing as fitness experts. <laughs> Look at him chopping these stupid sticks in half that are the <laughs> diameter too of a thick. figure. My thing is he's probably... <laughs> <laughs> he's breaking the kind of sticks that we don't break over. He's just stepping on, Easter, on wicker Easter egg baskets. <laughs> They're stomping. He's doing a quick He's holding them perfectly and then twisting them to the, the, front, the front like it's a very ex like executable <laughs> maneuver. Like this is this is fucking hilarious. Yep, right. And so we're just that literally in the literal sense. Again, this is one you don't want to try at home unless you get you know unless you feel like you can really pull it off. Why don't you lift up your one man is pulling the back of his shirt up. Then the other one is just throwing sticks lightly at his neck. They're doing push-ups in a 69 position on one another. Okay, the most impressive thing about this is they're keeping a straight face. If you do this at home, you How long is this segment? No, are we sure this is real? Did you hear that? They made up exercise. It works your delts, your traps, your claps, and your claps. Those aren't even things. But I mean, I'm just already? being honest. Are we this sure this is, is a basic turbo gravy that you I mean, I don't know about the news people, but these two people are clearly joking. I'm talking about the news station, too. Yeah, I think the news station is legit because I'm reading the ticker, and it's like weather reports, and it's, it's about buses being They're just hitting a tire with wiffle ball bats. Yeah, like the whole point of hitting a tire with a bat is that you have to hold the weight back when it bounces. He's doing it like lightly with just his wrist with a wiffle bat. This is all different dates. They have different, like, uh, lower thirds for every one of these things too. Multiple appearances. Yeah. Oh my like God, how many was it? See, okay, well then, all right, now I have no excuse at all for the Wisconsin news station because if you not, if you invite these people back after they're doing, they're doing 69 push-ups and hitting, hitting tires, wiffle ball bats, like, you gotta know it's... Dude, this screams Wisconsin news like like uh, trying to drum up some sort of like viral content for their Wisconsin news. But like, Welcome if they're suing, the let me tonight. read this to you. G <laughs> give me the floor for just a second. The owner of an Eclair television station didn't find an early morning prank fl last November too funny. Instead of laughing, the, pe the people behind the Atlanta based Gray Television, which owned WEAU TV, filed a federal lawsuit. This morning in New York against the found footage festival, Joe Pickett and Nick Puehler, all of New York. 
Using fake names and materials, the defendants fraudulently induced Gray Television to book their appearance for a live interview on its flagship morning program, Hello, Wisconsin. Pickett and Bueller arrived at WEAU, identified themselves as Chop and Steel. During their live appearance on the show, the pair touted their mental strength. Chop discussed the violent outbursts he was prone to while abusing steroids and his wealthy upbringing, <laughs> while Steele discussed the body issues of his impoverished upbringing. They posed as fitness experts, and there's a real lawsuit. That's hilarious. Oh, like, I think that they need to be let off that lawsuit because <coughs> it's just too funny. And if you and if you were duped by that, you you frankly, if you're in your own living room with a wiffle ball bat and a giant <laughs> truck tire yeah, trying to get in this kind of shape where this guy's Clarence. like way too tight Under Armour shirt, which are like Clarence, showing his hit my boots. back, throwing <laughs> <laughs> yes, sticks at one another. Yeah. Like, like I, I can love feel this, the burn. I love this local news prank shit. I just yes. linked to another one, another story. I, I'm looking for the yo-yo guy. Yeah, no, this is the same guy. <laughs> I just linked the story. It's the yo-yo guy and the cook guy. So this guy, he did, he go, he went on local news stations and pretended to be someone else, obviously, just like these workout people. The one I saw first of him is he went promoting a fake book called Leftovers Done Right, where he brought <laughs> bunches of old Thanksgiving food into local TV stations and made grotesque leftover <laughs> foods under the auspice of it yes. being for children, and then would serve it to the, make the other person eat he it. Make, he makes Thanksgiving. <laughs> And just like like all the Thanksgiving ingredients in an ice cream cone, like mashed potatoes and then peas on top. And uh, so it's and and the yo-yo guy is a different guy. He's also a comedian. He's he was on The Office for a couple. Yo-yo guy's the same guy, I believe. But the uh, another thing that the guy did with uh, maybe it's not the same guy. But the 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 other thing he did with his hand for the Thanksgiving food is you know how you do turkey hands for little kids. Yeah. Like he had like leftover turkey sliced up and bread, and he's like, "We're gonna make some fun time, you know, turkey sandwiches." And so he puts his hand on the bread, and then with a marker, goes and, <laughs> and, and does his hand. And the whole time he's having the host to do it with him. He's like, "Ma'am, you know, just keep going around there, try not to get too much marker on it. We'll cut those off with scissors later." And then he gives her scissors, and they cut out their hand from this bread, and then put a bunch of turkey between it, and then just use toothpicks to hold all the fingers together, and this. This poor fucking lady has to sit there as he's like and see it's a great thing for all the kids and she's like yeah yeah it certainly is it certainly is <laughs> he made this one woman drink a smoothie of turkey mashed potatoes corn cranberries like butter because he just was like a lot of us don't have all the time to be doing all these uh you know leftovers so we just throw them in the blender take it on the go here take a sip and of then, that You're gonna- and then the best part is he kicks the leg out from yeah. under his own fucking table with all of the food on it to make a disaster right at the end. Like he <laughs> kicks the, own, the the leg out from under his own folding table and all of the leftovers and shit spill <laughs> out in the studio. And the lady's like, ah, and everybody freaks out. And he acts like, oh, my masterpiece. Um, <laughs> this thing this that you're yo-yo linking yo-yo is great. Is this is the yo-yo guy and it's time stamped. All right, are we going to... I'm paused at 44 seconds. One right, moment, please. It. Setting up. I'm ready to. Oh, my God. Kenny so K. Strass Strasser. <laughs> You'll recognize yeah, this guy. So... He's a comedian. He's been on um, uh, The Office and a bunch of shit. Are we ready? Yeah. Yep. Uh, ready? Oh, wait. Well, we'll real, real quick. I don't know if he's going to say it in the, <clears throat> this place. He is uh, yo-yoing on this show to further his message of environmentalism. In the world. He's a self-espoused professional yo-yoer. Yeah, ready? He's featured. Is the around the world? Yes, well, <laughs> and he's right. unveiling his new top secret trick, the <laughs> flying angel. All right, ready, set, play. Um, and it goes, hey, they're up in the sky, 
It's the uh, K Strauss, the yo yo guy. And then I do the. And I get them into it. Okay. And this so gentleman with the yo yo's is wearing that, green okay, shorts and suspenders. Okay, so you're ready to do the trick then? I'm, I'm, Absolutely. I'll tell you what, I'm Bright yellow hat and a t shirt. And I'm going right. to get K Strauss, go ahead and take it away. And uh, I usually have like a headpiece for <laughs> right. this. No, no, uh, for effect. Okay. Because I look like I'm in a uh, blue angel. Okay. So I say, uh, air traffic uh, control, we are ready for takeoff. All right, 10 4, guys. They're live. So you get that immediately fall apart and get tangled up. Lost one. He's just swinging. We're going and we get worrying and we're like, all right, everybody. Let's take it down to the ground and we'll get into a Huey. <laughs> and we get going. Oops. And all, he has three or four yo-yos tangled together. I love how it's now dead silent. Dead silent, but all you can hear is the clacking of the yo-yo. Let's bring it back home for a clean landing. He's just Ten swinging four. it over his head like one of those Australian <laughs> bolo things. And he collapses and he's tied himself you up. Okay? Yeah, I, I got. I got very dizzy. Okay. <laughs> you want to continue where you're at, or can you do that? Okay, because you've got all eight yo-yos in there. He's just but, you uh, want to keep going, actually, and he just holds his hands up like so, a kid who's uh, all messy with finger pain. Like, again, I'm too tangled. I think I'm going to give up some of the yo-yo stuff because I don't have the muscle, muscle memory. Okay. Oh, no. Well, anyway, but uh, you do uh, go on out to schools, and uh, again, let's talk a little bit more about uh, well, anyway. Zip Zap and what they do. Like you said, uh, this is actually for... Uh, it's, 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 kind a, of a, it's, it's a non-profit. It's a non-profit. They're based in Minneapolis. Uh, I met them at the Burlington Yo-Yo Championship in Wisconsin. Okay. Um, and they've just been sending me around, and I've been in schools. Uh, tomorrow, I'm all the way down in uh, Arkansas. Okay. Well, again, uh, thank you for taking the time. You were in Omaha yesterday, so you've been on the road quite a bit. And, of course, we'll put the uh, information about uh, ZipZap on our uh, website. <laughs> it's of course, so it's LLC.com, so correct? Uh, He's standing in that at, perfect yes, way LLC. of, like, shoulders so, uh, forward, back, like, like, just very uncomfortable and yeah. hunched up. Like, the... The funniest part of that to me is, so is that he doesn't it. even, he didn't, there was no attempt at yo-yoing. For those of you listening, no. at no point, <laughs> like, throw them all down and then pull them back up. He has four yo-yos on each hand, one on each finger. All he does is have them all in a fist, throws it forward baseball style. They're all immediately tangled, tangled. up and useless, and then he just swings it. Just swings it in a circle on both sides. And so he loses one. Done, so they he goes are all from, connected, and he's semi-bound That's up. not true. He one's not connected. It's across the room. Yeah, he just <laughs> he lost. He's doing his stupid fucking plane thing at the same time. Like, <laughs> we are coming in. We're landing. <laughs> I have so much respect for people that can hold a straight face and, like, engineer that level of awkwardness where the, the host is, like, really trying his best to like bring this under control and like pivot it and he's he's a helpless cause he's so all it good. was missing would be for him to piss himself like, yeah. like, like after he failed if, if there'd been that moment of consolation where he's like oh you're a little tangled there you need a moment if he'd been like i i i i wet myself I, i'm sorry i got scared I, I just wet myself. No, he wouldn't. No, just stand there and, and like, like, like watch it puddle onto the floor. <laughs> it's not the same guy as he does the yo-yo, but this, the guy who does the cooking. Uh, uh, his his fake name is uh, uh, like Jeff Gerkey. 
and, and his book is about turkey cooking. Yeah. It's, it's like Jeff I'm Gerke's chef Gerke's turkey. Yeah, I'm Chef Gerke. I'm teach you how to cook yeah, turkey. The, the he, like, he introduces it, and the, like what you're saying, Tucker, like how they seamlessly keep it going with not laughing. One of the things he asks in that one is like, we like to have a lot of fun with leftovers. We like to keep it light, keep it fun. Are you familiar with G.G. Allen? And then, then just moves on from there. If you don't know who G.G. Allen was, he was an artist who, would, who was known for throwing fecal matter at people <laughs> and starting huge riots, like where people would be cut and get AIDS in his shows, and like he would eat his own poop on, on stage. People still go to his grave and shit on it out of respect for him because he was such a, a scumbag, basically. And he just mentions that and then seamlessly transitions. <laughs> <laughs> and his saying something like, leftovers stink, leftovers stink. Who knows what to do with them? And then, like, and like it's, just, it's <laughs> not a saying. It. It's just he says a sentence. <laughs> I, I love this local news pranking shit. This is what <laughs> pranks should be. Yeah. Nobody's getting hurt, and it's fucking hysterical. I don't know. that that Whoever booked those guests is probably getting fired, right? Or at least really talked down to. When they asked him... Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, what your your book, Leftovers Done Right? Where where can people get that? When is that available? Every single spot, because it's like an amalgamation of all the a compilation of all the different spots he's done it on on TV. He's like, unfortunately, the book signing is canceled. There was a huge screw up with the printing, and none of the books are uh, are able to be sold. So sorry about that. And they're <laughs> like, all right, so so no books, but they'll be coming soon. And he's like, they might. They're probably not coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Just like undercutting shit. Like, no. So, what are you here for then? Well, I hope and a prayer. You know, <laughs> things work out. You know, that's fucked. That's All right, nice. yeah. I'll uh, let me do a couple ad reads here. Oh, I want to do Nature Box first because I have some Nature Box here. What do you do when you want to snack, but all you can find is junk food? Rely on your self-control to resist the temptation. Please, you eat the junk food. Start snacking healthy with NatureBox. NatureBox makes snacks that actually taste great and are better for you. Created with high-quality ingredients that are, that are free from artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners, so you can feel great about snacking. Some of our personal favorites are the uh, peanut butter nom-noms, the chocolate hazelnut granola. Uh, I really, really like the coconut cashews. Uh, NatureBox recently made their service even better. Now you can order as much as you want as often as you want with no minimum purchase required and you can cancel any time it's simple go to naturebox.com and check out their snack catalog there are over 100 snacks to choose from and they're constantly adding delicious new snacks choose the snacks you want and they'll deliver them right to your door with naturebox you'll never get bored there are new snacks each month inspired with real customer feedback and if you ever try a snack that you don't like naturebox will replace it for free and right now you'll save even more naturebox is offering painkiller already fans 50 percent off your first order I took advantage of this uh, maybe five days ago because my order just got here. And uh, I was shocked by the savings that you get with our code. So go check it out. Uh, Naturebox.com slash PKA for 50% off your first order. Check them out. I brought I'm two bags of nom-noms with me. I had the blueberry and maybe the peanut butter. I think that's what I had. And um, my intent was to keep them till the show so I could show them in case we you know, had Nature Box as a sponsor. And they didn't make it that long. I ate them all. Yeah, neither <laughs> did mine. The best testimonial that they didn't I, make it. Mine didn't either, and I, I, I bought these myself. Um, I, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Honey, crunch, uh, the honey crunch Crisps. That's not a favorite or anything, but the Coconut Cashews are the best thing I've gotten so far. If you like coconut, you'll really love them. Um, and the Yogurt Pretzels. All of the yogurt pretzels. These are strawberry yogurt pretzels, but I got the regular kind and the blueberry kind, and they are all really, 
really, really good. Uh, I have a hard time not eating them all. I'm going to be glad when they're gone and I can get back to being healthy. Because um, I'm, I'm eating the whole bag. I'm eating multiple bags. Like, like they, they sent me like four of these things for free. I eat four bags of cashews. You can't do that. Yeah, and that's a very <laughs> calorie-dense food. Cashews. It, it, peanut butter nom-noms were my favorite so far. I like those. Yep, they're so very good. Good stuff. Check and, them out. And yeah, now a bit from Bowling Branch. I, I, uh, I have Bowling Branch sheets. If you've ever stayed at a luxury suite or a five-star hotel, you feel like you could sleep forever. You know how good you feel in those sheets. I want to tell you about a great brand, Bowling Branch. Their sheets turn your bedroom into a luxury suite. You'll never want to wa- you'll never going to want to get out of bed again. Uh, what makes these sheets unique is that each one is crafted from 100% organic cotton. That means Bowling Branch sheets not only feel incredible but also look amazing. You're getting twice the qu- tw- twice the comfort and style at half the price. You'll love these sheets. Try them for 30 nights and see for yourself. If you're not impressed, return them for a full refund. Anyone who sleeps on Bowling Branch sheets loves them. That's why we. Uh, that's why they have thousands of five-star reviews. The New York Times, Forbes, and the Wall Street Journal rave about them. And even three U.S. presidents have Bowling Branch sheets. I wonder which ones. Go to BowlingBranch.com today, and you'll get fifty dollars off your first uh, set of sheets plus free shipping when you use promo code PKA. That's fifty dollars off plus free shipping right now at BowlingBranch.com. Spelled B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Promo code PKA. Yeah, make that yeah. happen. We They're just very good put sheets. on our Bowling Branch sheets for the first time like two or three days ago. My wife is going bonkers about them. She wants clothes made out of Bowling Branch sheets, just frumpy sheet clothes. Long, flowing <laughs> I mean, sheets <laughs> are very easily converted into capes. Yeah, <laughs> That's a strong voice. <laughs> You're like a kerchief and go. Fight yeah. crime. dress it, dude. Just right around here. Toga I mean, party. I, um, I really yeah. like mine. There you go. She's uh, she's wild about the sheets. Like no joke. She, she keeps. It's kind of annoying. It's annoying <laughs> to like put on actual nice sheets and then be like, oh, I, I thought those other ones I had were pretty nice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you, you just, I don't know. There's a yeah. weird. This is. I don't know how. I don't know if this is. I mean, this is probably kosher. But I actually got my bed because the like a couple times ago when I was on, you guys were uh, promoting Casper, right? Yeah, so I literally, yeah. when I moved to L.A., I was like, okay, I need a mattress tonight. So I called them, and they delivered it the same day, within two hours after buying it. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't use your code because I didn't remember it. Mm. But, you know, the thought that counts, right? <laughs> well, they're listening thought to this. They count. like to listen and make sure that we don't uh, <laughs> get a bad name. So just so you know, we sold there an extra mattress. Yeah. You did. The code, and, though, and the, the codes are usually really legit. Like unless you had another code that matched it or something. But I just legitimately did not remember if you had a code or not. But I remembered that Casper was promoted, and then I was like, okay, let's try this out. It's a great mattress. Like yeah. I don't know what else to say, but I was like, oh shit. Okay. Most that of the people move- that that work with us give like awesome discounts. Yeah, that and movement watches are the two that everybody keeps coming into my chat and talking about hmm. on Twitch, rather. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yep. how is Twitch going? How is that? How do you like it as a job, etc.? I like it more than YouTube now. I mean, you guys are you guys are probably a little bit more removed from like the the whole like day to day scene that you mm-hmm. know because that's still my primary. But um, YouTube's just been in a rough spot where they're going through transitional changes. Whether it's like you know that that ad bubble where everybody was paying too much for what they were uh, for for they were paying the advertisers were paying too much for what they were getting back. The ROI wasn't there. 
And that coupled with like the Wall Street Journal pieces about how ads were appearing uh, next to offensive videos has really caused most advertisers that don't have a passionate hand in the game to just pull back and say like, eh, we don't really need to spend heavy into YouTube anymore. So if you're like a YouTube main, you're suffering. I think my ad revenue, and I'm not hit even remotely as hard as most people, is down about 30% as compared to last year. That's not total amount earned. That's legitimate, like, the CPM on my ads. Um, I know some people that it's way worse. A lot of my friends just have no ads on their videos because YouTube has uh, determined that they're not advertiser safe. But Twitch... Can you, like, I'm, you obviously yeah, know more yeah. about the YouTube thing. Can you break that down a little more? Like, what I, I know that people are losing, like, oh, I, I used to make X amount, now I make a tenth of it because right. I have no ads because I do news or something. Like, what is right. what are they taking ads off of for the most I, part? So let's take a hypothetical, like a Philip DeFranco show, somebody who's, like, very, like, probably good community standing, good, you know, business standing. Uh, Phil wants to cover a story about an ISIS beheading. So if he puts ISIS, beheading, kill, kidnap, murder, anything in his title, that video is flagged by YouTube as potentially advertiser unsafe because it deals with content that's not, maybe not what advertisers want. So advertisers, when buying ads on YouTube now, have the option to check any video, any video minus like blatantly marked like 18 plus videos, any videos that are moderately offensive, or specific videos that they determine or like tags that they determine are acceptable. The problem is that most advertisers are like, well, fuck the first option, I'm going with the second one. YouTube's threshold for that right now is pretty low. So if you put Mexican, Christian, kill, murder, hurt, dead, death, anything remotely negative in your title, your video is gonna be demonetized or not monetized initially. And there's no there's no ad revenue. Like there's no ads on that video. It's How like, about like CNN? YouTube page, Fox YouTube page, when they say beheading in Syria, ISIS responsible or something, like, do they have their ads or one I'm would sure assume, they do? One would assume they do just because they have the real news, quote unquote, like that, that clout. Um, but I do know that almost anybody, whether it's gaming said, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot one of the filters, uh, may use bad language is one of the filters too. So like, oh my God, that's everything on YouTube. That's everything, right? So, I mean, there's nothing... <clears throat> It sucks. It's not the apocalypse like everybody likes to make it out to be. I mean, you can you can build your content around that, but for like real channels that want to discuss real world issues, I mean, it sucks because like you're you're kind of limited yeah. to how you can present your content. So it seems I mean, like they're really trying to, in a roundabout, you know, plausible deniability kind of way, just shut down independent content creators in favor of large media aggregates like CNN, Fox, MSNBC. Are we going to act like are we going to act like ABC. they haven't been trying to do or favor the premium content because they they just announced uh, YouTube TV, 35 bucks a month you get all these cable access channels. If YouTube yeah. isn't gunning to be the cable of the internet, I don't know what is. They poured all that money into SourceFed and and trying to create premium content. They gave their best content creators millions of dollars to say like, hey, we see you doing this in your living room. Take this to a studio, get a team of people to work on it. And it worked out amazingly. Like it really did. The the YouTube um, the the YouTube Red series. Uh, those have billboards over on Sunset Boulevard. I'm driving down. There's like high school featuring your favorite YouTubers here, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Are they good like, though? This is, like good question. I'm not watching them. Yeah, yeah. Because like when I go to YouTube. 
there's a certain like I want to have a connection to the YouTuber. That's what I expect. And right. if you increase your production quality and put your and you look like an anchor on Fox, CNN, take your pick, then suddenly like this isn't what I'm looking for. Yeah, you look the like intimacy a faker level almost. Yeah. And right. uh, you know, in the early days, a handful of people would like try to break into YouTube and be like, look at these idiots doing it in their, their bedrooms and their you know, office, home offices. We're going to do this for real. And they all failed because the audiences were like, "That no, yeah. you're not doing yeah. YouTube right. I can there's, turn on the TV and get that. There's yeah. an uh, um, unnamed... Okay. Uh, uh, I was just, go ahead, you go, go first. All right, so Taylor Kittner, um, Tucker kicked off with advertisers weren't getting their value. And I wonder right. if the, how true that is. Because like, when I think of not getting your value, I think television, right? You know, if I right. advertise on How I Met Your Mother and it's like, I don't know, dish detergent or something, most of those people aren't buying dish detergent. You know, a lot of them are kids, a lot of them are dads or whatever. It's the mom who's making this decision in the house. And that's only one in every fifth person watching. I made that number up, but whatever. If I'm selling a video game and I put it on YouTube, then I can hit like audiences that are almost entirely interested in that video game or a snack food or whatever it is. Like it's so much more targeted than when you use uh, YouTube or Facebook or most of these internet things. Like, like they really don't waste a single uh, impression, an ad impression. So right. like, I, I, are they not getting, I think their complaint wasn't that they weren't getting value, although Tucker may have heard something I didn't. It's that they didn't have real control. Like they could choose a demo, but you know, unbeknownst to Pepsi, suddenly they're on a white supremacist video or something like that. Right. That's, that's what they didn't like. I so, mean, I think it's a little bit of both. Hmm. It, I think it's a little bit of both where <clears throat> they felt like they didn't have the control to direct it when they, when I, right. So here's an example. When I go and monetize a video on Twitter and that's a very um, new thing, I have to, I have to select specific, um, uh, categories in which my video might apply. I also can disallow specific Twitter handles, themes, whatever. So I could say, um, you know, anybody who's trying to put an ad on this that's from Pepsi can't anymore. Um, YouTube, I guarantee you, like Google is the king of ad service. So I guarantee mm -hmm. you that they have plenty of reasons and ways for you to choose who gets to see what ad. But it's more along the lines of, we're, 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 it's, it's like the new media versus old media where we're talking about like Nielsen boxes and like this idea of the way that it should be. And then going and turning and saying, well, Pepsi, well, Pepsi has, you know, spent $5 million on all these videos. And out of those videos, who's to say, and I don't have anything concrete to back this up, but who's to say that 2 million of those views weren't on these like gutter YouTube videos that get 3000 views and are like a silent upload of somebody's security footage, right? Like there's no there's no content control. So well, I, I think that's the problem. So I think what YouTube does really well is they can predict who's watching it, right? That they can do. Oh, they do. Right? That's the best. That's, that's where they they're do. good. What TV does really well is they can predict what they're watching, right? Whereas YouTube, you know, you don't know what that's going to be put on. It could be secure. If for some reason teenage girls absolutely love closed circuit TV of like streets in Britain. Britain? Is that even a place? Uh, streets in Britain, yes. Yeah. I, well, I, you know, the, the streets. Well, I know that advertising. <laughs> I, I, I think I pronounced Britain wrong. Is that a per. Whatever. I don't know. I, I, I'm, Britain. I, I've really lost my mind. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, you know, they have a close second TV. Can, Go ahead. I think an advertiser can contact your network or whoever's uh, running your channel and say, hey, I want to run ads on his channel. I think that's gone. And they can do that. Like, I know for a fact they can do that because I've had advertisers that would come to me straight up 
and ask for a quote on what it would cost to get a video, give them the quote, and then maybe nothing comes of it. And you're like, oh, that's odd. They, they, they went you know, 80% of the way to doing a deal and then went silent. Then two months later, you see their ads running as post rolls and shit on your shit. They go around you back to your network and work out a better deal with them. Yep. I think that ended like two years ago, didn't it? Like networks um, don't place ads on your videos anymore. Google does. Yeah, they can. No, no, no. Google they places can. ads, but networks can sell premium ads on their own volition and put that on. I thought that was, I read that was gone. And then I talked to Lars about it and he told me it was gone. So that's what I was going off of. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, so the, the, the way that we used to do it is, is over where the networks were the sole thing, mm -hmm. but YouTube fills the ads currently and then networks can go to mymobilegame.net and say $20 CPM. They have to give YouTube a cut and then it just goes placed back on your video. I think it's mm -hmm. very rare and I don't think that most people do it. I think networks still survive on that 10% cut or whatever the bullshit they do. Mm -hmm. But um, I, the only reason I'm saying this is because I had my network offer me something similar. Like, do you want to have us put this pre-roll on for this amount of money? I was like, no. It's like incredibly weirdly targeted. And it looks exactly. Weird. See, that's, and that's, that's one of the things that's always there. Is it's a very targeted ad. Um, one time it was for, I don't want to say the brand, but it was a microwavable pizza snack of some kind. Yeah, that <laughs> really leaves the imagination. Hey, there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> nope. It actually wasn't that one. There's a lot of them. Um, and, and, and yeah, they, they, they go around. I, I know that Budweiser has done it, not to me in particular, but on someone else. Um, and Budweiser pays like a ridiculous mm -hmm. CPM. It was mm -hmm. very upsetting to that person and to me in behalf of them when I found out the CPM that was, that was coming behind that, that they did weren't giving him any up. It was like twenty eight dollars was supposed to be his cut. Jesus. Like something absurd. It was it was absurd. I, I and and I think that <clears throat> to get back to the original point, like how is Twitch, how is YouTube? Uh, I think that a lot of content creators that put all of their eggs in or only had their eggs in the YouTube basket are finally coming around. The the ones that are newer to the game. H three H three comes to mind. Um, you know, that, that group of new wave content producers are like, what the fuck do we do? They streamed on Twitch for the first time in ages a mm -hmm. while ago. And they were like, wow, this is great. Twitch introduced uh, video uploading. Uh, it's not monetized right now, but everybody's kind of vying for the same spot of like, where can we house the best content creators and then use them to sell uh, like targeted advertising to keep our platform afloat. YouTube's never dying. Like that as a system, whatever, it might get tougher to survive, but like, you will always have Joe Schmo uploading his random fight video up there, and it will get millions of views, and there will be some payment. But like, the, if the anything, it, it raises the barrier to entry, though, where it's like, whereas maybe a year ago with you know a really active, three hundred thousand subscribers, I'm just picking a number out, you could like upload twice a day and have a good you know living or whatever. Now it's like you need to be let's say four times that big to. Right. To hit it. Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm pretty open with my stuff. So like we, we remember back in the glory days where like you get a two, machinima for those who don't know would literally sign you a lifelong contract for a two dollar CPM. If we could go back in time, I'm signing that fucking contract right now. And your boy is never leaving it. Like it uh, right now, I'm getting about a point seven five to one dollar CPM really? on my content. Yeah, and that's and that's with that's with the current the current state. I was getting two dollar CPM. Five months ago, um, it's, there's also quarters stuff. There's more complex shit, but basically, it's gone down pretty hard. Um, and it's just 
it's kind of shocking where you look at it and you're like, wow, back in the day, things were things were really doing well. YouTube actually put in uh, uh, a thing where you need 10,000 minimum views, lifelong views, so, before they will even show. No, views. Am I wrong? You need, Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. You, need, you need views. Uh, it's 10,000 <laughs> views, lifetime views, to get ads enabled on your channel. Um, and that, a lot of people are like, well, that's dumb. I'm like, no, it's not dumb. That's literally $20 you're missing out on. Like, if that, it's $10 on a normal yeah. day. If you're struggling so, to get to 10,000 views, then it's not the tight. path for you. Yeah. yeah. So I think that it, it's going to lead, you're right, it raises that barrier of entry where you can do this full time. I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. Um, I also see that as... as yeah, I was saying it like it was a bad thing. Because you yeah. would think you'd want more lower level people able to continue doing their stuff. And and in reinvesting your profits. That's not what they want. Better, yeah. They, they don't, don't want that. <clears throat> No, YouTube wants to be more like a television network with yes. big tentpole stars. Yes. Big tentpole stars that can transcend digital content and go, even though they're all about digital content, they want to wave that banner of like, we're digital, take that traditional. They still would love, and they continue to love, to take their digital stars and put them out there in that in those conventional formats and have a yep. Justin Bieber out there over here or some guy hosting a TV show over there <clears throat> that, that, that makes them look good. And it makes them more money. Yeah, and it, no, it, it's I, not, not that YouTube makes any money. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's way, we're, it's still in the black, like super hard, right? It's never made a profit. The black is good. probably never will, will, but, 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 oh, but I'm the, sorry, the red. It, it's yeah, yeah. worth more than it's monetary value <laughs> though. YouTube is like, like if, if YouTube, if Google's ever like, you know what? YouTube's a losing uh, thing. We're just, Close down all of the servers. Like the federal government would have to jump in. They're too big to fail. They that are. catalog of information benefits. I had a lot the... of compilations of myself, both musical <laughs> and uh, favorited on my account. I don't care if you bring the rest of YouTube back. Just send me those videos. <laughs> this is an executive order. <laughs> that was so good, dude. Yeah. I mean, shit. It... Yeah, the landscape's interesting as a content creator, and I feel like I'm the I'm like uh, one of the l last remaining like old guard content creators who does it daily. The landscape is still very good for for people that are trying to get into it, and it's still very sustainable. And uh, I, I enjoy it now just as much as I did before. I just think the uncertainty uh, is 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 multiplied and because i'm in the position where i am i'm not affected by that as much so like it's very easy for me to take a step back and be like eh, i've seen platforms fall before like it's not really the end of the world there will be something else i could go to patreon if i needed to but um the uncertainty yeah. was always the tricky part like i went into the youtube game like when i went pro um <clears throat> thinking like all right what do you this is what this career of yours will be like being the whatever 240th best golfer you know you Sometimes you'll make the cut. Sometimes you won't. You, your career maybe lasts four or five years, but it'll be the time of your life, right? And and that was like a decision I consciously made. And uh, but it's it's always been uncertain. That's kind of the deal. I um, what bugs me a little is like, look, if you want to target white supremacist videos, then like I kind of see where you're coming from. If you want to target a lot of this, you know, like street fights and stuff like that, like all right, I get it, I get it. The, the things you see on Live League or World Star Hip Hop. But like H3H3 is getting blasted by this thing. PewDiePie is getting blasted by this thing. Um, like my own videos, almost every PKA is unrestricted. Every PKA. But like the daily vlogs I make, uh, they're available on restricted mode. And I look at it and I say, eh, 
I see where you're coming from. You know, like it, 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 within five minutes of last show, we were comparing Japanese condoms to regular ones and what. Like, yeah, all right. I, you know, that's not. It's that, a little uh, lascivious. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> but you know damn well that nobody's going through that content and, and really scrutinizing it to see like, oh, this is absolutely advertiser, advertiser friendly. Mm. That's the thing that irks me is that I get that there's a time and place for limiting, but it but the blanket um, kind of the 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 overreaching just to be safe is what's killing the people that are holding the platform up demolition ranch yeah. almost all of his videos were restricted and uh you know i, I get that they're oh, gun videos would you say oh guns uh, yeah i didn't yeah. i don't know that channel but oh, I get oh. it. Yeah. yeah so he does guns mostly and uh lots of fun things like he'll tape up like duct tape shotguns together and rig them up so one trigger pull makes four shotguns go or something and it's kind of fun silly gun stuff all restricted he has another channel called vet ranch and uh, typically what they do is they get a really sick dog or cat, they rehabilitate it, and they find it a home. Almost all those videos were restricted. Some of them have, like, surgery footage, but oftentimes they don't. And it would just be a dog with, like, a patch of missing fur, you know, restricted. And they, they really went hard on the Like, most stuff is restricted. It's... It it's, seems. Yeah. I, and, and I think that if they put out a guideline where they would, they would say vocally... If you shoot guns or if you're showing yourself doing homemade weaponry, you're not going to get monetization. Or if you do this, this, and this, like this is where we draw the line. Um, that's, a, that's where the issue is. It's a communication. Like we have this conversation every damn time there's a problem with YouTube. It's the lack of communication, the lack of in the dirt lines being drawn where everybody's just kind of going, eh, in my opinion, this is kind of the way it works out for me. Maybe it'll work for you. I mean, it sucks, but like historically... The lack of communication made kind of sense, and I'll explain because they would, they would like oh, change the way they promote things and algorithms. And I know damn well, YouTubers, if you tell them like, you know what, we're gonna be looking for X and Y. This is how the algorithm works. The next day, they start uploading stuff that defeats maxim- the purpose of an algorithm. If you tell them what you're doing, it defeats the purpose. Yeah, they'll yeah. just instantly start like, oh, you know, did, does a magic thing happen at like 11 minutes and 20 seconds? And all videos start being that exact length, and that's what will happen. But uh, in this case, it seems like a win-win. Like, hey, guys, we, we don't want you to use curse words. We don't want you to use, like, homemade weapons. Nothing should, you know, don't do anything that's not safe to do at home. And uh, these are the kinds of videos that we're looking for. H3H3 will start like existing in those boundaries. And, but it's without so knowing what they are, it's tough. Because they would never go on, let's say somebody's advertising on Spike TV or something. Like, and they have a show like, oh, craziest spears. Is Spike TV still a thing? I have no idea. Like, I know, all these weapons good, and good shit. Good question. Like, I don't really watch normal TV for this reason, that it mostly sucks. But, like, the, they're just using that as excuse, it seems like, just so they can shut down little guys. Because they would never say, they would never go to, like, Pepsi, since that's the example we're using, and be like, hey, you just advertised on the History Channel during a Hitler special, and then you came on the hour afterward, and it was a special about tanks. And that's pretty violent, and that's not safe to do at home, so that's, you know, we're going to restrict you know, History Channel ads to what's appropriate. It's like they're just holding it to a different standard because they don't they have are, a real reason but it goes the other to, way around, to get rid of it. It goes the other way around with television, right? Like, so if Pepsi's ad, ad is being played on the History Channel, 
they choose when it plays. Like, like they want their ad to be played around that tank uh, documentary, sometimes or they don't. They do. no, 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 no. Or they, sometimes. Or sometimes they do, or they just buy a time slot and get a cluster. Yes. Where you'll yeah. say like, "Hey, I want to buy a cluster on Directv, and it's going to be the women's interest or uh, some yeah, shit," and they'll be like, "Okay, well, well, it's going to." I was just using Directv as an example, but otherwise they might be like, uh, um, "They just uh, say we want." The oh, I, I'm, I, we want the yeah, we want the eight to eleven prime time or whatever, and they don't know what shows on that night. Maybe there's a sure special or something. Like, like, like they, they, they're going to open the TV guy. Unless we but have they, a different not, definition they're not, they're not of it every single day. Unless we have a different like, definition of little guy. It's not hitting just little guys. Like PewDiePie is not little to me, and, and he's it's, been slammed. I'm saying little H3, compared H3. to mainstream media. I would say I would say that this is affecting larger guys more than little guys. I would I would almost get all right. So a little bit of clarity. I have not had a single video demonetized, not mm -hmm. one, which makes no sense because I I I'm vulgar. I cover shooting games exclusively, basically. A bunch like, of PKAs have been yeah. demonetized. We're, Right, like, <laughs> like, but like, my shit should be demonetized on the general guidelines they've been given, mm -hmm. but it's not uniform. It's not um, quantifiable. There's so what no you're saying guideline. is we should get a hold of someone. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> go call YouTube up, call Fwiz, like, let's get this shit what down. What you're saying is you're career. under the radar, right? That, I, is, that's what you're getting at? Or maybe no. it's just not a, a What I'm saying is system. I'm, yeah, I, it's not an even system. It can't be if I am unaffected outside of my videos have less premium ads on it, which is still affected, right? But like, I have never had a video straight demonetized. I have a video of me talking about like, like, you know, like sex shit, and like nobody should advertise. Ooh, on it. No. Oh, oh no! <laughs> but like, little lewd. I know it's crazy, but out of wedlock sex. But like, you know, it, I, that's my only problem with it is the fact that it's not uniformly applied. If it was uniformly applied, like you said, everybody could kind of, if they wanted to, change their content around. But what YouTube's seemingly doing is pushing you off of their platform into another third party or your own platform to getting money. I'll fucking turn off all ads on my videos if I'm getting $5,000 a month from Patreon. Like, that's all it takes. And so yeah. I could literally go, hey, you 300 users, you get the videos a day early. Like, you guys have a Patreon. You know the mm -hmm. benefits of it. You know, yeah, speaking of that, our, to our Patreons, you want to be <laughs> on the lookout. There's going to be a Hangout coming up very soon. Check just be messages. on the lookout for that email, and you'll get the time and date coming up soon. Make sure you uh, check that out. Those are, that's for our $50 Patreons. You get, you you get a, a, at least an hour uh, with us hanging out and having a good old time, and, and, and sometimes it stretches on into the, you know, maybe two or three hours. So, so yeah, I really saying. enjoy those things, and I get this, and I always say it, but, I, but I'm always impressed with our fans and, like, where they are in life and what they're doing. Like, we've had a couple of fans come on the show as guests, and, like, whether they're well-spoken or entertaining or not is, is a completely separate thing, but you could, they've always got their shit together. Like, they're, they're doing well in school or they're an entrepreneur with plans to do, do, do more in school. They often have businesses or they're, they're programmers or they're like, they've made their own app or something. Like, they're always really successful, interesting guys. So, Especially yeah, the check, hangout. The like, there's some reason they're able to pay $50 a month to hang out with me. <laughs> you know, yeah. it must not mean much to them. That's some privileged <laughs> shit. I was going to say, these guys are put together. They're all put together. The peak of frivolity. <laughs> you don't even get a, I don't jerk you off or nothing. <laughs> That's all me. Kyle doesn't do it. Man. You know that scene in Pulp Fiction where like he's he's looking at the five dollar milkshake. And he's like he's like they don't put bourbon in it or nothing. <laughs> That's what spent. That's what spending fifty dollars to hang out with me for an hour is like. He don't uh, jerk you off or nothing. Like I was, no. Tucker, I was watching your video. I think it was today. The Call of Duty uh, trailer. 
And it was oh, cool because yeah. it. So the top comment. I don't know if you pinned it or if you just got it naturally. Well, but you like, that video. Can, can we please watch that video before we go any further? I think we should we have watch to that watch video. this video. We should watch it because you're here and you'll defend us from any strikes. And it's a really good video you made. I watched it about three hours ago. It oh. made me laugh three out loud probably three or four times. I love that you're pointing out uh, the flaws. You should watch a video. Huh. I, I'll sit through, I will bear through my own content for you guys. Isn't it hard? Yeah, just, just plug your ears. The worst. You great job. You did a great job. How many takes does it, do, you, do you go through to, to do that? Uh, that one, so realistically, I write a skeleton and then I like play it through in my head as like I'm trying to narrate it out and space it out so it, I time all the, all the shit. Probably takes about five to ten takes after I've written the script, but the problem is like writing the script. Of course. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. You did a great job. Oh, man. Did you guys yeah. find it yet? Right, I'm looking it. for it. Yeah, yeah. you know. Jericho might have a link. I do. It's right here. And this is a response is... or critique of the new Call of Duty trailer? All right, so to preface this, like, uh, back break when... When... everybody was right. They were playing it on a prime and everybody would rush upload the trailer with no commentary, and then they'd do like a... Uh, an in-depth 10-minute breakdown video. So I literally wanted to beat all the people that would upload the video with a breakdown. So I one-took a... Um, I did a one-take of the breakdown just in my basement in my parents' house yeah. and then just uploaded it <clears throat> immediately afterwards. And people were like, oh, I get it. Like, this is... You know, you're just, like, kind of hitting things on the nose. So then I just did that for the next... This is the first one I've done in two Instead years. Instead of a breakdown, you're basically narrating every... You're yes. just saying out loud what you see. It's 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 right. like it's like the Call of Duty trailer for the blind. Yes, oh, exactly. I remember you doing these. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. way back in the day watching these. These are good. So I need a second to more. fix the, no sure. the layout. <clears throat> but yeah, but, I was actually kind of worried because my, my uh, YouTube fan base is heavily Counter-Strike now, and they're kind of I've kind of matured with them. So, like, I was... Making this video, like, are they going to be down with, like, the loud Jericho shit? Of they course, were down with it. Mocking Call of Duty to some extent. There I mean, we not, go. Not oh, yeah. full-on mockery, but, you know. I give it credit where credit's due, but it's also, like, you got to put them in their place. Like, stop True. reusing the same asset files. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, shit. So. Working on it. Hang in there. <clears throat> what do you, how many cigarette packs did you smoke before this? Right? Infinite. No, I've been yeah. sick for, like ages man i uh mm. i'm better now than i was before but um it's not it's getting it's it's long past normal illness and well into like oregon trail style illness <laughs> there <laughs> with anything yeah, could like... ha yeah dysentery you were you you <laughs> caught cold fording the river or whatever yeah, start happened. calling you a lunger <laughs> a lunger man i've been to so many doctors and such like it, it's it's ah, i'm suffering anyway I, uh, are we ready to play it? Yeah, I'm good to go. Ready, set, play. My name is Jericho, and welcome to a Call of Duty trailer for Eddie Breakdown. Starting off with an in-game footage disclaimer as if not lying to your viewers about how good your game looks is worth bragging about. This game's all about making people care about Call of Duty after years of mediocrity by saying boots on the ground as many times as possible while we confirm the existence of DLC. Have we talked yes. about graphics yet? I mean, look at this dude's face. You can be the man you always wanted to be in Call of Duty, and surprise, we're going to start by blowing up ships while storming the beaches of Normandy, just like every other World War II game, because fuck variety, it's hashtag boots on the ground. Have the generic stand-up soldier talk while standing in the blood of your commander who just learned 
five minutes ago was retiring home to his family in three days, but now he's gonna rush the beaches and die to the hands of machine gun because it's the same mission you played the last seven World War II games. You might think I'm mad, but recycling the same content is what <laughs> Call of Duty does best, so I'm low-key hyped and freeze! 2016 was the year of the ass, 2017 is the year of the guy button. Speaking of repeats, unfreeze into the ending of Modern Warfare 2, cut the black screen, and then show trees, because the environment is the important thing, and so is finding a bathroom for this guy. <laughs> cut to black so you can say goodbye to your lover as he winks to you good luck before hopping on a tank and rolling into a beautiful scenic drive that reminds you peace in your home before your friends die in front of you. You need to feel emotion, and wait a minute, are there fucking planes? You said boots on the ground, not boots on the floorboard of the plane. Oh god, it's environments of DLC of a bell melee weapon. He's fallen down to the ground and oh take my oh, <laughs> You see this and think it's a Nazi jetpack prototype and start having flashbacks when Activision said only cosmetic items and just gonna have drops and oh, in it. <laughs> I literally just remembered that the big red one is the same unit from Call of Duty 2's big red one. You ever punch somebody so hard in their face that it turns into wooden shadows? <laughs> That's my favorite part. Neither have I, but anything's possible in Call of Duty. Even beating somebody to death with their own protective gear because you couldn't find a rock or a knife. It was. This is a long black screen. We're about. <laughs> about those new Yeezy boosters. We finished the trailer with jump cuts and stuff. What do you get with a backflip? Yeah. A slow mo walk through another tank going down with that much camo. Nobody will see the tank sitting you. there as yeah, we had the trailer. That was the first. First off, it was the fighting first. Like on the, I'm the not less excited for God now. Thank you. I'm sorry. God trailer. Like I was hoping there'd be more World War II stuff, but even without like gameplay in there, like I'm. I'm pretty excited to get back to a World War II game. I yeah. might actually play it now because yeah, it's yeah. like it's going to be refreshing to be in a war and be like, this is a war that happened. This isn't someone in a jetpack like moonwalking on buildings because we, we've got we've got far too deep inland into that. Uh, you know, you literally were fighting world in the middle of the fucking space. I didn't touch the last game, Infinite did, Warfare yeah. or whatever. Did not play a single second, but like, yeah, you're in space. Like, I that's at some point. I mean, my, my only qualm is like, great, now we really are going to play the same five missions where you're going to, you know, Red Square mission, Storm the Beaches of Normandy mission. There's going to be some, like, UK mission in there. I was like, fuck. I just want them to take some creative liberty with the same story that we've already had. And just do yeah. something different. But if that's my only qualm, like, mm -hmm. it's next-gen World War II. I want to see some grisly legs blown off and shit. Yep. World at maybe War was this super one, cool. Maybe in this one the Nazis win. That's cool. I would be so excited. I'm being serious. Like, yes. throw a, a weird, like, uh, I don't know what the genre is called where you, like, revise history. But, yeah, like, that kind of shit. Yeah, the Alternate. M. Night Shalamalan stuff where it's like, oh, now you're an allied soldier, you know, in a, in Berlin. You know, you've lost the war, but you're trapped there after it was retaken or something like that. That's like so that, cool. That'd be neat. That is neat. Yeah. I, I, I write know, all kinds of stories. I was suckered happens. into the business behind it. Like, it, like I never put it together that Tucker made this style of trailer review because you can make it faster. Like, I did a couple yeah. of the others. I would take a, a, a trailer like this, two minutes long, make a 30, 40-minute video out of it. Stop framing theories. Like, all the little frame-by-frame you know, frame advances yep. that I would see. And... Um, yeah, you were able to get this out, I'm sure, at, at two hours before me. Yeah, yeah, it was two hours, two hours after the trailer would go live, and uh, the and it would literally hit search results. So, like, I'm looking at my, my stuff. Usually, and we're talking, like, this is, like, 2013, 2012. These videos are getting 
uh, my Black Ops 2 one's like 300,000 views and stuff. Like, that was huge for me. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, even now that'd be big, but That's I mean... That's a good number. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just... it would, And it would also, like, it was enough that people who would just be looking in search results wouldn't be upset they clicked on it. They're like, oh, I get it. Like, this this is not me, like, dislike. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I was expecting I, in-depth. I remember the first time you did one of these, and I watched it. It must have been, like, 2012, 20, yeah. like, way Jesus. a long time ago. And watching it, I was just like... God damn it! Like fuck, this was a good idea. Like now I can't do this because um, I mean my video quality. I would have finished it way faster than you. you would have, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have even been close. It would have gone live, and then nine minutes later, my video yeah. would have been there. Yeah, just, <laughs> but, but man, that was such yeah. a good idea to do it. I still remember looking at that and be like, oh fuck. I remember. T-Mart. I don't know what his voodoo was, but he would always dominate the search results. He would get more views than the Call of Duty channel did. And I remember I was at some event and I was talking to White Boy and he was like, I don't know what he does. Like, I've gotten more likes than him. I, I, I have all the same tags. I have more likes, more comments and fewer views. Like somehow T-Mart just nailed it. You want to know the secret as, as somebody that lived with him, uh, him and Allie both figured out the prime way to do tags. Now, I never was given this glorious information on tags and metadata, but they had it down pat. And I know you probably do remember, Allie went from like a 200,000 yeah. sub channel. He's literally just this fucking gargantuan thing. Uh, he knows how the algorithm works when it changes, whether it's somebody on the inside or whatever. But like his Pokemon Go videos were getting 2 million views a pop, and he was uploading daily. Like, th these guys know the algorithm or how to at least adapt to it. They're really good at it. Like, that's But they didn't tell it. you specifically how. Of course not. Oh. Like, Trevor, like, what's up? And he's like, yo, I'm really good at tags. I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, you, I don't like how you teased this. You're like, yeah. you kind of came in close. Yeah, to right. You want to know, you wanna know hey, the secret? Know you guys want to know what's up? They put well, then you should probably go ask T. Martin because yeah. he fucking knows. <laughs> the real secret is what? I don't even know what's up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, it's like, yo, what? What are your HD render settings? It's like, yeah, you. Well, I'll I'll let you know later. But I mean, seriously, that was like that oh, was yeah, the is, one so thing. So you just prioritizing the MP4s over like uh, some other format? That'd be silly. oh my god, can you imagine? What if that you that, do you remember what when I told like, you like, I was better at rendering in a very unique format? There's like no MKV and everybody's <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Kyle, but, do you remember when I told you I was better at rendering? Like my settings were better than yours. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yo, what's your color correction? Yeah. At? Kyle like, was like, know. no, I got it dialed in. I'm like, no, no, dude, watch this video. It's like the answer key. And it was Operator Kyle's video. Paris. It was Kyle's video on, on how he renders stuff. Video, and I click it and I'm like, God damn, that is good color correction. <laughs> oh, yeah, that took me two weeks to do. And then I uploaded this video. He just linked me. And I, I was like, look at the channel. Look what you just sent me. This is my video. This was You're early in our relationship. That's so <laughs> good. He linked you your own video. I did. I yeah, did he, that. This, this guy even sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh but yeah, that that I feel like that was one of my early keys to success. Like when I oh, got into sure. the game, most people were on 720p, and a lot of guys were using the Hapage. Um, some guys were still using that. What was worse than the Hapage? Dazzle. Uh, the, the Dazzle, Dazzle or yeah. the Live Cap? Is Dude, it Hapog or Hapage? I don't either, know. Either Whichever either one either I say is probably wrong. Hopog. But like, I instantly bought the best thing out there. 
and then like when everyone else is using the Posh, I'm on like the Black Magic Intensity. Like I was always. You were. I remember asking you about your BMI because I was like, or not body mass, but like your Black Magic <laughs> that's, Intensity. That's just rude. <laughs> <laughs> that's BMI. You said I was really overstepping my bounds at this stage of our friendship. I didn't get it at the time. Now I realize. <laughs> yeah. But like you, yeah, you were one of the first people that did the internals. The internal yeah. cap cards and stuff. Yep, yep. And uh, and I, 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 a lot of people were like, you know, oh, you're totally wasting your time with these like better render settings. And uh, but for me, it was like, yeah, it does take longer to render, but it's not really human time. So, you know, just let it render all night. And yeah, my, my videos looked better. Oh, and I was like, everyone thought snowballs were like the peak of audio. Uh, yeah. And uh Lights. Right? And I'm, like, breaking out, like, better audio gear. You know, like, what does Rush Limbaugh use? What does Howard Stern use? I like the way he sounds. And, um, yeah, so I had, a, like, a real tech advantage early on. And I felt like that was part of why I did well on YouTube. This is the same yeah. reason why you did well on Minecraft servers. You had a real tech advantage. You had a knowledge advantage. You were just like, yeah, I'm a sysadmin. I know how to, I'm, I'm going to just sort all this shit out. Like, <laughs> it, it, like it's a little bit unfair because you're, like, 95 and you had this real world experience. You know? <laughs> I'm in college. Like, I can't buy Rush Limbaugh's, like, audio interface. I'm like, Blue Snowball for free? Hell yeah. <laughs> Did you get a free Snowball? No, I didn't. Oh, I, well, I, I and thought then they I was started, like, no. Were people sponsored? Yeah. No, they started their partner program like four years ago and everybody was already like, really? Like, you know what? I envied. Dude, if I made five bucks, the world collapsed on me. Every other YouTuber's giving me shit, etc. Tucker's like, this is the best iPhone security app that I've ever seen. <laughs> Everyone should start doing this. I haven't been hacked since I installed this security app on my iPhone. And everyone's like, damn, Tucker, thanks for letting me know about that. It's like, oh my god. Safe Thank you, Tucker, for looking out for your fans. <laughs> <laughs> he really does care. I, I realize I was thinking about not sharing this with you, but I was laying awake <laughs> at night thinking they've got data and they need it to care. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so for a nominal fee, you don't even pay it. They pay it to me. $20 yeah. <laughs> app, bro. A $20 it? app. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, to tie this all in, the guy who owned that app was the marketing director for G Fuel at the time. Okay. So that was the tie in there. But. Fine products, I see. Huh? I like G Fuel. Say? I know, I like it too. Jesus. I like G Fuel too. I didn't too. hear what you said either, though. Uh, the point is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see. The thing is that I'm one of them. You know, I'm also a youngster. Like you're, it. you're, you're preachy. You're, you're a dad. You can't uh. be like, son, you really need this security app. But hip Tucker comes in and it's like, bro, <laughs> no nudes get leaked on this motherfucker. And everybody's like, oh hell yeah, twenty bucks. Like dude. Dude, the, the Woody approach to it would have been like one of those like contrived videos where you're sitting in your study and then you'd have like Jackie in enter quietly with the camera and you'd be like, oh, I didn't hear you come in, but. Now that you're here, we need to have a talk. And then you <laughs> sit down and be like, internet security is something you may think I don't know anything about being an old dinosaur, but it's something that you need to take seriously. I'm going to explain how. And then that's the angle I picture you uh, Yeah, they would haze me every time I did anything. And it wasn't like I was hiding it, like like I was pretending you know, this wasn't sponsored or something. But yeah, they, they, I'm trying to think. Oh, shucks, I made a video where I, um, I said I liked playing a game on the toilet. And that was like obviously Jesus went bonkers over that thing. I wonder what ever happened to him. You know what? I don't. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's the first time I've even thought of this man's in like years. But the first packs we went to, the packs that we met 
uh, together. Uh huh. I was on getting on the train home to Baltimore, the Amtrak, at McDonald's, and this guy like in a blazer suit, like very awkwardly, like goes, "Hey, man." And I turn. I'm like, "What's up?" He goes, "You're Jericho." I'm like, "Yes." He goes, "I'm obviously Jesus." I'm like, "Oh, what's up?" And I go to hug him. He's like, "Whoa." And I was like, oh, okay, sorry, man. Yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm McDonald's and walk away. And that was the only time I've ever talked to that guy. That oh, was man. like 20, you know the, 10, right? We were supposed to fight at PAX or something. You and, were? Yeah, yeah dude, all right, so let me lay this you out. You started the fight at PAX team. It lives I on did to it. this day. I didn't start it. I want to explain it. People have this okay. story. right? So what everybody thinks is that obviously Jesus started attacking my kids, and then I said I want to fight you at PAX. What actually happened was obviously Jesus would attack my kids like again and again and again, and I wouldn't reply. I just pretended I was deaf to it. I saw all of it. People would make sure I saw all of it. Look what obviously my Twitter feed would fill up with look what he just said. And uh, I'd never reply. And then he said he wanted to fight me at PAX. And finally, I broke my silence and said, I accept your terms. I'm in. You know, I, I'm totally down for this. And I made a video about it, you know, and 2013, right? something like, like that. Yeah. 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 I remember this. And, uh, and, and, you know, like I, I, I got together with Joe Lozon. He said we could use his octagon. And, and, you know, and, and obviously Jesus is like, I'm in, you know, so long as Joe's not fighting, I'm, I, I'm, Here, I'm down. Just to interject into your story, I remember at, a group of us at this time, Kyle was there too on Skype calls multiple times being like, talking to you, being like, Woody, you know you can't actually fight him. Like, you're <laughs> going to end up hurting him and you'll go to jail. And you're like, I know what I'm doing. I'm not going to hurt him too bad. That's not what like, he said. <laughs> no. Yes, he did. Yes, at some point, Woody did. I'm going to fucking murder this kid. You, I, also, no. you also did say you Kyle, what did you say? Because I, I, I see if you th say what I remember. I remember exactly what was said. First of all, the way I remember things going down is like, he popped off something like, yeah, I'd fight him at PAX. And Woody was like... <laughs> Got him! Got him! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking and 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 he, and, and he can. So Woody has the man has challenged Woody, and Woody's never gonna drop that because now the moral high ground has been established. Right. Yes. The, the bully has challenged me, and I accept. <laughs> you know, like he has this now, and, and he's Fair just point. like, yeah, Pax, come fight it, Pax, come fight it, Pax. And Woody's like, I'm gonna break his fucking arm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like. You can't break his arm. He's like, oh, I can, and I will. <laughs> you gotta have I a shall break his like, arm. Let me break his arm. I remember in my head, I was going back and forth on it. Because, I, I, like, honestly, I, like, I don't think I'm being arrogant when I say I could choose my route to victory. Right? Like, you could have literally it, killed this kid. Yeah, oh, if I wanted to kill him, that's on the table. How if I wanted to break an arm, he was, he was 19. He was my age. He was he 19. Was my yeah. yeah, he was my age, and he's he's uh, my size. Like, yeah. what do you yeah. take me to town? I'm bigger than Tucker is, and and twice. twice. It was and, not going to be a, a thing. At yeah, all. I was it, like, it, and in my head, I'm like, should I choke him out? Right? Because if you choke a guy out, if you haven't seen that, they do like the funky chicken and stuff as they come through. They have and a I, mild seizure. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, well, that would be very satisfying. Or, or I could break his arm, right? Because that would be really satisfying, right? What if he was making videos about his broken arm for the next two months? The cast. Like, that would be outstanding, right? With the, the cast. cast and the thumb. And uh, like, yeah, know? so I was going through <laughs> how badly I, was... <laughs> I started to go fund me to fix my tibia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in my in my recollection, I was like going back and forth, like it would almost depend on the day how seriously I wanted to hurt this man. And yeah. and I thought like, dude, he's been attacking my kids for a while. Like the moral, and he, then he tried to, then he said he wanted to beat me up. Like I, I can't lose, and. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I want to find my did video. Did you divulge any, like, did you and him ever talk 
privately about like, yeah, I'll see you there. I'll be there. This like, did it ever get to that point or was no, it all like never private? It was all like on posturing. Twitter and stuff. And eventually he said he didn't want to fight me anymore. Eventually I remember the out. turning point and, and he then he changed it from I wanted to fight to like, you're really going to bully somebody with uh, Asperger's or some shit like that. He like yeah. he tried he like swapped to victim. He was like, "Whoa, Ooh, wait, <laughs> look at big man." I remember, I, like, I remember. He said that um, that. <laughs> he he told everybody. I'm trying to get this right because it's pretty convoluted. That he and I had secretly orchestrated the entire thing because he had gone on a vacation, and on that vacation his car was broken. And he spent all his money on a rental car. Yep. And for some reason that I don't fully understand, my part in this was I was going to help both of us get views by drumming up conflict so yeah. that he would get out of this financial problem. He accused renting. you of what he did on the regular to make his own channel be anything, yeah. which was drum up fucking controversy out of nowhere, which is why he went to that. It's what he's familiar with. It's what he does. But in reality... He'd just been a huge bully and a cocksucker, and you really wanted to injure him badly. And you probably, if he came out of the woodwork today, right this fucking second, and blew you up on Twitter with some out of the shit. I'd put money down. I'd be like, let's go. <laughs> if, he, if, he's, if he's like, I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina at J&J &J Martial Arts, bring it. <laughs> what he's like looking for his mouthpiece <laughs> and you're just hoping that he hasn't spent the last six years getting ready for this from fucking one punch man he's like the last six years you know what i've been doing woody a hundred push-ups, a hundred sit-ups, a hundred... <laughs> My name is Saitama, I am One Punch Man. Dude, what he's like, fuck, I heard about this. I'm not 100% sure, but I think if we watch this video from the timestamp, we'll all be happy we did. Oh my god, this is great. <laughs> I love how you at tag him in the title so everybody who likes the video he gets a notification on Twitter. <laughs> this, yeah. is a, this is a thumbnail. This thumbnail is a blast from the past. Right now, <laughs> round two. Can we hit play together? I hope that I didn't yes. listen to it because it would interrupt the whole flow. But ready, set, play. It was real. It still is real. I'm more than happy to follow through with it, but I will let you slither away like the wimp you are <laughs> if, uh, if that's what you're looking for because I'm not going to go chasing down someone who, uh, who's just running for cover. So, uh, so there you have it. Keep watching. <laughs> come on, come on. You insult my girls, you insult my son, I got 99 problems, but this bitch ain't one. <laughs> oh, man. That, that whole trauma was great for, like, for me to watch from the sidelines because I knew everything there was to know. And I knew what would happen if it went down. I knew that it wasn't ever going down. I never thought in a million years that he'd be foolish enough to do it because the problem was it had been established that Woody could beat him up, and all of Woody's fans knew that Woody could beat him up. And anybody that knows anything about like jujitsu knows that like it's just not fair. It's like fighting with cheat codes. It really yeah. is. It's a, it's it's a power. It is as close to what superpowers you're gonna get as far as it comes to like fighting with somebody in the street somewhere in a hotel room or at PAX. Like, it just wasn't gonna his, go. Well. Like, I think using, like to to hammer home how ridiculous the claim was that oh Woody did this to help me out on my French vacation with my car or whatever it is. <laughs> Like, uh, his channel was 
Like, it wasn't like you had a million subs and he had 200,000. So it was a smaller guy relatively fighting, you know, with a bigger, a, a big guy at the time. A million subs was enormous at the yeah, time. This guy was like, he had like 15,000 subscribers. Like, I don't remember the actual number, but it was so small that it was like, at the time, Woody's like, I gain your audience every three days <laughs> in subscribers. Like, it was, because there was a time there when Woody was... Yeah, there was a Ratching time. Yeah, Freddie, Woody was one of them. And, and it was right at that moment. And so, like, the whole thing of, oh, this is actually, it was just like classic projection of, like, he's doing exactly what I am doing right now. It's not the other way around. Mm -hmm. You know, he clearly saw me and thought, I need to get in on that gold mine, in that diamond in the rough. <laughs> you know, this is where the money's at. You know, fighting a 19-year-old at, at a gaming convention. I like, think he thought he was going to win because, like, we knew people in the same circles and stuff, and and they were telling me about conversations they had. They're like, you know, Woody will kill you, and he's like, nah, like that guy's old, he's washed up, he can't move, and they're like, no, 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 this is very lopsided. You know, you, this won't go your way at all. And it took a couple people telling him that, and then he backed out. Like, yeah, yeah. It, that's a shame because <laughs> yeah, that really is a shame. Nothing is. It, not, nothing is more pleasing or pleasurable to me than watching someone learn the hard way, whatever <laughs> that means. But when you watch a human being learn the hard way, it's just so fun to watch. Because a lot of times you're watching from the outside, you're like, I already knew the shit he's about to learn. Watch this. He's about to learn something. <laughs> and sometimes learning something means your hand gets sucked into a thresher. Sometimes it means that... That's a lifelong that's lesson. A yeah, you, yeah, you learn that one. You don't forget that one because it's always there as a daily reminder. It's that, that stump. There and then sometimes you, you learn by getting your ass beaten severely by somebody you shouldn't have fucked with. But he... Like, I... I so all of my interactions with him were just watching his videos and reading his tweets. Like, I don't know that we ever talked. I did see him at the hotel that week we were supposed to fight at PAX. Like, I saw him. But he had said he didn't want to fight, so I didn't, like, push it or anything. Like, I, I may have stood in his vicinity because I thought it made him uncomfortable, but that's at least as far that's as That's the I right went. move because yeah. if you had then amped it up and been like, what are you going to do? We're here now. We're here now. We're going to fight. Then you would have become the serious bully. And the fact yeah, that that's you Yeah, that's a were, world star. Yeah. World star hip hop. Like, ended it just right. Bully. It, it's like Woody pushing this guy to the port till he has a panic attack and, and freaks out. And then right. they have to bring an ambulance in and Woody's standing there scratching the back of his head yeah. like, ah! No, I, I saw him there in his sports jacket and I knew that he saw me and maybe I lingered and that's about as far as I took it. Uh, but you know, keep in mind, this guy would take pictures of his shit, and say it was my son, and you know, like you know, he deserved what he got. So, uh, um, and was he that? is in a Walmart somewhere. Yeah. Oh, but what I was gonna say is, like, I did because those were my only, only interactions with him. I didn't realize how like mentally troubled he was. Like, he was super depressed. He was like, I I don't use autism as an insult. He's really autistic. Um, like he he just has a his whole world wasn't going well. And uh, yeah, towards the end of that whole debacle of the fight me at PAX thing, right. it really did become more like you feel bad where it was like, Oh, like, yeah, he did kind of pick a fight with you and, you know, right. say some really hurtful things about your children. But then like you see how it all comes around. You're like, well, I'm still sitting here with a really successful YouTube channel. And this is like a little blip on my radar. And, you know, he's clearly really trying, really struggling through some stuff. So you yeah. got to feel at least somewhat Let, bad. Uh, let's take this moment to talk about Smart Mouth. Oh, let's. <clears throat> this episode of PKA is brought to you by Smart Mouth. Bad breath is an embarrassing uh, problem faced by the majority of people on a daily basis. It's caused by naturally occurring 
oral bacteria consuming protein particles and releasing foul-smelling volatile sulfur compounds. Masking the smell with gum or mint juice-style mouthwash can actually make your breath worse since it can provide a new food source for oral bacteria to produce those sulfur gases. To solve a real problem, you need real science. That's why every bottle of Smart Mouth actually contains two different liquids, a green zinc activator and a clear oxidizer. The oxidizer instantly eliminates existing bad breath, while the activator releases billions of zinc ions that naturally bond to bacteria in your mouth. The bonded zinc ions prevent bacteria from eating protein and producing sulfur gas, keeping bad breath from coming back for 12 hours. Go to SmartMouth.com and read about the science and how it's able to deliver such an incredible result. Visit SmartMouth.com by clicking the link in the description and use coupon code PAINKILLER for free shipping. Once again, that's SmartMouth.com, coupon code PAINKILLER for free shipping. Or pick it up at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Target, or Amazon, or your favorite store. I can't talk enough about how awesome uh, SmartMouth is. It, it, it's, it's the perfect mouthwash. Um, for years, I had been scalding and the inside of my mouth with like with those mouthwashes that are sort of a mint juice type thing that's got a lot of alcohol, alcohol. in it. Yeah, it just it dries out the inside of your mouth. It, 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 it seems like your breath is fresher, but you know, like an hour later, it's, it's bad again. But this yeah. really gets to the root of the problem, and uh, it doesn't taste bad. It doesn't burn. Um, and you, it really does the trick. I'm a big fan. Yeah, it's an awesome product. I use it literally every day, and it actually plays in to what we were talking about with the working out and the because you're going to be eating a higher protein diet and if you didn't know that especially people who do like the whole keto so no carbs those people get horrible breath ask anyone who's been on the keto diet or really high protein diet for a while and they'll tell you that <laughs> they wake up in the morning and them. they just have yeah or anyone who's <laughs> dated or wanted to have sex with them where you're like oh man this girl or guy is in really good shape and you get them in the bedroom and you're like oh fuck like this guy drinks a lot of protein shakes and doesn't take care of his mouth because that, if you put that much protein in your mouth, you're gonna smell bad, because those germs are gonna eat it and make sulfur. So, can't recommend it enough. Check out their website, SmartMouth.com. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Tucker, Tucker obviously knows the value of having excellent breath during Honestly, sex and intimacy. I don't have sex often because it's I don't use Smart Mouth. But once I start <laughs> using smart, smart Mouth, I'm gonna have so much sex. <laughs> You heard it here first. Jericho doesn't lie. So, <laughs> so check it out. Smartmouth.com. You'll see how it works. Let's talk about Blue Apron. Incredible home Hell cooking. Yeah. Incredible home cooking has never been more attainable thanks to Blue Apron. Because for less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers easy-to-follow seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients right to your door. No more overspending at restaurants or high-end grocery stores with Blue Apron. You can prepare delicious, memorable meals yourself in under 40 minutes. And because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of ingredients required, they are reducing food waste. It's delicious, quality food that you can feel good about. Uh, some of the meals uh, this April, in April include the spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza with olives, bell peppers, and ricotta salata, the Parmesan-crusted chicken with creamy fettuccine and roasted broccoli, uh, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash painkiller. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash painkiller. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Check them out. If you're doing, yep. doing meat choices, I recommend the beef, the lamb, lamb's really good, and the chicken. Uh, the pork is also good, but I've found all my favorite recipes are the beef uh, lamb and, and chicken. So, check those out. Blue Apron. Yeah, I, uh, expand your palate. I like the uh, I like the lamb burgers a lot. Uh, I think that was my favorite thing. Um, but they, I think there was some orange chicken or something I liked a lot. Yeah, check them out. It's uh, yeah. the best part about it is that 
when you're done, you'll be really surprised that you made the food because uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it not only tastes like good high-end food, it looks like it too because, uh, you know, a lot of times the ingredients kind of come together in a very colorful uh, way that's pleasing to the eye. And if, if a third party looks on at what you cooked there and you throw the garbage out so they don't see the blue mm-hmm. apron packaging, you can pretend like you did this all on your own, which is a I make a habit of it. But that to me yeah, is I the actually, cool part. Like the... Like you keep the recipe, and if it's something that you want again, you can buy the ingredients, and and now it's part of your menu. Yeah, yep. that that really is one of the best parts. Is all the recipes? It's not on some like receipt paper. It's on a nice, sturdy like cardboardish like. Yeah, sleek, I, I took a three hole punch uh, and punched pictures, holes in those, and I've yeah. made a recipe book out of the Blue Apron recipes. I, I just punched a hole in a three hole punch in all of them, stuck them yeah. in a folder. And they're legit yes. recipes. It never says like, and be sure to buy Blue Apron brand vinegar or something. It's like, no, just you know, do this. And you got a recipe for life. Yeah, you guys don't pay me, but I definitely use Blue Apron, and I fucking love it. It's my favorite, and <laughs> it makes it so easy not to fuck up your own food. Like, I feel good about myself. I'm like, look, I made dinner, Mom. She's like, great. Congrats. Like, Thank you. <laughs> I've been That's doing like, this for 20 I'm years. I'm going to feed myself. But like, yeah, makes it easy. Are you guys ready for a topic? Oh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm ready for ready for anything. Have you ever heard of stealthing? Stealthing? Uh, like a stealth plane? Uh, yeah. So apparently stealthing refers to the practice of sneaky getting the condom off during sex and then going bareback. Yeah. You know what this reminds me I of? I don't buy that. You yeah. know what this reminds me of? What are your kids texting at 12? G2G got... Two gays. Like, that's what it reminds <laughs> you, me of. You like, know where I thought you were going? Do you remember hearing about rainbow parties? Yes, because they were... The only time I heard about them was my mom's like, Hey, Tucker, you, you know about these rainbow parties? I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, no. A yeah, rainbow party, yeah. for people who don't know, they had on, like, the, 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 the story is that all these girls wear different uh, lipstick, and then they give so many blowjobs to so many guys that they have rainbow-colored penises by the end of it. Um... At the time that I girls? learned of rainbow, par- <laughs> rainbow parties, I didn't know that like that wouldn't even happen to your dick. <laughs> you know, that's not a thing. And uh, uh, you know what would happen is a lot of girls would consume a lot of wax, waxy substance that yeah. day because it, it's yeah. not just gonna stick. No, like, no, it, be, it's like yeah. something they're all gonna go at different links down your dick. But anyway, yeah, and you're just like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just teasing me. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. So, uh, uh, but yeah, I heard. I, I was just like, how do I get an invite to these rainbow parties? So I don't know that stealthing is really a thing, but there's an. It's on CBS. Yeah, I don't so. buy it at all. I don't either. And how dumb. And if stealthing's a thing, let's let natural selection do its job. Okay. If you're, if you are the type of person that thinks, hell yeah, let me sneak this condom off real quick. Like. Have the kid, you know. But isn't that like, the opposite of what natural selection would do? Like, like if you're really oh, an idiot, you're, right. you're gonna have that. more children. You know what? I have a feeling that you're gonna have a lot of children by this standard. No, no, Tucker's <laughs> implying that the child will be will die quickly because they're not <laughs> no, no, you know, obviously not. made of the fine, finest cloth. Uh, but no, like I just don't buy it because it's like if you're having sex with a condom and then you somehow slyly take it off and then zip mid, it across the room thrust. somewhere. And immediately, both of you, well, obviously, you will notice because you're the one being tricksy, but she will also go, ah, yeah, there's not latex on your dick anymore. That's just a regular skin dick. You do not know the tricks of the trade, my friend. So what 
what will be done or what could be done, I have never done this, and I, I, I'm guessing because I had to pee really bad and I came in a little late on this conversation that we're talking about that it's being considered a sexual assault to remove no, a condom no, 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 when no, you're no, not telling. Well, that I was actually going to wrap. If it's possible to is that we're absolutely talking about it stealth is. thing saying well no, it's, it's possible absolutely but i'm saying it that it's not right, going so to be a thing if you take the condom off and you're having sex people are going to notice it's sex without not, condom. True. not true so um so yes. if the uh if you tear the end of the condom on so, off so just your head is exposed we're not still, talking still, about that we're talking about like somebody's like thrust pull it off and then puts it back all right in well as you're, like, you're yeah you're, you're giving yourself a rubber circumcision over there, basically. Exactly. Like, you can A, give yourself a rubber circumcision, or B, you know, you can start with the base and just roll that thing off at some point. And and I, I really think that in the heat of the moment, it wouldn't be noticed. According no, to CBS I, News and the absolutely. Columbian Journal of Gender and Law, this is a movement. There are some men who feel like it is their, I want to get the phrasing right, their natural right. And uh, their natural male right to, to stealth and slip the condom off and have All right, uh, calling like six dogs. assholes a movement is a little disingenuous. Where are these protesters? <laughs> I demand to come and inside. Apparently <laughs> there are online what? forums yes, where guys share stealthing <laughs> techniques. Life begins at ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are online forums where guys share their, their techniques and they... they um, they said that you know, none of it worried them. It didn't perturb them. My potential pregnancy, my STI, that was all my burden. I assume there's a woman talking. So now that like, where it evolved to me, pretending that there are guys who do this, like, is this sexual? Like, okay, so it's consensual sex. But when a guy slips the condom off unbeknownst to her. There are parameters. There are so parameters, yes. It's just no different, in my personal opinion, than if the guy pulled out of a vagina and, and stuck it randomly in the ass and continued uh, due to protest. That is also a sexual assault. Yes. I see them very uh, kind of similar, right? Like the woman has agreed to vaginal sex with a condom. And if, if there were three options, with a condom, without a condom, and get the fuck out... She would have. She, only two of those are probably going to work for her. Yeah. With a condom and get the fuck out. So yeah. if you have chosen option B with a condom and you are getting to have sex and suddenly you alter the parameters of of, of this deal mid coitus, you have borderline rape, definitely sexual assaulted in some way. You've definitely done something very. I don't wrong. know what the word to do to say like assault or rape or. I mean, I was going to say like sexual sexual mischievousness, but that seems a little too low. Like yeah. they, it, it's definitely a, but yeah, assault too. That's pretty broad. You can throw a bunch of stuff under there, but it's definitely, I, I just don't buy the fact that like that's any, I, 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 I feel you ask any woman out there like, Hey, when you're having sex and the guy's wearing a, a layer of latex around his dick and then he takes that off and you continue having sex, do you immediately tell a difference? And every girl is going to say yes, because Girls like sex without condoms Wait a better too, because sex without a condom is better. I would. I, I'm going to back up Taylor on this one. I'm. I'm pretty certain due to the. I mean, I've had numerous conversations with quite a few people. They're like, "Would you like? Do you like sex with a condom, or do you like sex without a condom?" It's like, well, I mean, both are fun, but this one's good. And they're like, it's the same shit. We know. Like, we like it without it as well. But you see, I'm like, not on Team Taylor with this, and the reason why is, like, early uh, somewhere in my 20s. I don't know. I broke more than one condom and I was like, not sure. She said nothing. And like, you know, like We're talking about a difference there, between a difference. breaking a condom with your latex still on and, but no it turned latex. into pretty much a cock ring, right? Like, like, you know, the condom broke. It's not like there was a, was the condom in left inside <laughs> of her, like the rest of it. 
Oh, Jesus. I got to fish it out. Well, you never well, had it. Well, it probably wasn't torn asunder. I call that the gift just... bag. <laughs> 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 uh, I think I have I had that. Yeah. To remember that. <laughs> At least one of those. Yeah. The, the condom was in her. And um, so. Only way, to, only way to solve that is with the old ET finger maneuver. And yeah, young Woody. Someone's got to go shopping. I was unsure <laughs> if it broke. Like, I, I was suspicious that it broke. And but I was so happy to be having sex that I was too stupid to like stop the whole process. See, and, that, and... that is reasonable because you're just breaking the condom. I'm saying that there is zero percent chance that there are women out there who couldn't tell a difference between a latex dick and but just this a regular an latex dick. It, 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 you know, there was no. It's not on and then off. There's a transitional period of ineffectiveness that that she could easily be unaware of because there's just a lot of stuff maybe, going on back there. That thing in is my head tear and twist. No. In my head, we're not shredding. It's literally like you're, you're, you're like you're, not you're doing it hard enough. Then. No, you're just, you're mm -hmm. just sliding it off a little bit more and more every thrust, and then eventually you pop it off and you put it back in. Let's assume and you're that, that these guys are like the David Copperfield of the missionary position, and they manage to, to. Oh, it's got to be Dougie, right? guaranteed. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think Dougie would. Bought a condom like that. Yeah, yeah. Dougie would be a, the best position. If to, they, to pull if they this somehow off. did it. It is definitely assault. There is, it's, like, think of the questions a lawyer yeah, a lawyer would ask. Like, did you agree to sex without a condom? No. Okay, there, ta-da. Like, you've already, like, knocked half of the battle down. Like, that's it. Yeah. I hear you. So, unfortunately, the other half of the battle is, uh, no, no, -uh. <laughs> no, no, no. She said I could. Yeah, like, I, I, like, well, she but she did agree now. to sex. She just didn't agree to sex without a condom. And, and, and it, like, look, I'm not claiming it's right. I'm just... Really not sure where the law stands on it. I feel like you can. I'm going to right and wrong on this one. Like, like I'm putting myself in the girl's position, literally, and you know, Amazon it, position. I, mean, just, I follow. It, it just seems like it, I would be completely violated yeah. if that happened. I feel a condom is a is, is the barrier of safety well, that, that that we've employed. Not just pregnancy, but the STDs and everything else. And it's also a very personal thing. There, you know, it's it's her choice that we're going to be doing doing things this way. Like it, it, right. it seems like a sexual assault. It's totally possible the... she considers you reasonable to have sex with, but not to raise a kid with. Right. right. And, and it's also yeah, totally is there not there's there's precedent under people who have had sex knowingly with an STD without informing their partner. Mm -hmm. There's like that that in itself is like a breach of trust thing that I can easily see that being pivoted into somebody who's like, well, you knowingly violated the terms of agreement that you guys set forth. Therefore, everything after that is null and void and you endangered yeah. them. Like if you didn't know you had an STD, but you did, you're you're even it's you're a, fucked. It's illegal. Like, it's yeah. a, an actual crime if you have HIV, if you're HIV positive, to have sex with someone and not disclose that you're HIV positive. Is that positive. all states, though? I don't know. Like, it That's should, all it states, should be. Like, I, I don't any think disease so like that, it should be a thing. I, I got to the illegal. end of this article on the removing the condom thing. And please, don't take PKA legal advice. <laughs> For those of you listening... But Cliff, it, tell them why they should. It, it appears... Well, gonna, tell you there's no legal rule against it. <laughs> Like, like at the end, they, they wrap it up with, like, we think we need a new tort that specifically names non-consensual condom no. removal. That just means and, that it hasn't been brought in front of the correct court yet. Like, they're, they're, that, just, that just means they don't have a legal precedent for that case, right? Yeah, um, exactly. It means there's no law against it, but, the, but we're talking about right and wrong. I'm talking about right and wrong. I think every every normal person is on the same side of this, and it's like just don't fucking. They make it you're already like having sex. I, 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 
they yeah. they say that the law often falls short. You might be right about there not being a case, but her prediction on this is that the victim doesn't do well. And she's like, you know, just th- pretend it wasn't just a condom thing, that it was a straight up rape, right? But the two of you have had, you know, sex a dozen times before. You're in an re- established relationship. Oh, that doesn't matter. And it doesn't. But typically, it's hard to prove you got raped the 103rd time oh. you had sex Oh, I mean, the president's, been set, the president's been set for husbands raping their wives. Like, like, like if yeah. she says no, it's a, it's a fucking no. I, well, yeah, that, you're right, but those set. victims aren't winning in court, according to this article. Hmm. That, you I, know, I, wives I, have it, it, it. Oftentimes, they'll be like, what? You know, your husband raped you after whatever, 25 years of consensual sex? Like, is there something else going on here? Is there more to the story? Like, you know, because... That doesn't sound like the law to me. Oh. That doesn't sound like the law I know. (laughs) (laughs) The law law I know, the first thing they say is, they they go to the woman, what did he do to you? (laughs) It says here, judges and juries tend to be less sympathetic to survivors who had a previous sexual relationship with their assailant, and that's always going to be the case with stealthing. That makes sense, though. That's we're talking about. The the jury has a bias if you're talking about somebody who's had like, I've been dating this girl for ten years or five years or mm-hmm. you know x amount of time, and they've done something to violate my trust. I can see a bias being, uh, or the jury being a bias, or having a bias rather. But I still I I have a hard time believing right. that the jury would not sit down and be like. Yeah, we can see how this crosses like a, a verbal contract. Like, isn't that what they're teaching kids nowadays? Like, it's a verbal contract when you both agree sober. Like, that's what you need to do. Sure, that's, signing that's a, a that's fucking paper. Like, I, I love that like nonsense they teach now, or I, I assume they teach. I didn't get taught it. Where they're like, you need affirmative verbal consent every step of the way. I got. <laughs> May I, got I touch your breast? May I remove your underwear? May I? Uh, penetrate you or whatever the fuck they're gonna do, and she goes, "Yes, sign form one A, <laughs> or whatever it is." Like it's, I watched like, that. No, that it's a real thing, thing they're trying yeah. to push, and it's like, first of all, no one has ever had sex like this, and second of all, if you go into any sexual encounter with someone and you're hot and heavy, heat of the moment, and you're the guy, I'm and you're like, "Hey, can I? May I have permission to remove your shirt?" It's like, well, now you've we've gone from uh, intimate, fun evening between two, you know, consensual individuals. To you sound like a serial killer. Like, well, why are you asking me to remove like individual things and ask me to sign these papers? Like Dennis remove Reynolds. Your shirt. Like, it's just I it's, put the it's lotion like, on your skin. If there are laws in here, it's, you can cut me up. Like, what the fuck? I'm not reading it's making, this. It's making laws that do not work in the real world. Like, it's like as far as like we all had sex. You know what it's like when you're in the moment, and it's never especially with a new person, an attractive thing to do to start calling out and narrating everything that's going on. And it's like, this is very transactionary now. Now it doesn't seem like people having fun. Now it seems like we're two parties in a You know what it is? Huh? What'd you say? I said it's like a negotiation. It is a negotiation. But what I'm saying is like, what they're preaching is not, not... how to have safe intercourse. It's how to protect yourself from fucking lunatics. Like, that's what they're going into. They're going like, look, nine out of ten times, you're going to get into a position where you're like, both of us are clearly all in on this. Like, (laughs) Betty's, like, girlfriend is like, yo, you take good care of her. Like, here's my cell phone. Like, we'll see you tomorrow. Like, nine times out of ten. They're talking about that one time out of ten where you're like, man, this girl's kind of weird. Or, like, maybe the girl's like, this dude's kind of fucked up. Like, I don't know if we should do this. They're talking about, like, let's position yourself in a way where you're going to not go and say, here's my printout of, like, 
consent sex, but like be sure about it. I think that it's more like the like. But there's also like silly stuff like oh, if 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 anyone's been drinking at all, then it's 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 nefarious. It's like no, it's, like that is no, that is a a line that people drink and then have sex with each other all the time. It's something that humans do. It's an, like a normal thing. Like obviously, being drunk is a gray area. If someone is blackout drunk, then yeah, no shit. Common sense. That's rape. But if that's people why are, you are should, drinking responsibly. See, this is why you need a camera and a tripod set up for every single sexual encounter. <laughs> go, Dennis. Tell us more. You go to yeah. your catalog. If, if there's any questions, if there's any questions with the local constabulary <laughs> later on, well, you just go to your files. You just go to your files. It seems like this is just a good way. She struggled. No, 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 no. I think it really wanted it. It's clearly it's clearly like the negotiating thing where like somebody goes how much for a day and you go let me name two times whatever I'd normally charge then they negotiate you back down to like the acceptable amount here teach kids to like fucking get the most absurd consent possible though at least ask for the minimum that like society agrees I don't think that's what they're going to do cuz children tend to oh, do okay. what you tell them and understand that I think what it's going to do is breed <laughs> a lot of not breed but create a lot of young men who are horrified of approaching women because they feel like they're going to be doing it wrong and they're not taking all the precautions. And it's going to create a lot of sexually frustrated girls who are like, holy shit, all of these pussies just beat around the bush and none of them are assertive or confident at all. They're just, oh, will you go to the dance with me? And afterward, may I uh, finger bang you in the back seat of my dad's car? And uh, and it's like it's... It just seems like it's setting people up to have a very organic conversation that is natural to people between attracted parties about sex and making it transactionary and like a negotiation. Well, what if they get really good at negotiating, be, right? What if the guys come in high and they, they want full-on butt sex and, and she's coming in low with just making out and you, you meet up somewhere in the middle and they're getting blowies? It's just, it's just annoying bring that a nobody, negotiator? It's just annoying that nobody talks <laughs> That's about what you like, need. You need a sexual closer to come in. Like he, he comes in all, all rough and tough, like smelling of cologne and slaps his briefcase all clip, clip, flips it open. Like, we're here to make a deal. Like, like you need a, Can you, you need imagine a sexual negotiator. You're like a, a one blowjob for eight to ten minutes, and then we flip it, and she's like seven to ten, and then you double it, and you're like, oh. F My client. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> My client would like to finish on your face, and <laughs> and hit, and then he would like to smear it about a bit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> would that be acceptable? Yeah. She no? says, keep it out of her hair. <laughs> she says that will not be acceptable as, uh, as long as Red Robin is the choice of dining. This is not on the, the contract. It's going to have to be a special outback or higher. Outback or higher. Like in a like a congressional deposition where like they that you whisper in your counsel's ear. My client said, "Morton's could be on the table. Were he able to finish on the inside?" <laughs> like whoa, oh, that's shit. great. Like, yeah, a sexual like, negotiator. That's what you've got to bring to this new age of, uh, yeah. of sexuality. I was new, like, this new, is kind of a funny story. video idea. A funny demonetized video idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a funny video that it won't make any no money from. Yeah, sorry, YouTube, that, like, you get that, what you pay that, for. That they try to make stuff like that into, like, math, where it's like, well, you need to get stamp A, then form B, and then this and that, and really it, nobody's just honest and says, like, or do what people have always done with much success and read other people's emotions and body the way situations, body language, the way situations are going. Like, just 
You know how you know how we all do. You, know how you, walk, you know how you walk in a room and you immediately see someone and you know I know that person's in a bad mood or I know they're feeling defensive or they're not like you can tell like it's uh, I don't I don't know the stat but most of communication at least with you know is nonverbal probably could be could be that could be true hey, who knows I got a thing at least some of the communication What's your is thing? nonverbal <laughs> I want to segue into to this be. video because so, I uh, a good one as well. Uh, can can we do mine? Because there's a segue involved. We can do. <laughs> I am not. Oh, I feel autistic in this, in that I'm not sure how to read this situation. I I I I, I feel like this whole thing is fucked up to me, and I don't know who's right and who's wrong. It's an old video. A lot of people have seen it before, but. I I don't know who the fuck up is in this thing. So work your way to queuing up at zero and tell me when you're ready. Yeah, I, uh -huh. I watched a second, and I'm not sure what we're getting into here. All right. I'm, guys, a, I'm a zero. All right, Taylor? You got any death videos? I'm, I'm all ready. <laughs> ready, I'm good to go. set, play. All right, so we got a girl here in short shorts doing squats and some sort of dances. In public, in the middle Excuse of the street. Me? Are you taking a picture of her? Video middle of the sidewalk. Well, you have a problem with that? Yes, I do. Why are you doing it in public? I can't videotape? You can't videotape her butt. I can videotape her. Well, try. Videotape her crotch. Excuse me? You don't have to videotape her You're the one thinking the thoughts. I didn't say do You're that or think right that. There. I'm shooting from this angle. That's right. Mind your business. Angle. I'm in public. I'll do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Shut up. Why the fuck is she working out on the side of the street anyway? Now this, she now this bicyclist is going to stand in front of him. She wants to stare at her crotch, you old bag. Look at that! What is she doing? Why is she doing the splits with her crotch in the air? Don't worry about who the fuck I am. I'm right in the middle of your shit, so what the fuck? What the fuck? Don't worry who I am. I'm in the middle of your shit, so what the fuck? He's about kissing the camera. Kiss on my camera, goober. Get that out of my face. Don't touch my camera, goober. Get that out of my fucking face. I don't think so. I'll leave it right there. <laughs> All right, goober. Nice outfit, too. <laughs> you wish you could work as fuck as hard as I can. Right. What? You're not getting right. shot. Right. Oh, what a cunt. None of these people tapped the two planes for these white knights. Look at him! He's doing close-ups of her ass. You just rode over my foot. Get it? Don't touch me. Don't touch me, dude. Don't touch me. Just ran over my. He foot. fell off his bike, That's didn't he? At this point, I wanted. I would want him to keep. I would want to keep doing it just because this bike guy's yeah, getting very for upset. Sure. Yeah, You're now we're gonna punk, step dude. things up a lot. I'm getting my extra lens out. All right, we're going telephone. <laughs> it's almost over. All right, that's an interesting video. Yeah, because like, okay, it is hard to be on Team Goober, right? Where where you're like, oh, dude, I should totally be taking close-up shots of her crotch. On the other hand, this woman is in the street in short shorts, like sticking her ass in the air. And at one point, she's, I, she's I would do it if I could. Stuff. Yeah, she, she's standing on one leg. She's got the other leg in the air and her pussy to the crowd, right? In short shorts, but that's what we got short going on. Short shorts, yeah. Yeah. Let and, me, let, go for it. And, and so it's hard to be on the voyeur's side, right? On the other no, hand, oh, you say no, it's, but, but like, I, I it's hard so to be on her side. Man's side. Are I'm you? just against the oh, bike guy. Yeah. The cameraman <laughs> has done nothing wrong. There's a fucking crowd of people out there watching this lady for some reason do like calisthenics in the street, scantily clad. I'm guessing she's taking tips for this performance art she's doing. So, and, and they're giving this one guy shit because he's recording it. Like, like first of all, old blonde country lady, why are you watching this this girl do squats in the street? 
What the fuck is this white knight horse shit? No, she's a fucking... This lady is selling her body. She's about three levels above a street whore doing, doing squat thrusts in the street. Like, and she's an adult. I'll film it. She's a, of course an adult. I'll film it. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. She's and I'm an adult yeah, who knows exactly what she's doing. That's why I'm here. I'm here she for the cattle toe. I'm all about the it. attention. Like it, you, you don't work out like that on the side of the, on a on a busy intersection corner of a sidewalk in what I think is a large city there, obviously, because there's a lot of foot traffic going by. It's not like she's on a lonesome country road and there's some dude perving. Like it's some she dude brought, perving like, a in a chair very very busy. Yeah, yeah there's a chair brought. that she's working on. First of all, she's taking up space on the sidewalk. Bitch move, <laughs> and. Another thing, like you want the attention. You wouldn't be out there doing it if you didn't. You you don't do like I can understand if you're at like one of your classes and there's some pervert like in through the window at curves or whatever, or, and you're like, what a fucking pig asshole. But this is if you, she people was, are trying to walk across the street. If she was in, <coughs> excuse me. If she was in that same outfit, but doing her morning jog, then I think it like it would be appropriate to send me watch her go by. But you can't follow her with a camera. But given that like she's why not. Really? I, think I mean, it's okay. just a little... You can't no, chase I women with cameras. This, <laughs> I think that's don't chase them. Can, I, can this, I walk behind her? This well, whole I, shit she's comes down to social scenario. acceptance. What if I want to document her? Wait, I want to hear what Tucker had to say. There. I was going to say, this, is, this, this whole argument, like, by the lay of the law, he's in the right, the guy videotaping. It's all social. It's, it's a, like a, a social argument. Is it acceptable to videotape somebody when... Everybody there is like, oh, what is this person doing? She's definitely doing something that's outside of the normal realm of somebody on a sidewalk, right? Is it slightly socially weird? Yes. Like, the dude reacted in a way, if I, if he would have just moved to the other side of her and people still gave him shit, I'd been like, fuck off. Like, seriously. Like, he just moved his angle. It's different. There's just a lot of, like, unknowns here. I just think that it's it's a very weird situation where nobody's in the wrong. The people that are, like, watching it that are chastising him like he's being fucking creepy he is the bike is guy, he this is one step yes. above a wet t-shirt contest i still yes but this one is like a covertly veiled uh, uh, like uh, attempt to build he ain't hiding that shit you didn't see it's no. not it, it wasn't I'm like saying, one of those like uh porn hub videos where like you see the camera but oh, it's yeah, clearly yeah, like yeah, in a like tissue box it. or something no, 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 <laughs> or like, no, or like, like it's like it's like all there's like a lot of cloth between the camera but and the girl's shirt. there's some he's scenarios where I feel like we're all supposed to pretend that this sexy thing isn't happening. I mentioned before we were doing that oh, UNC yeah, college tour, and there was a girl dressed kind of like her, maybe even hotter, on the treadmill, and, and just everyone just universally agreed to pretend that there wasn't a fucking dime exercising right next to us. And, I, don't, and I don't do that. That's what if it's, Like cheerleaders, just, right? Like you're not supposed to go up and film their crotches. You're not supposed to notice this is pretty much a striptease show going on by the football game, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. and and heaven forbid they're like high school cheerleaders in their freaking showing their panties with their high kicks. Everyone agrees there's nothing going on here, just for some reason. I, I don't. I mean, bloomers. But that's what I'm saying. It's a social yeah, bloomers thing. are like, panties. They're totally. I'm panties. not. <laughs> I'm not going to argue like it's correct or it's okay to. It's freaking weird, it and we it. all agree it's not for some reason. I don't know why. No, it's more like. All right, I, I'm I'm in a weird like I just don't give a shit enough. Like I don't care enough to do any to put any effort into maybe changing like the social construct about like allowing somebody to do their their uh, flexible routine in public on a street for tips. I also am not the type of person to go into a strip club and be like, you don't need to do this, ladies. You can do better. Like it, it's too much effort in my opinion to go out and 
fucking, I know this is super dark, but just like, I don't care enough about that situation. The dude filming it could have done 10 things to film it quietly and gone home and done whatever he wants with that video if that was his intention. Just like the people there could have just been like, that guy's fucking weird and not done anything to escalate it. Everybody in that situation escalated it, especially yeah, if Mike could, if, she, if she can do that in public, he can film it. Anything you can do in public, I can film. Yes, and, and I but, bet these same like flaming assholes, if it were a cop over there doing an arrest, and, and this guy was filming it, and the cop got up, and they'd be like, he can record whatever he wants. No, no, he no, can record whatever he wants. Kyle, if, if there's somebody literally standing, if there's a, let's say there's somebody just standing on the sidewalk, you walk up and you just zoom in on their ass and you're just filming their ass. Like, you can do that. Doesn't mean it's not weird or, like, okay and, like, everything. It's, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it would definitely be out of the norm, but there's nothing illegal about it. I'm not saying it's yeah, not. Yeah, if we're, I'm not talking about. That, Cut of the law. I'm talking about like the social law. Like it's cut the of the law. He's in the right 100. percent Yeah, but no, I'm talking of, about this side. None of us are debating what's legal. We're debating yeah. what's acceptable. What's okay? Yeah, and that's where I, I came in. And and I think the fact that everyone's on, like, the, the, not everyone agreed on this, and it, it makes me feel better because I'm in the dark on it. I'm like, so this guy's not breaking. Anything. She was acting. She stuck her ass and her puss is in performing. public. She is performing. It's a and, sexy and performance. Right, yeah. she's dressed in a s attractive outfit. She's an attractive girl. We all know what the scoop is, right? Like, the, you just look at her ass and think, "Well, isn't that a piece of work?" You know, like she's, she's dancing, she's shaking her ass, she's she's putting her hands <clears throat> on the table and bending over. At this point in the video, I'm just watching it again. She's literally bending over for the for people to see. There's no reason for her to be doing this. That she's standing there bending over for people to look at, and these Wait, people have an issue that he's that he's what recording. What if we what if we change the <clears throat> what if we change the situation? <clears throat> Say this girl's not wearing booty shorts and she's wearing uh, uh, pants. Does that like sweatpants? Does that change the the weirdness of the guy filming? Does that change like the acceptableness of her doing that in public? Because like that's I I feel like this is like on both ends. Like she is. Neither like, thing bothers me. I it neither one bothers me. Like she can do whatever the fuck she wants. And like, yes, is she attractive? Sure. Do I care if she's doing it there in public? No. This guy filming, I think personally he's weird, but like I'm also gonna look at the same shit he is. I'm just I support not his weirdness. It. I support his weirdness fully. I, 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 I'm fine with it, and I'm kind of glad he did it. Now I get to look at her ass. <laughs> that dirty whore who dances in the street for dollars. That's what she is. I don't know why we're putting her on this pedestal because she's pretty. She's a whore in the street for dollars. I'm but trying she's to a her pretty ass. whore I'm in the street for dollars. I'm trying oh. to knock it down, though, from like a, what it is to like a, the most like far-reaching general sense. Like yeah. If there was somebody in a onesie Right, the least sexual outfit possible. Doing this routine. Does it have the unbuttonable bottom? No, no. This shit is zipper <laughs> on the front only. And then you've got like Sergeant Neckbeard, who's filming this, <laughs> arguably um, like just not like a lump of a human doing this. Like, who is anybody gonna have an issue with it? Are the people that are watching this having an issue with it because they acknowledge she's dressed provocatively? Are the people in this situation weirded just because he's filming? Like, what's like, where's the holdup here? Everybody is at fault here. If I wanted to opinion. make it weirder, I wouldn't change her outfit. I'd change her like, 
and, and make her change locations, right? Because she's clearly some sort of street performer or something. She is. That's she brought a prop, like, and she it wasn't a chair exactly, I don't, I don't think. But it was a chair. Was it a like chair? A chair without yeah, a back. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, like, it was like, like a stool. Yeah, I was yeah, going to call like it like stands, a drywall scaffolding, stool. like the thing that they just carry around. But anyway, um, so yeah, she brought some sort of apparatus where she could bend over and lean on it and stuff. Let's say she was just a regular person, right? You know, it's she's an ad executive by day and she jogs before work, right? So she's just as hot and she's also not wearing a ton because female joggers don't wear they like a sports brawl and some short shorts. That's like a female joggers outfit. I think if you're filming her and she just sort of was going about her business, then it gets way creepier. Like that's where, that's how I make it creepy. I make her from a performer to a regular person. I'm a, I, 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 no, I just I think you can film one. anything you want. I, I think mm. I think you that, that should just be a blanket thing. Legally. And, and, well, I don't look down on any of the wait, filming wait. in public is what I'm saying, I guess. Ooh, I have I no moral objections one. to any kind of public filming. I bet Kyle. Kyle will still be okay with it. Let's hear it, Tucker. <laughs> okay, okay, Kyle. You're hanging out in your house right now. I have a drone, all right, and I know you have private land, so there's some sort of absurd private land clause here, but you're in a city apartment. I have a telescopic lens. And I am zoomed into your your apartment, and I am filming. Yeah, man, that's you. just cool. That that's just fine. I've looked at Fuck all the you, celebrity Kyle. photos that involve the telephoto lenses, and it's like, look, look, it's, it's the outside world. If they can take the picture from a thousand meters, they just can. You can't I, start taking that for. It's like flag burning. I don't want it to be, but it has but to it be. Is. So it's. Yeah, wow. I mean, like the, then that's then I'm all for that. Like if that's your opinion, and I agree with that. Like if you're in a position where you can be recorded. It is your If you make job. a law like that, you know who the first person to start knocking people the fuck out with that law? Donald Trump. He yes. doesn't want that. Oh, you of took course. an unflattering picture of me on my fucking golf course? You're in the gulag, bro. No, pictures I, anywhere you want in public, anytime, all the time. It, I'm fully for that. I'm just saying from, a, from me watching this video... I would see the situation, these people arguing. I would not step in in either way. I'd just walk nah. around like, this is I'd start effort. filming the chick, too, maybe, because I feel like I, I immediately feel like the guy is the one. Oh, you just want to piss right? off the other, the bike yeah, dudes. Yeah, I, I, I invite your white knight bullshit. It's, it, that like, was like, absurd. Like, I, 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 I would start talking about the camera modes I have and, and like, yeah. like oh, I got a new phone. I got the uh, I, it's, I got the Galaxy S7, and I really like it. It's the Edge. Great so phone, that, like, right? uh, I've had yeah. that. So like the screen like rolls over the side. Uh, that was the thing I, I is found the most SA out. I know it's it is. Like, it is. Yeah. but you didn't want that yeah. one. S seven. S I didn't. I, I I didn't see a huge bit of difference, and this is like several hundred dollars cheaper. Mm -hmm. And my other phone was just fucked. Mm -hmm. and, made a right uh, choice, Kyle. So so I would I would just be t I would like, all the camera modes, all the ways I can look at the camel toe. Like I can make <laughs> gifs of the fly. I can do three dimensional camel toe images. It, it has this feature where you like record. A, uh, a picture and do a 360 around an object and you create this three-dimensional render of it on the fly that you can then go back to and turn around and look at from it look at from any angle i can do that to your camel toe like, <laughs> i don't know kyle did you did you 12 angry men this situation and get everybody on our team <laughs> so I, I i went i went to my my, my flag burn, burning comparison and i i think that worked <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. I think we're all on the same page here, or at least I feel like my 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 takeaway is everybody could have done something to make this situation incredibly not awkward. Like every single person in the situation could have taken one easy step to not make this an issue. And, but and every, what it would be I, is every one of them walking up to that woman working out on a street corner and going, you have, "Is there someone else you could do this?" Perhaps. <laughs> 
I could mean, you but, could you go home yeah. or do it at a gym? Because people are trying to walk. You know, this bicyclist is falling over himself to white knight for you, but he <laughs> could have struck you. <laughs> Literally. This is that one time I want a fat person to show up and tell the skinny chick that she's like fat shaming her by like being skinny in the street or something. I want I want like the battle of bullshit social warriors. Oh and my how God. am I supposed to Let feel okay with eating my foot long <laughs> spicy meatballs? If you're over here working out, I'm not breath breaks. Sweat. Oh, sweat. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what fucking Huel breathes like. That's what he right? would do. He'd be able, he'd, Full that's circle, what, boys. Yes, we're back, to, we're back to Huel, and we're back to Huel. That's what we do but, think. You're right. Tie things up. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, did. You guys see, or did you have something to go to, Kyle? You to I, jump was gonna, I was gonna say I, I ordered a uh, a t-shirt this week, and I, and I really like it. I think I'm gonna wash it to make it shrink, though. Oh, brain. This bitch don't know about Pangea. <laughs> this bitch don't know about Pangea. What is... I, Wait, I you don't know it. Lil Dicky? No, they don't no. like it. No, wow. I like his music. I just haven't watched the most recent one yet. Uh, Pillow Talking. One, it's an 11-minute song of like him after sex talking to a girl who he has like significant differences with. But it's like a very good uh, creative video. The song Outstanding as well, where he goes... The special to, like, effects. Yeah, talking about like the effects of... like. War, veganism, like like the history of the earth, God, religion, but it's like what you'd expect somebody who's like a little too confrontational after sex talking about. It's a great video. You should. Watch I felt it. the reason I connected to it with it so much is it felt like such a real life scenario that yes. happens nowadays, where you like you hook up with somebody from Tinder or whatever, and then after sex there there's this conversation where we're just trying. Now we get to know each other, and you realize like, God damn it, we really. Don't mess up that, here. Maybe man. I don't like it the because in my point day, point. you get to know each other before sex. I think that's it. Yeah, um, that is gosh, that's literally no the problem. <laughs> like, I don't... Like, it was... Like, the thing that hit home was, like, there was a... All right, so they're candid. There was a, a person that I hung out with, came back. We wake up in the morning, and I'm like, so you want to go grab food? And they're like, yeah, sure. And there's this bomb cafe right next to me. So I'm like, let's go walk, grab some breakfast. We get there. There, there's like waffles and shit, and I can get bacon pancakes. And she's like, you can't get bacon. I was like, excuse you? You can't tell me what I want. Like, I love bacon. She's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Like, this is so inhumane, and here's all the reasons why. Ugh. I was like, I was like, this is coming after all of the things that I wanted, like, all of the things that I thought were good happened. And then we sat here, and I'm like, let's get to know each other better. And you drop this bombshell on me, and you're going to tell me the man that you met 24 hours ago, I can't have my joy in life. It's bacon. Bitch, we go hard on earth. I, I was so, yeah, bitch, we go, I was so triggered. I was like, okay, all right, I won't get the bacon pancakes for the sake of, like, ending this, and I'm never gonna call you again. Like, there's no... That's, that's a super, super annoying trait, and Ugh. that person would be... Imagine someone who's that comfortable being an annoying, contentious prick right after you have sex the first time. Your, your first meal together, and the first thing you order, the most Common breakfast item isn't good enough because she has to, to get her like, spiel in there. No. Can I talk about imagine, bacon for a minute? Imagine yes. living with that woman. Imagine I can't, and woman. that's why I'm not dating her, okay? I, I've been eating a lot of bacon lately, and, and, and I never really cared for it before because I didn't know how to make it. Um, and, and I've had epic meal time over at my house before, and I've been with them when they made their bacon, and I don't think they know how to make bacon either. They don't. The way you you got to bake your bacon. I, I, I put it in a pan at like 400 degrees for Thank like, you. I don't know, between 15 and 20 minutes, you know, and I flip it halfway through. It's so goddamn good. Don't it's the best pan ever. fry that Last shit. Last night, I broke out the brown sugar. 
I fucking, I, I fucking put brown sugar on the bacon and flipped it after seven minutes and more brown sugar on the other side. I ate, I, I ate a whole pack of bacon. Um, I ate the whole pack of bacon but by the time the night was over. I mean, I mean, somebody else ate a little more of it, but I ate the majority of an entire pack of bacon. I don't That's know. It's a pound of it, it was so goddamn good. Kyle, next I, I time never, you're going to yeah. dribble, I'm sorry, you're going to drizzle some honey on the last three minutes of baking on one side, and it's going to bake that honey to a nice crunchy crisp. Ah, uh, swear to my life, like the brown sugar and honey, you're done. Like your game is over. You're fat. It's 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 amazing. It's it's the best thing I may have ever eaten. I, I was real happy with it. It's uh, so hard I'm gonna to open bacon and then put some back. Right. Uh, where you're I like, open back and you're like, there's only ten slices in here, and I just made five. And am I gonna put five back? No, I'll just eat another five. It's fine. Like, <laughs> I'll refrigerate it and eat it for dinner. Like I just, it's gotta I be do that, yeah. today. <laughs> I have I'm like bacon delusional sometimes, where I'll like make five slices and then like eat them, and then like sit down for a bit and be like, see. You just needed five. And then like 20 minutes later, like I'm some, you know, in some fever dream over there at the oven, putting them back in or putting them in the skillet. And it's like, well, I guess the decision is made. You know, when like you're making bad decisions with eating. Yes. And so you almost like try and turn your brain off. So it's like, I know I shouldn't go get those Cheez-Its. I know I shouldn't go get those Cheez-Its. And then it's like, but if I just happen to stand up and wander aimlessly while thinking about something else and I oh, arrive back in my seat. wasn't as good toward the oh, old Lord, Lord of the Rings. They what, really a, what a great movie. I need to, I need to the characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's how you do it. And before you know it, you're like, all right, I'm a third of the way through this box. It's fine, Taylor. You're fine. Just go put it back. And it's like, well, you're not going to eat a third of a box. You brought the whole thing over. Like, you know, and then... The shittiest eat eating decision I make is is cereal. Uh, I like to eat cereal a lot. I love cereal and the worst cereals. I like Cocoa Krispies a lot because um, it makes it leaves chocolate milk when you're done. So it's like two snacks in one. Yeah, it is. I no longer use a normal people bowl. All right, I'm gonna admit I I, I now use a bowl <laughs> that is a mixing bowl. Worse, it's meant to be a dip cauldron. <laughs> this bowl has legs. On the bottom of the bowl are legs, and it will sit in the middle of my bed. I can sit it on my mattress. This big, it looks like I just won the <laughs> Wizarding Cup. It, like, it looks like is Harry that like Potter. one of those Baroque bathtubs? <laughs> yes, it's so fucking thick, and it's plastic. It's plastic, so like it, when uh, it holds like a quarter of a box of cereal, like a quarter pound of cereal, and like a quart of milk, and I'm just in there eating till the cereal like dissolves almost, and then I turn it up. Like like some sort of medieval guy after a meal and just drink all the milk, all that delicious chocolatey milk, Morty. I get it all. <laughs> I get it all, Morty. It's oh, nine it's years, Morty. Nine milk, seasons. Morty. You're gonna put it way up inside your ass, Morty. <laughs> you're, oh, you're, I don't know, Rick. Have you played the, uh, Have you played the VR um, Rick and Morty oh. game yet? You were linking stuff about that the other day. You yeah, have you even played it yet, Kyle? No, I haven't. I don't have space in my new apartment to set it up, and I'm tra it's a travesty because I watched 10 minutes of it, and I was like, fuck, this is outstanding. Like, and he didn't even do the first bit. He was just digging around in the garage, and like some, thing, some items have prompts that are just outstanding, and I'm like, fuck, I need to go set that up. Like, it looks that good. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to set my – right now I've got it in this room, which isn't that big. But uh, I'm going to put it in the room out there uh, this week. I, I, everybody keeps telling me to play it, and I keep meaning to come down here and download it and play and everything, but I, I haven't been able to. Um, I yeah. really want to play it, though. Yeah, they did a good job from what I can see. Yeah, everybody's saying it's really good. I saw the content that people are making is, like, getting just tons and tons of views. Of course. Yeah, it, uh, it, it's, it's a perfect mixture of things. Um, so good. Oh, I'll wait till... 
I'll wait till uh, Woody comes back. But remind me to talk about Archer because I'm not sure if he's even aware that the new season of Archer is out. Wait, I there's a new that. season of Archer? What I'm talking about? Like, th- those motherfuckers don't advertise, right? What is this, season oh, eight? There's three or four episodes out of this season This is the eight. last season, right? Yes. Uh I suppose so. Um, I do not like this season. And I won't spoil anything because it seems that oh. none of you watched it. But when, what Can you, you give the framework? No, no, no. I don't even I, want him to give you, the framework. I give okay. you okay. three yeah. words. It'll spoil it. I want, like, you to, I want you to explain in the most vague senses, like comedic senses. Like maybe they don't time the jokes well. Like is there specifics that make the season not that great? Or is it just uh, like so the general like setting? The writing has been on the decline for several seasons now. It if has? You just back to the seasons and the just just to use this barometer jokes per minute like like, like just break that down if you did that in a uh, graph yeah. way off as time goes by like like those, those lines are doing this um because it, it seems like it early on it was rapid fire it was, it was almost it was one liners, like, like i was listening to little dicky's song duh earlier and every line is a joke every line is a reference or a joke or, or it spins back and, and, and yep. meets itself that's how archer dialogue used to be it was it was snappy and snippy and it was and you were just like your mind almost couldn't keep up with it the same way my mind can hardly keep up with little dicky when he's like going through those things because it has to process each reference at at at, at, at that's what it's time. that's what makes it impressive you're like oh these tag-ins these tie-ins yes and they do Shit. not do that anymore i don't think Kyle, you're killing me <laughs> <laughs> and not to be a, a, a spoiler or anything but it the, the, so so all right, they started out as an international spy agency with ISIS, and right. then it became a cocaine and vice, and then last year they were Figus private investigative, whatever, in L.A. They have went so far off into a different thing now um, that it's just, um, I don't know, it's, it's bizarre to me. Does it feel like it's barely the same show? It absolutely. It that's a really good way to describe it, as barely the same show. Um, all they, the same characters are there, but... When they They're did that, when they did that transition to the like the the vice, like Archer Vice, even then I was like, I get the pivot, like I get you've run out this like idea, and also you cannot have ISIS or I as your as your name, but yeah. like that that pivot, I was like, fuck, it's like you can do all you can, but it's still not going to be that same like the the yeah. same show, and so the fact that you told me it's pivot even further, I'm like, oh no. Was, uh, like, was Vice watch the it cocaine season? Yeah. Vice was the cocaine one. That and was I the like one Vice. I hated. I did not I, like that at all. I got so tired of every single because, like you were saying, like the joke per minute thing going down. Like early in the, the series, it seemed like there were a lot of unique original ones, and they'd have callback jokes, of course. But by halfway through the season with the cocaine stuff, it was just. Every other joke was, "Oh, Pam's a cokehead, and she's lost so much weight. How funny is that? How funny did we mention? Did we hot. mention that they're not using the cocaine? They were the, the way they were meant to use it, and they're doing other things. They're not. They're not uh, doing what the CIA said. Yeah. And like it, it was just like this isn't. I don't know. I, the we'll talk about that season is when I noticed the market decline. <laughs> I like that that was uh, that was uh, when it went from a ten to an eight to me. Like it was still very far above acceptable. Like I was still involved, but I was like mm, definitely a quality hit here. What season is the one where they're walking through the swamp 
to to protect that oil thing. Ah, and he's like, I just walked through oh, three mi- yeah. a, a mile of my biggest fears, Lana. You know, <laughs> crocodiles, alligators. He's like, what's the third one? Brain aneurysm. It can, yeah. it can it's strike anywhere. Killer. The yeah. silent killer gets you at any time. <laughs> silent killer. Woody, we're talking about the fact that the eighth season is out and no one knew it but me, it seems. And I only knew it uh, like six days ago or something like that. They don't advertise for shit, is right? Is all of it out? No. Three episodes. I've seen three episodes. The four, I, I don't know what night it airs off the top of my head, but it, it's possible that a new episode came out yesterday or, the day, or today, I and I don't know of it. it I've seen three. Um, and what we're talking about is I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I, you I, know what I, I don't like? I, I, I feel like it's segueing here, but have you guys seen Better Call Saul? Have not. I, I have not yet. Oh, I, I hope it doesn't suck. I really I like the first two it. seasons, and maybe the third hasn't even changed, but I'm just getting irritated at it. They'll be like... 15 minutes of no dialogue. Instead, just beautiful artistic camera shots of like sneakers hanging from a electrical wire or like, you know, I don't know, like we're going to film this one in the side view mirror of a car. So everyone will watch the scene framed in this mirror. We're going to view this one on the reflection of a trunk and, and you know, like, oh my God. Like You're, it, you're describing that? Perfectly, because just the way you just described it, I remembered from last season the way they do Better Call Saul, where it's like, you know, Saul will be walking in or whatever, and it's not just like they, they turn everything into like a Scorsese shot, where it's like he could just walk in there and start talking to him, but no, no, it's gonna follow you from his house, glumly looking as he's brushing his teeth, and then like a bunch of uh, how many fucking New Mexico license plates can I look at? I, I don't care. <laughs> like as as those go off into the distance, and like yeah, I don't know. And, and there's one character, the bald like bodyguard, street smart guy. His name is Mike. Um, yeah, he has like no dialogue. I like the character. Like I'm, I want to be a fan of this show. But when 18 minutes goes by and he hasn't spoken a word and he's just like disassembling a car and you're watching all these shots through uh, like exhaust pipe. Like, like oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, like literally like he's cleaning the exhaust pipe. He's poking around in it. And then you watch him work like through the through, through like obviously they set up a camera on the other side of the exhaust pipe and that's framing the scene. And you're just like, oh, my God, like just say something. Like describe this and move on. I, like you're killing me here, and and it's just it's very oh, easy to. So I like sunsets. those artistic, interesting shots sometimes too. Like they're good. I like yeah. those long, continuous oh. ones. But it's they they mm. there's a fine line between doing that well and Over just there. kind of blowing yourself and Dude. being like, oh, this is this is a better scene because. I filmed it, you know, through the peephole of the <laughs> hotel room with a weird warped fisheye lens instead yeah. of just showing them do their thing. Breaking Bad, I was like, dude, if you look carefully, you can see stuff in the reflection of the car. And it's framed and it's obviously intentional. Like, they did a cool thing here. But Better Call Saul, oh my god. You watch the whole goddamn thing off the reflection of a car door handle. It, it, it's just, it, it's yeah. irritating it, me. Like, I like that kind of stuff when it's almost like peppered in where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, Oh, I noticed that right there. Like I, most people might have might not have noticed that reflection of the window showing the barn silo or whatever the fuck and what that might show. But then there's a, the way that they do it sometimes, which is just ham-handedly beating you over the head with it. Which like, did you notice we're filming in the rearview mirror? Do you think it be could be because the character isn't moving forward in his yeah. life and he's yeah. moving backward? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we got it. Like, we waited 24 days for a sunset like this one. Oh my god, I don't care. I don't care about your sunset. It's not essential to the story. 
I get it. It's right. pretty. It, this doesn't have to do with that show, but <laughs> I was watching. Uh, I like to watch bad horror movies on on Netflix, like just just to watch them. And I Nothing get wrong such a I get so, oh, I like zombies. I get yeah, such a kick titties. out of uh, out of bad exposition in movies. That's my favorite thing in movies is watching bad exposition where it'll be like two people walking in the woods and it'll be beginning of the movie. It's like two sisters or two, two girls. And they'll be like, how much longer of a walk do you think until we get to grandpa's old cabin? It's like, I don't know, sis. I mean, last time we were out here, we lost our dog Roscoe. Oh my it's God. Like, I remember Roscoe, man, the times we had. And it's like, Oh my God. This is if you think that's so bad, bad, wait till you get to one punch, man. The bad guy yes. will show up and he'll be like, oh, I am a very angry because I ate too much crab and I became a crab man. <laughs> and literally. a little boy made the fun of me. Like they'll literally do I that. Like one, that up. The guy shows up and <laughs> yeah, how could you make that shit up? The guy shows up and he's, he's like, oh, good thing I stole this power suit that make yes. me a very strong. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, oh, all right, thank you for introducing yourself as a character, naming yourself out loud, <laughs> introducing your merry band of friends and telling us where you got that fun suit. It, it, it's like the funniest, most, uh, but that's what they're making fun of. Like they're, they're I, like the beating head. you over the head for it. And you're like, thank you for doing this so we can get this fight over with now okay there it is like thanks yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah uh let me do uh an advertisement Woody, do you have your little uh tidbit prepared i do okay do i do i, I end with it right yes you end with it uh, your pause has to be very confused like i'm supposed <laughs> to be doing something woody are you ready yes yeah. i'm just making sure <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go Dell Gaming creates machines to make every experience more intense and real. From powerful Dell Gaming PCs with Intel Core processors to the ultimate Alienware VR-ready experience, there's a PC designed to bring your best game at every level. Because the best feature of a gaming machine is the power to make you forget it's there. Don't just play, game. Visit dell.com gaming to learn more. That's dell.com gaming. Nailed it. Yeah! <laughs> Ah, up in the production quality on this. Yeah, every is... time, I, yeah, I, I, it's it's cool to see the uh, the comments and people are like, yeah, I, I just bought a Dell gaming PC. I was in the market for one, and this will be my uh, this will be my selection. Our audience yeah. has received them well. We're Indeed. happy about that. That's good. And uh, and now just uh, a bit from Pro Flowers. Moms love fresh flowers, and Pro Flowers makes it easy to send the perfect Mother's Day gift with this huge bouquet. Don't forget all of the moms in your life: mom, grandma, wife, and and other mother figures, this Mother's Day, when you send the 100 Blooms for Mom bouquet from Pro Flowers this Mother's Day, you will make a real impression. It comes with a free glass vase for just $19.99, plus shipping and handling. If you really want to make a statement, you can upgrade to a premium vase and include gourmet chocolates for just $10 more. I'm not even kidding. Mine came with the gourmet chocolates. It's their own brand of flowers, okay? Pro Flower, or it's their own brand of chocolate. Pro Flowers has their own brand of chocolate that they make. It was delicious. It was worth the $10. If I could buy it separately for $10, I would. It was really good chocolate. Uh, you can choose the delivery date you want, and Pro Flowers are guaranteed to arrive fresh and beautiful and stay that way for at least seven days or your money back. The only way to get 100 Blooms for Mom with a free glass vase starting at $19.99 is to visit proflowers.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and use our code PKA. That's proflowers.com, code PKA, when you click on the mic. This stunning bouquet sells out fast, so order today. Take yeah, care of all your good. mother figures. Yeah. All of your mother. Who, who, Woody, who's your favorite alternate mother figure? My favorite Uncle alternate Jake. mother figure? Uh, 
alternate mother. I think I'm going to go with my sister-in-law. <laughs> I don't know. Dad's got to be in those rankings somewhere, right? Like mom. Yeah, like uncle mom, you know, so, something like that. Huh. Well, it's perfect for all the women in your life because mm-hmm. chances are they will all like to be surprised with flowers and chocolate. It's a pretty safe bet. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, do you want to see something vicious? I've, I, I linked something vicious there from last night. Oh, you want to get to yours? Uh, we can watch your KO first, then we'll do mine. I, have, you I linked you this KO weeks ago. This is great. Oh, All right, let's, oh, take, let's take a look. Can I'm you give so a little excited. Back, can you give a little backstory on, on the KO? Okay, um, so... Th- I'm sorry. No, you. I think you could do it better. Apparently, there is a kind of combat that takes place in a in a cage that is medieval style combat. Um, it, it's it's full metal armor, shields and swords and helmets, and these guys seem to play by kind of MMA rules. And it gets rougher than you might think. Apparently, I think what we're about to see is pretty rare in that sport. Yeah, but the, it looks the freeze like- frame right off the start, the first thumbnail that I have paused at zero, is two gentlemen in full. Medieval-looking regalia, like they even have different little emblems on the side of their helmets, like Game of Thronesy. They've got the the chainmail mace in front of their face, holding the swords with the the grips on it and those circular shield. Like these these people are not here to fuck around. Shit's about they to go They fully look like they are. They this intend to catch. <laughs> are you guys right, ready let's, for this? Let's watch this. I'm ready. Yes, I want to bet money on this. Ready, set, play. Bet on the other sword. Oh, hit him! Look at that dip. It dents it. Yeah. He hit him in the head with the sword oh. with his overhand Ooh. right, and then a shield to the left. Oh, he he punched it with this wooden face. Oh my Look God. at his helmet. The de- helmet has several dents at this point. These guys are Round beating the head. shit out of each other. Very small crowd for what's at stake. Really, <laughs> though. <laughs> oh my God. That guy just took one right to the back of the leg. Yeah. And obviously these aren't like razor sharp swords or anything, but a big piece of metal. Yeah, Taylor, it, it hasn't started yet. Oh, the wrestling! The Green Knight is taking down. Cyclone! Oh, oh my God! He punching him! Oh shit! <laughs> he doesn't get up. All right, so he just punched that guy ten times in the side of the head with, with his shield. His it's like a goalie's blocker. Yo, he got oh. the shit. Look at this setting. I'd get drunk and watch this any day. With a crown and a fl- flowing robe and shit. Like, they're in, like, the middle of, like, the hills in Scotland, just beating the shit out of each other. Yes. The ancestors did. I don't know. That dude, that dude is not even going to have a cool story to tell where they're like, why is the left side of your face paralyzed? It's like, well, I, w- I was very into medieval ring fighting uh, very briefly. That career was cut short. Have you heard <laughs> Arthur from Edinburgh? And they're like, no. Well, the that- Arthur of Edinburgh? <laughs> oh, my helmet was bashed upon my head. It's still I'm just looking. The guy on the ground was holding the other person's shield for dear life. He knew the move he had to defend against. And it, it didn't work out. Yeah. Okay, I'm just looking at it. After the takedown, he's holding that shield. First, he puts it behind his back. And then he's just grabbing his arm. And then he gets free. Am I the only one who wants to do this now? Like, not versus yes. him. Against the other, perhaps, or, or another amateur. 
Um, like, I, I would rather do the kind where you just have foam swords and like. <laughs> oh, go back to the pool noodles in Walmart. Nerf. I, yes. Yeah. No, I want that fucking sword and shield and helmet. I want to dent somebody in that. I'd love to get hit with. Ah, oh, I bet it feels you great. I volunteer. You know it reminds <laughs> me of. I like, bet it doesn't feel great. Oh, feels good. It's a satisfying pain. I bet. I, I, it's a I bet. satisfying. Yeah, you're improving right? yourself. Yeah. So you know, sometimes you get hit and it feels good. You know, it's like ah, yeah, I'm really in it now. Like, like that would be great. That'd be fucking great. We used to have all kinds of sword fights. Like, like I, I was always mm-hmm. fascinated with sword fights. I watched uh, Princess Bride repeatedly as a kid, and uh, Inigo Montoya just fascinated me. This guy who trained his whole life to be good at one thing, um, in his quest for vengeance. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. We have to die. Yes. It's great. And so, like, we'd always have sword fights with, like, PVC or, like, yeah, I mean, we, we uh, sticks. We'd make our own swords, and then we'd start putting, like, uh, hand guards on them, and es- there would be a, a technology race, and yes. so we had some swords that were too powerful. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. There was always, like, a, an, an echelon of kid weapons where it got out of control, where it'd be like, <laughs> all right, we're going to, because I, I did this with my friends, too. It's very normal, I think, for young boys, where it's like, all right, we all got our standards uh, stick scimitars to beat each other with, and then someone has to be like, actually, I'm a forest pikeman. And it's like, <laughs> damn it. Well, now we all have to amp this up a bit. <laughs> ah, well, uh, now I've, I've got a bow and arrow, and it just shoots sticks not that hard. you know. And we made those. It wasn't that hard to make a bow and arrow that shot sticks like not that hard. And it's like, all right, but I made a bow and arrow as well. And actually, if you add a small rock to the end, rounded, rounded rock, so our parents would be fine with it. Uh, <laughs> rounded rock at the end, it goes much straighter. And then at the end, like just like all arms races, in the end, you just have to have a discussion and be like, guys, we're getting way too fucking hurt. I have an stink. AR-15 assault yeah. rifle. Yeah. <laughs> I will take no prisoners. We're going back to sticks and small rocks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so much. Think of think of a time where, I don't know if you, it sounds like you did too, Kyle, where you would just go out in the woods and spend hours and shit just like, playing around, making weapons. I obviously was into, like, the fantasy Lord of the Rings kind of shit, pretending out there, like, Nerd. fighting friends. Oh, fuck it. Like, I but, it, uh, like, I I loved that shit. It's hard to remember war, a time, that, like, I had more fun. Yeah, war. That's where but my story with the five-alarm fire comes from when we, you know, try to light that smoke bomb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I liked, uh, we would go in the woods and play paintball a lot. Um, I had paintball guns when I was 12. And uh, my dad was like, why would you only buy, why would anyone buy one paintball gun when clearly you need a set of paintball guns to play? That's like buying one skate or a baseball without the glove. Like you need two guns or, yeah. or you can't play with anybody. You're just going to be, it's target practice then. And the whole point is to shoot woods at somebody and have a battle. We had those, those little pump ones. Like You're thinking we had like, like six a, of those. A warrior yeah, those and not a bully. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, if you think like a bully, then one gun is, is, is the perfect amount. Ah, I, I, remember, I remember shooting cows with a paintball gun oh, on my gosh. grandpa's farm. Yeah. And I remember I was with my friend. We were both like maybe 10 and we had those, you know, shitty like pump the uh, paintball guns. The, the talon. talon. Yeah. We had a couple of those cheap ass talons where you shoot one kathunk, and then you have to like trying to get another one to go back down in there and like taking that little tiny canister out like oops I guess I shot it six times time to put another one of these in there and we for some reason we were like crawling through the woods being like it's going to be so funny when we shoot this cow and it runs off and it took us like eight nine shots from like 40 feet to realize like this thing doesn't even know we're there like it it's not even (laughs) registering these paintballs as a feeling much less uh, oh my goodness (laughs) Like, I just uh, thought it was fun to paint the cows all orange, and I'd ride around on, a, on the four wheeler and you know drive by, shoot them with the paintball gun. Also with a with a with a uh, uh, potato gun, I put my potato gun on the front of the four wheeler, and 
mounted it with duct tape so that it, you know, just so I could swivel it and fire it one handed yeah. and stuff. And I'd, I'd ride around and shoot the cows with a potato gun and that stuff. That's like yeah. potato guns a little bigger, but for like a paintball gun to a cow, that's like if somebody did a drive by to you where they just threw like a handful of uncooked rice at you. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh no. Like, <laughs> you just bounce right uh, off. Like, they didn't seem to care. Is it really? The cows, it seems like cows would still not like paintball. They don't like it, but you know, they don't, they don't hate it. It's so little. Also, they hated a lot less than a shotgun. We're not talking about gas powered, like like a heavy gas powered, mm. like whatever the fucking rating was for. Uh, it was the same. No, it was the same. It was still going about two hundred eighty-five or even more. The problem with those talons is you, it was really easy to modify them and make them shoot really fucking hard. Uh-oh. My brother-in-law and sister were always playing with those, and they didn't buy masks because they thought, "Oh, I bought a cheap Walmart gun. What, what, I don't need an industrial paintball mask. I'm not a professional." They sort of looked at it that way, and the next thing you know, one of them shot in the face, and like a tooth gets knocked out. My dad's like, "We play all the time. We've been playing for years. You definitely." need a mask like, like, like you absolutely <laughs> yeah. required equipment like it's it's not like it's not an option this is your mouth guard of boxing it's you need it yeah yeah let me do uh, uh, uh did we, all, we did all the advertisements yeah oh, i was excellent. like i don't know where he's going yeah. with this one yeah, um, um well i've I, got that video oh link, yes uh, oh yeah taylor's hockey video oh, of this man's leg being oh so this, this oh wait gentleman. that's what that was I missed. Yeah. I watched it twice, not noticing anything. He broke his. Yeah, so email. the uh, the guy on the Predators, the white team there. This was game one of the Blues versus Predators series last night. That guy had to go to the hospital because he broke his femur badly, I guess. And which leg? The the one the one le- the, the, the left, left leg. One? His left leg. The one that like bows up and then crumples. Uh, like the game was delayed for like half an hour because they're not allowed to start the game until a they replacement. Scoop him up. Like no 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 uh, no no they scooped him up that took a while but there's a rule that, that like big T? he he no that's uh, Bortuzzo so the guy that doing bothers. the hitting one of our defensemen Robert Bortuzzo he's six four like two forty or something the guy being hit is five ten and so it's a big size difference there but yeah they had to postpone the game for like half an hour as they took the stretcher out and wheeled the guy off and is then that- he left in an ambulance and they didn't have another ambulance there and so they literally had to like have the guys on the ice just waiting there for like 10 minutes as the hospital sent another ambulance over because you're not allowed to have the hockey game going unless another an ambulance is there in case someone gets like their throat cut or something but um, yeah we ended up losing the game. what a sport is yeah. that boarding? What's it, with the delay of game? Oh, well, <laughs> that gentleman broke his leg severely, so they had to take the ambulance. And Well, we can't play the game without at least one ambulance <laughs> here at a time. You know, in case a throat is slit or perhaps uh, an errant yeah. puck <laughs> kills a fan. Dude, that was the thing that bothered <laughs> me the most. Was there that a penalty? Video? Was there a penalty? No, there was no that? penalty. on it, the, no, in, At the end of that, there was like matching minors because some shit happened afterward. Mm. But that itself wasn't that. You can see him like start to fall and lose his edge in it. And yeah, that was... It really wasn't a very dirty hit at all. Like it was just kind of pushing him into the boards and it went badly. But sorry, Tucker, you were saying that you were worried. I would know that that like that that video of the guy getting his what is it his aorta or whatever the fuck cut and then the the doctor comes in is like in his neck holding the the jugular the the jugular yeah the jugular as he's like like there's this blood splurting out and i was like what the fuck like why do people play this game like this is so like alarming to me but then i was like oh football every other game is the same way i've seen enough like soccer like legs get broken in half and shit like that and that's just all of those bother me and yeah, he's go, to, injuries. go to 30 seconds in this one and you can see what you just described oh no 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 
30, 30 seconds. seconds. 27 seconds, 30 seconds, right around there. Oh, oh, that's yeah, a throat cutting. It, yeah. Yeah, that's a throat cutting. I didn't want to see that. I thought I was going to see a leg breaking. I didn't want to watch him bleed on the ice again. Oh, I thought you already saw the leg break. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought you had a new leg break that was even more gruesome or something like that. Uh, it's um, only a matter of time. I wanted to talk about that they released this Alien Covenant, Alien Covenant prologue uh, footage that's like, you know, it's supposed to be what happened after the Prometheus movie, but I don't think anybody here watches watched Prometheus or cares for the Alien I've movies. I've seen Prometheus, the movie. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I watched it when it came out. I don't remember all the little subtleties. Uh, you watching that hockey thing? Yeah, I watched yeah, it. Even even though though even Taylor, have you heard this too? That that one of the trainers was like a Vietnam medic, and that's the only reason he survived. Like, he yeah, it. yeah, because he, yeah, he, he reached in and grabbed yeah. the the jugular and pinched it off, and I was like, Yeah, he would have. Di- that guy would have died for sure. Like, I think, and that would have been the first death in the NHL since. Like the 30s, when I guess they, they didn't they didn't they always keep an die. ambulance on hand. Yeah, <laughs> you're not Back producing then, this just, postseason anyway. You there know? was just a hole in the pond ice, and they pushed them down into it, and away <laughs> they went. The Canadian burial. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that way, he's always with us. Yes. Uh, you can see his face floating up underneath the ice as motivation. Oh, and the penguins. remember to back check, or you'll end up like lazy Jesus defenseman, you know, Robbie. The penguins are playing tonight. How bad are they losing? Penguins won three to two against the Washington Capitals that t- into the second round now. Fucking a! But it's three to two, so it's I mean, it's a close game. Could have gone either way. Senators won over the Rangers tonight. That's got to be the. I don't think either one of those teams has a chance at winning the cup. I think they're going to lose to Penguins or Capitals. But yeah, Ducks mm. lost well, the to the Oilers. Split it on the surprising. road. And they come home with it, you know, tied up, home ice advantage. That'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. I really hope they fucking win it this year if the Blues can't. Just not the Penguins again. And actually, now the Hawks are out, I'm in a pretty good mood about the whole thing. <laughs> I, I know Kyle's not. You, you still have to get your next... I, I know. <laughs> you, you, gotta, you have to get your Nashville uh, Predators jersey. So that you can, you know, once again bandwagon it up. But <laughs> they're looking real good. They beat us last night four three. So close should game. be a it good was series. 3-3 at one point. Yeah. It took the Blues forty nine minutes uh, of playtime, which is 10, 11 minutes less than a game of playtime, to score more goals than Chicago did against the Predators in four games. Just as a, another little like twist into how badly Chicago did this postseason. So are you bragging uh, about that loss? A little about the, oh yeah. About that, yeah. It's, it's I was on the just, hockey subreddit. Chicago. I was on the <laughs> hockey subreddit, and Jets. somebody, some, uh, some Hawks fan was like, "This is horse shit. This is just complete <laughs> bullshit." Like, 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 like <laughs> we, we should just play it over because the outcome <laughs> was so far from what should happen that it should just be replayed. And he almost had me going for a second. I was like, "Wow." He is making a few key points here. The statistics <laughs> just don't match up. And then I started reading the other comments, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're right. I'm a like whatever the fuck Jacksonville Penguins fan, and 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 I wish we could just play the whole season over because I don't <laughs> think it went fair for us either." And the guy was like, "Yeah, I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan, and I'd love to be able to go back a few weeks and let's just play the Patriots one more time and get it right this time." <laughs> to be fair, the Jacksonville Penguins have never won a game. Not That's one. True. They are on the, the longest uh, cold streak in NHL history. Not a single yes. one. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that post yet. as well. I, I really... Uh, oh, 
I, j- I just love postseason hockey. It's so intense. There's so much hitting. Chiz is actually getting into it now. He's messaging me with games he's watching. Like, oh, yeah. this is a real rip-roaring good one. And, like, knowing Chiz, maybe he's fucking with me. But I think he's being genuine with this, and he's he's enjoying it enough to even watch. And it, it helps so much these from California. I enjoy that you guys have a kind of a rivalry. Chiz you and, and Chiz. Uh, it's there. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> I think it's just a general dislike. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, that's, no, that, that's there with everyone. Yep. Yeah, I guess so. But <laughs> I mean, he's a Jew. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> I mean, he's, uh, purportedly. He's, he's, you know I what? I took a blood so sample last he's time. He's not I saw him. actually I a Jew, right? Jesus is not a Jew by blood, but he's Jewish, right? Like, he's, he's a little Jewish, right? Come he's on. Very <laughs> no, no, he's just, he has, he has Jew like aspects. He's Jewish. Ah, he's Jewish. Yeah, yeah. So he's not Jew. He's, he's not Jewish. He's Jewish. Ish mm-hmm. with the emphasis on the ish. Yes. Yeah, he exudes <laughs> some of the characteristics of a Jew. That's all. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I know Chiz listens to these. Keep watching hockey, Chiz. I know. I know you're actually liking it, even if it's a long con. Some of it. Some of it. You know, he's gonna come out and be like, "This sport sucks. I wasn't watching any of it the whole time, idiot." Like. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, um, it's a fun sport that when okay. people give it a shot, they like it. Except for Kyle. Trump's tax plan? Have you guys paid attention to it at all? Going from yes. seven brackets down to three. I, I, I think it's I was four, in, but I'm, I don't I even was told that it, I didn't follow. Oh, it's uh, four, but one of them's zero. I don't know. Count it how you will. Uh, we all benefit in a positive way. Yep. That's kind of it. Like, uh, if you're self-employed or a contractor, or if you have any incentive to... Uh, to to drop yourself into a so uh, pass through corporation like you're you're chilling, like I it doesn't matter if you think it's wrong like I'm not agreeing with it but I benefit from it so like there you go, you know, yeah huh. and you know yeah and, and then so, more money like, in your pocket's probably a good thing, you know what to do with your money, yeah. oh yeah, well, I'm not an idiot I don't have I just a nice feel car. like like if if they give <laughs> if they uh, like cut. <laughs> Like a wealthy man's taxes in half, and then cut yours by five percent. Is it still okay to be like, eh, we all benefit? Yeah. No, 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 no. I no. I mean, we do all benefit, but like, I don't benefit as much. Like, I feel like it's, uh, you know, an Applebee's steak is still steak. It doesn't mean it's good. Like, you're comparing two things that are. Like, I'm saying personally, I will benefit from this. I won't benefit nearly as much as anybody higher up than me and i will benefit way more than people below me i do still benefit doesn't mean that i think it's right i'm just saying like as a fact of the matter thing did mm. you hear what uh old lion ted cruz was saying about this el chapo bill i think it's being called now uh, he said el that chapo. el chapo has a personal fortune of 15 to 20 billion dollars as one of the biggest narco uh smugglers on the globe and that we should seize that money and that will build the wall. Good for and honestly, honestly that, when honestly, I heard this that, is a twist I, was I like, didn't see. This is a twist I didn't see coming. And <laughs> if it, if it panned out, that would be a great season ender. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be like that'd be a Walking Dead? Like, are we going to survive? Like, coral, shit, and then like it. it finally, yeah, and it'd be like, oh my god, you got El Chapo's money. Well, goddamn, Trump. Like, my, I guess okay. Like, my favorite thing is that they named the bill. Isn't it called the El Chapo bill? <laughs> they they named it after a guy who got rich off of building tunnels under walls. Like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> like 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. I, is that a There's real a thing? After, but do right? they know where the money is? Can they actually get his money? Well, yeah, he's got global assets. They can seize it. That's what Ted Cruz is saying. And, and he'd never tell us a lie. No. Old, li old lion Ted Cruz. Um, no. I love this idea. It's beautiful. I like it for the same reason that I've liked Donald Trump all along. It's like, oh, that's hilarious. You can't write that shit. I just watched five seasons of the West Wing, and there's nothing that ridiculous in there. And they got House some silly shit. can't do this shit. Yeah. No. House of Cards. Like, what the fuck? Because Trump is so 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 crazy. I, if I'm the, if I'm writing House of Cards, I'm like, shit. Real life is more ridiculous than, really? than what we wrote. Next season of House of Cards, how funny would it be if like some like really really rich entrepreneur style guy came in and challenged uh, Underwood for the ticket, and he started doing all this same kind of shit of you know talking shit. Maybe it could be Trump. Maybe you know throw. They literally out. hire oh. Trump after he's in peace. Starring President. That's how you get yes, the news. Starring President Trump. Trump. <laughs> Like, 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 like the fucking show comes on. The credits are rolling, right? Robin Wright Penn. Oh yeah, yeah, great, great. She's back this season again. Then, then you get President Donald J. Trump. As what? Uh, oh, can that... you imagine how often he would make mistakes and like break the fourth wall, like Frank, but not in like the tactful way and like that he doesn't know how to act well kind of way, where he'd be like, "Now, Mr. President, I mean, uh, incumbent Trump. That's your, uh, you know, competitor, you know." Uh, Candidate Trump is your fucking character now. You got to tell Underwood that you're not afraid of him. It's like, Underwood, I'm absolutely not afraid of you. I'm coming after you, just like I came against all of my opponents in the real election, <laughs> Hillary Clinton. And like, no, 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 no. Oh, oh my God. Oh, we're still in the first scene. Can we re We can't rewrite it? We can't. We already booked him. Fuck. Okay. Um, send him back to Mar-a-Lago, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> we're going to GFX him in. Can we get Alex with the filler? <laughs> Uh, oh man, that would be fucking funny if he like guest starred in a. In a uh, house that of would make my life complete. Like like above all and beyond anything, just just let him guest star in an episode of House of Cards from prison. I don't give a if he goes to prison, like go to prison and be like, yo, he's like giving advice on this guy how to like usurp the U.S. government. Like just get him in there <laughs> somehow. It would be really funny, really yeah. funny to see him in there. Just because, well, they would never do it, but ah. Oh. That'd be hysterical. He's, it's a shame he's uh, he's so old that he's not gonna live long after the presidency. But, but this is funny. Imagine some like, of the you antics. You were young, but remember when McCain was running against Obama, and the big thing was like, this is Obama's first term. He ran against McCain. The second one was Romney, and McCain looked terrible. He looked like death. One side of his face was all swollen, and he like can't shake hands or something. And that's from and, the war. Yeah, but yeah. he did look old. It, it doesn't matter. He, he's a high mileage guy. And a lot of them were like, you know, one heartbeat from the presidency is Sarah Palin, right? You know, McCain is so old and fragile that, uh, you know, that, that, you know, him and Palin is a scary ticket. Eight years in, McCain's still alive, and so is his mom. Hmm. McCain's mom is alive. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, had I, had I known that in 2008, I would have maybe been a little more like, all right. This guy's got longevity in the family. He'll, he'll Jimmy Carter's, that means nothing. Jimmy Carter's still alive. Jimmy Carter's still alive. He could come back and do another term. <laughs> he um, could Jesus, technically, not. couldn't he? Yeah, because <laughs> he was such a failure the first time. Well, yeah. Not the worst living Fucking president. pussy. True. <laughs> Fucking pussy. <laughs> Just so much rage at Carter. <laughs> Goddamn Iranians. Yep. Yeah, he yeah. didn't. Farming fuck.
I, he did have a good line. He 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 wrote. He said something recently. He's like, they made me give up my peanut farm, and Donald Trump's allowed to keep a whole corporation and control the world. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they did make him give up his peanut farm. And that's horseshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I, I just, really made him. Give what up I like his to do farm is they or... did. Like like he had. To, yeah, he had. To, I he take had to, Trump. Like, get rid of his ownership of his peanut farm back in the day. Take Trump and paint it blue, right? So that Trump is number one guy is Chelsea's husband. Right. And Chelsea's in there going over to Germany, meeting with Merkel. Like you guys wouldn't like no one would like that. They'd be like, this is obvious nepotism. And what qualifications does her husband have? And and, I don't like that either. Yeah. Like the whole the whole Ivanka. You can't be like all gung ho about Ivanka and then also be like, ah, but if Chelsea was in there, too, that would be a travesty. But it's Mm because it's like, well, no, like I didn't. you, You shouldn't be voting for all these people's children to come in and take jobs. So that's a valid complaint. This guy, Jared Kushner, her husband, has like so many responsibilities and everyone says how smart he is. Turns out he got into Harvard. um, He didn't have the grades or the scores for it, but his father donated two and a half million. It's in a book called The Price of Tuition. Like it's it's out there. It's been out there for a while. and this guy, so you're saying he pays his fair share every his, step his of the way. Does, Tell me yeah. more about this man. Yeah, another thing, and, and this is John Oliver talking, so it's all biased and such. But uh, he's John. like, you don't know what his voice sounds like. You don't know what his voice you're sounds right. like. Right? None of us. Yeah, know what it and like. and they, they they have him talking, but it's dubbed over with Gilbert Gottfried, and he's like, but you don't know for sure that's not him. You have no idea. It's 2017, I've... people. My arguments don't need to have real weight. I'm making an emotional appeal with a British accent. You know, is most of his show. I, I hear well, you, but yeah. this guy, Jared Kushner, is responsible seemingly for most of the government. And, uh, yeah, I, um, I well, don't know this he's, guy. He's getting called. I don't think that's true. Oh, he's look yeah, at he's his got a hand. He's the got a hand. It's literally right, his job hand. is like to reform the government or something. You know, I'll look for it. I think he's a senior advisor, isn't he? The uh, point is he has way is, too much influence for whatever yeah. the fuck he's done. But my favorite part is he got called. The Pentagon announced today that they're uh, opening or continuing, insert adjective, an investigation calling uh, for public uh, uh, public testimonies from uh, people like Sally Yates, including Jared Kushner. And my favorite thing is I was, I, my immediate thought is, oh, fuck, like, we get to hear him speak. Like, I've never, like, this guy is in photo ops, but, like, truly, like, do we know what he, he sounds like? He could sound like Elmo or, like, something, which would be the greatest plot twist ever if he sounds My like, thing is, Hi. though, <laughs> yeah, he's got some, like, can, I, can I tell you why voice? I, <laughs> let me tell you why I think a little Doesn't bit match. of Jared Kushner. He, he landed Ivanka Trump. I feel like if it, he was able to get that deal done, Give him a shot at Middle East peace. Because I don't think any of us here have what it takes to secure the, the, the first and most important deal that he ever made, which was securing Ivanka Trump. Even with his billions, I'm not sure we could get it done. But he did. A lot of billions. And that, that has to mean something. Um, I, my funniest thing, what, the funniest thing I heard was when they're, they're talking about he's in charge of Middle East peace. Um, I, I don't know what sort of... Um, what you, Dude, you let me give you the list. Yeah, what does that mean? His to-do Middle list East. includes Middle East peace... China talks, improve ties with Mexico, innovate government, which is where I said most of the government, criminal innovate. justice reform, and then here's another list. It's mostly the yeah, same. Yeah, but if you avoid crisis like that, management, um, I don't think all this is like on his plate. Yeah, right. this, this is, this is like this is, a. The, I know, but the way that's phrased, it's meant to make you think like nobody else is working on this shit. It's just this. Guy. Like, no, it's it's not just him 
you know, masterminding Does all this shit. Does it make shit. it better it's, that he has a hand in all of that, though? Like, even if it's just a hand, I'm still like, he, what the he fuck are you doing in here? He, yeah, he shouldn't have a hand in it. I don't know that much about him. I know he was successful before that. I'm just saying that the way that that list is made, it's meant to try and get you to think, oh, he's in charge of all this stuff, and he let go all these other government people that could have been working on it, too. It's like, no, not really. Like, yeah, he's working on that stuff, and he's not the only... It's not. He's not sitting in a room by himself with 10 feet of documents. But he's literally going, in charge right, of those things. First, he is the top guy of all on Middle East peace, innovate the government, liaison to Mexico, liaison to China. He's the top guy on all those things. And I took this and I was like, huh, like take that, couple it with the knowledge. I'm going to get the numbers wrong. But there was something like 500 jobs that require congressional approval. And Trump has submitted 24 of them so far. Yeah, it's uh, it's under 30. I remember reading. Uh, yeah. Similar. So it, now to Trump's credit, he's like, we don't want all 500 of those. But you can also see like there's a total mismatch. Like no one's working there anymore, and that's why Jared Kushner, in my mind, has all the jobs. Like he just there's no one else to hand it to. When I hear that, what I what I think is that like okay, he gets CC'd on all of that, and he has a a voice in all of that. And I think that he definitely under the current administration, which is Donald J. Trump, he should be in in as many pies as we can possibly get him in because he's the guy that Donald Trump listens to, trusts and can work with like it, it, it may be all fine and good if some republican from ohio was the one on one of those things and some republican from, from florida was on another but they may, may not be able to work with donald trump and apparently this jared kushner guy can i i think under the scenario we're in the best thing is probably that he has somebody that he can work with with fingers in a lot of pies because he doesn't seem to work well with others and maybe has a and issue trusting inside the White House. You see all of those leaks that come out. It must be difficult to uh, to trust people. Uh, I think it has like the idea down. that really they're just not doing it, right? If they if they put every job that they don't care about on one guy's plate, then like innovate the federal government. Oh, I don't think that those right? are yeah, but that's jobs not that he's not really going to innovate the federal government, right? That's not a thing that will get accomplished. But My issue is entirely the fact that he was not confirmed by the governing bodies of the United States, and he is entirely inept for whatever the fuck he's doing. I guess he's inept. At I least, don't know anything at about least him. In my, at, le at least in my, the publicly available knowledge, it does not seem like he has the proper credentials to fulfill the duties that have been delegated to him. I have no problem with anybody being involved in a situation where they might be able to communicate with Trump in some way. I have no problem with uh, an expert, but my thing is like, at least like jump through the hoops <laughs> that are that have been jumped through solely for the fact that, like, you know, maybe you weed, you, you weed out somebody that's not qualified. Like, maybe that happens. If it doesn't and he's still an existing, like, at least you have that on your plate. But like, I, I, I'm surprised I think how cool that... it would be if we bent, went back to, like, you know how they used to do stuff in Athens where it'd be, like, every single person served as a senator, like, all the citizens, or they'd be like, oh, hey, I know it's your yeah. two years or your year, whatever, to be on the Senate of Athens or whatever. And they'd be like, all right, this is my, part of my public service. And at the end of, you know, they'd vote and do what they did. And at the end of it, it'd be like, all right, you're out, another citizen in. Like, because, like, even our founding fathers didn't mean for government to be, like, a job. They didn't mean for it to be like, oh, you become a senator, and then you stay a senator for 60 years, and that's what you did. You just were right. a senator. You make lots of regulations about a private market that you've never competed in, so you have no perspective, and that's what you do. Like, that's not what it was meant to be. Think of how right. cool it would be if we did something like that. Like, it'd be borderline impossible with 300 million people. It would be people. so 
dumb. But, but I would at least pay would... for the pay-per-view to hear the ha- the the fucking there has meetings to be where a somebody's qualification like... <laughs> level at that point. Okay, somebody comes up, I shit myself, and you're like, well, he has an equal voice. It's like, well, who who's voting for new pants for that guy? I'm <laughs> voting for new. <laughs> I'm not sitting in a room full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to co-sponsor the Lysol bill. Uh, my deputy co-sponsors uh, that it be mint. Would yeah. you like to cover that shit smell up immediately? It is the mint lifestyle bill against child pornography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Now none of them will vote against it, you know? <laughs> Which is what, what they I, 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 what they do I, right now. Yeah. I don't mind Jared Kushner because I feel like he's, he's probably the anti-Steve Bannon. It seems like from what you hear from the outside that they're very opposed. And we all know Steve Bannon is more of a nationalist uh uh, white pride kind of guy, maybe, maybe a little racist. Uh, you know, it owns a right-wing pro-Israel paper in, in Israel. Well, those are the good guys, right? So, well, uh, I, I was kind of backing up your point that he's pretty nationalist. Yeah, he's pretty nationalist. So, and, and then you got, Kush, so I feel like Kushner is as much a voice of reason as anything. I, it doesn't look good from the outside in when you hear one guy who, who doesn't seem qualified to us is in charge of so many things. I just don't know what the reality and the working cogs are on the inside. Like, to be like, like one of the biggest piece, my guiding uh, like uh, piece of information that, that helps me know how the, the inside of a White House works is watching the fucking West Wing, right? Like, like, like where else do you get this information? So I'm like, oh, OK, so that's that guy's job and that's this guy's job. And each of them have like underlings and I'm like picturing the whole structure. And then I, I, I turn on CNN. I'm like, Donald Trump does not have a Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump doesn't have a Toby or Rob Lowe either. There are no Rob Lowe's in that building. Like, like he, I think he, the biggest thing, the biggest difference between a real life politician like White House or State Capitol versus like that West Wing, what I imagine, I've never watched West Wing or House of Cards thing, is that in House of Cards and West Wing, I assume, they're always on the move. They're always doing stuff. They've always got lots shit of to do. And talking. They're, 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 they're packed yes, to the gills. We're politicians. We're busy people. We've got things to do. In real life, I guarantee there's not a fucking fifth as much work happening there as no, we want because they could just no that's wrong. not true let me tell that's you how i know because there's a there, there's a special episode of the west wing where at the time it was made it was like um they made i think it went from 99 to like 2004 or 2005 somewhere in there um so like in the special episode it's like half the cast and them talking about what they do and half their real life counterparts so bill clinton is in there um, like and and multiple counterparts to the show's characters are in there, and they're talking about how like yeah, you make six hundred dollars a week, and you give up your family for four years. There is no family. I didn't see my wife. I didn't see my children. They're all talking about like massive sacrifices and the workload of just ridiculous hours that go on into weekends and holidays. Every morning, uh, you know, no sleep, no family. No private time. It's just devotion. Yeah, to Taylor's it seems point, like such a selfless that, thing. Those I completely senators. agree with Taylor that there's probably some FBI translator who takes three-hour lunches every day or, or something like that. Well, oh, the senators, you know, government jobs, and people in the house. Uh, those guys raise money most of the time. That's that's they yes. spend all their time making phone calls. Um, but uh, and the West Wing, I'm pretty sure they're pretty busy. Yeah, it's a fun yeah. I'm sure they all, the, all age ten years in four years. You know. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a difference between those two those two sections. So like, yeah, I, like there's de- the the run like the average politician is not like in between meetings with a three minute interval to be like yes, but I have to sign off on this damaging proposal. Like yeah. and, you know, and like do this in the walk. 
But like yeah. those that are involved with the upper level are absolutely just like giving up their life for it, which makes sense. And it and as it should be, honestly. Yeah. I was I, like when I found out how many times people just don't vote, like they just don't show up and vote. Like I was baffled makes that me there so are mad. so many people who are elected who it's like, well, I'm just I'm I'm out of town. No, I can't can't do it. You know, I can't be made to make a difficult decision. So I'm going to be, you know, on hiatus or on are they missing what, those whatever votes, you though? call it. Like, I'm just playing devil's advocate because I'm not really sure. But a lot of those votes are on like renaming post offices and shit like that. Is that what they're I know, missing? but that's that. No, a lot of them aren't. Like they're missing important things that would damage them, where they could instead mm. say like, "Oh, this guy, this Democrat voted against this," you know, uh, and then he could be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't vote against anything. I did not go. <laughs> I just wasn't there. I did. I just abstained. thought that issue was like, you know, I abstained. It, cr- it blew my mind. I, I, mm-hmm. I totally didn't think of it. Like that's more. I, if they're like, "Hey, what do you want to name this post office?" and it's like. I don't know. Just throw George. Just show Washington on it. Who gives a fuck? Like, all right, passed. It's our seventieth Washington Post office. It's fine. Like, but that's not how it goes ever because of our shitty fucking government. You would never have a bill to just rename a post office. There'd be so much pork in there. First of all, we couldn't just name it George Washington Post Office. We'd have to name it uh, after like some some military guy who was the cousin of the governor. It'd be Jimmy John's fucking post office because he got shot somewhere. And and then on the other hand, we'd have to figure out wh- who's going to make the art that adorns this new post office. we got to put art in there, right? Well, where's the art come from? Well, we have a donor who makes this art. Their, their gallery is actually donating quite a bit of money to the campaign. We're going to buy several pieces from them at a, a cost of $300,000. There will always be pork in there and bullshit. Yeah. It, it's, it's a flawed system. It's so awful to... The more you learn about it, the more you hate our uh, our system of government. Yeah. yeah, the more you hate lots of forms of government because you're just annoyed by inefficiency. But and like Churchill said, that's kind of it all, Yeah, it's all down to it. It's all inefficiency and like, I hate lack the corruption. Of... That's that's my frustration. And and lobbyists, right. the Dude, lobbyists so, in particular. Yeah, that's like I, let me let me interject by saying that the thing that made me the most of like absurdly annoyed is when I when they printed out the. Uh, I believe it was the um, uh, net neutrality lobbyist list where it was mm-hmm. like anybody who's taking money from a, uh, an internet or cable lobbyist group and they put the sums that they receive. And I was like, these motherfuckers are selling so my life for less than I would do a sponsor deal for a mobile game. <coughs> like, how fucking shitty are you at making a deal that you're like, yeah, three grand for this? Like, yup, <laughs> put that in my right? fucking... Well, I mean, a lot of them have never have never been in the private sector, and so we need a lobbyist. We need our own lobbyist. Let us we lobby be a for them. Let's <laughs> lobby for the congressman to lobby against the lobbyists. I am. Um, yeah, there's two things that are frustrating in the last month or so. One of them I mean, is when corrupt. they made it so that they could sell your private browsing data, you know, to advertisers. Oh my God, like tapping a phone and selling your phone calls. And uh, the other now is the net neutrality wars back on and. Like, I, I watch these things, and it's like, man, every time someone tells me that there's no difference between Republicans and Democrats going forward, I'm going to be like, there's a difference. There's a difference. Like, these guys are just flipping the things that Obama did, not passed by Congress, because that's much harder to flip. But the things that were just executive orders, they just, they just undo all that shit. And, and the other side wants to kill babies and take your guns away. So weigh that out, America. <laughs> but we're pro-killing babies on this show. 
Absolutely. We're done. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, that is true. Yeah, we have a mixed bag. I support abortion <laughs> with firearms. <laughs> Dude, if the Democrats would just drop the fucking gun thing. You know, because the Republicans have, it seems to me, at least two-thirds drop the whole gay thing, you know, where they just hate on gay people all the time for no fucking reason. Uh, if the Democrats would do that with guns, then they would get more votes. Yeah. I uh, yeah. see the abortion doctor coming in like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get uh, we got the numbing. We gave you the numbing, local numbbing. Yeah. Right? Like, this will just yeah, take the a local second. anesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucked. That's super <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucked up. Uh, <laughs> and we arrived oh. here. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Not the same. Not the same. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we should talk politics anymore. <laughs> we, hit, we, hit, we hit that nail on the head there. Uh, I thought the Sterling Covenant trailer was cool. Can we watch it for for anyone who has seen? Who has seen What's the timeline um, on this new Alien? Is this like a prequel Alien? Is all it... right. So God, I'm I'm probably gonna get this wrong, but this clip that I've linked is a prologue in the uh, in the next Alien movie, which shows us um, how uh, how the uh, how the movie. Um, Prometheus, uh, what happened after the events of Prometheus. So this clip shows us what happened after the events of Prometheus um, and probably some way comes into play and affects the new Alien Covenant movie, but the new Alien Covenant movie is apart from what we're about to see, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Not to me, but I'll watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> Ready, set, play. I'll have to backfill because I haven't watched any of the other movies. <laughs> yeah. I'm caught up to 1984. <laughs> oh, this is the one about Prometheus. Oh, okay, never mind. So I have seen that. I don't, I don't even know. Prometheus. I haven't seen any except for like the very first one. Is Prometheus in the Marvel Universe? The Prometheus yeah. was destroyed. No, he's not a superhero. All hands I'm were lost. But I escaped with Elizabeth in one of their ships. I was badly injured on our mission. She put me back together. I'd never experienced such compassion. Certainly not from Mr. Wayland. Or from any human. Green to green. Red to red. It's meant to be simple. I'm doing my best. That robot guy is annoying as shit in Prometheus. We were able to activate their ship and set course for their homeworld. We were finally going to meet our creator. This is so awesome. How long? Flying the ship. To me, as an alien fan, because that thing he's in. What if they're no better than us? So long as they are no worse. Sleep tight. I'll wake you when we arrive. David's holding a grudge. So he's mad at her? No, he's mad <laughs> at the engineers, these guys who uh, started the uh, the entire race of humanity. They had, they, they'd flown like light years and light years to, and to find these alone. engineers. And it turned out that the one they found was just I brutal and killed way. his creator, his father. And they so now did. they've taken the ship. They're flying Our back to where the engineer basically giant pigs that were fitted saw this is their plan and i don't know the backstory we're about to see but it seems like the arrival of this long gone ship is being celebrated 
by like the entire population of this city to be flooding in this city. They really don't that. But they don't hate. This is the same series with Ridley Scott and stuff, right? Yeah. Look on my works, you mighty and despair. Oh, that's hmm. it. Well, I mean, it looks interesting. Well, I feel like I need to watch them. And despair. At the end there, in case you didn't catch it, like he's about to unleash this uh, <laughs> this huge space bomber on the alien planet using the Black Ooze uh, bioweapon from the uh, the Prometheus movie. I really love those movies. I feel movies. like I need to watch maybe three more movies to understand this trailer. I'm, you probably do. I'm, you need to watch at least one, which is Prometheus, um, and is not a great movie, but it's, just, it's, it's a Lego that fits into the set, and you won't know how the castle works unless you watch it. Hmm. All the alien movies are good though. I like Alien One, Alien, Aliens, and uh, after that, it's it's not that. I great. watched alien the one where 3. they shave their heads because of lice or something. I think that's the prison planet. They uh, her ship mm -hmm. crash lands on the prison planet, um, and it's just her and all of these neutered men. They're all uh, like castrated. That's why they don't rape her. They have to like, write that in right away, right? Mm -hmm. like, like, well, you're telling me a woman crashed on a prison planet? Oh, they just rape her to death? No, no, they're all castrated. Oh, okay. So, so then what happens? Um, and they fight the aliens on that planet. And then she dies at the end. And then they resurrect her in Alien 4 Resurrection, where she's like an alien-human hybrid with all these super fucking skills. Uh, and then there's the, all those tanks of the mistakes of her that are like, blah, 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 kill me, <laughs> kill me, blah, 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 blah. Wow. Um, and then Prometheus is like a prequel to all of them uh, that takes you back and, and shows you how all of it got started. And even how like the human race originated, the, these these engineers came to our planet and seeded it with their DNA, and it, it, there's this whole big scene uh, that that shows that off. So yeah, yeah I, I like it a lot. That I, happens I like in Star movies. Trek too. That same plot. And then, I, I, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, in Star Trek. They, oh wait, which one are you talking about? The um, when they use the Genesis probe? I think so. And and oh, they, no, no, they no. meet like an original person. Movie. Yeah, and he explains. Like, oh, yeah, it was our DNA that populated all these things. That's why Klingons and humans and Vulcans all yeah. look so similar. A lot of people don't know that episode, <laughs> and that's, like, one of those things that explains why they why, – what about the Angles, Gandalf? And, like, we're always like, why does everyone in the Star Trek universe fucking look alike? We're all bipedal. We all have two arms and a head with a mouth and a Budget, couple eyes. Budget, I assume. <laughs> Budget, of course. <laughs> but, but some fine writer out there said, hey, hey, hey. What if one super ancient race had went and spread their DNA across mm -hmm. many planets across this galaxy and, and then allowed it to evolve from that starting point, uh, however it may to... to it's pretty you know, clever. Be, it was very clever. And yeah. I like that. I like Star Trek. I used to hate Star Trek. I thought it was like... Because of the Picard version, which I liked at the time, I now think of Star Trek as like star office workers, right? Like the... And, but you watch the movies now, and they are extra, star extreme sports players, you know? And it, everything is about skydiving, bungee jumping, and motocross and shit like that. I don't like the... I hate <clears> the... Uh, I don't like the new movie. I don't like the third one, and on rewatch, I don't like the second one either. Um, what I don't like is some of what you do like. Because it's supposed to be about, like, a, a united nations of scientists going out and doing science. And every now and then, yeah, we got to kick some ass. we got to punch a lizard man. We mm -hmm. got to uppercut a Klingon. We got to shoot a bunch of people or blow some people up or threaten to eradicate a whole race if you're Picard. But for the most part, we're the, we're the United Nations of scientists and we're fucking out here learning. 
and I don't know, the new ones. It's like any excuse they can possibly come up with to throw the Beastie Boys soundtrack on there. You'd have thought they'd have at least had, like innovated a little bit, like like not play the same fucking song in three movies in a row. Did they like, do like, that literally? Yes, they I keep playing notice. that same goddamn song over Dude, and over. Like put the ACDC was... in there. I... If fucking <clears throat> ACDC rolled out, that would get you pumped up all over I'm again. I'm probably if... wrong, but I like to think that Kirk is the like X Games division of Starfleet, you know, and that the rest of them are what you're looking for, but we're following along a uh, whatever extreme sport acrobatics. The way I the way athlete. I look at all the captains, they all have their their own attributes and stuff. Kirk's thing is he's a wild card a bit. He he's uh, he has a flair for the original. Fearless. He doesn't like rules. If he can find a way to go around the rules and still get the correct result, he's perfectly fine with that. He's rebellious. He's impulsive. Uh, and he's physical, uh, both sexually with the, the alien bitches and uh, with his with his fucking dukes. If a if a fucking Morlock or wizard man wants to come at him, you know he just doesn't mm -hmm. care. Then you got Picard, who's the thinking man's captain. He's a bit of a delegator. He you never saw him throw a punch. Ah, he threw a few Sometimes, punches, but, but not yeah. much. Mostly judo, right? He did a lot of throws <laughs> and stuff, and then he'd like hammer fish you once in the head, and you'd go to sleep or something. Like Mostly Picard's not a physical guy. Phasers on stun. That's his style. It, Picard's definitely the thinking man's captain. He's the one who can wink at number one and like nod at number two, and like the whole room knows what's up. And they're a mm -hmm. cohesive band of people who like they're all geniuses, and that's a big part of it. And then you got Cisco uh, in Deep Space Nine, and he's he's a little bit of a mixture of both of them. He'll throw a punch and he'll outthink you. He'll out he'll strategize against you. But if if it comes down to it, he'll fly a warship right into your planet and 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 make war upon you. And then Janeway's just a real stupid cunt who. Uh, <laughs> Who's stuck by the Prime Directive for like 99 years in the Gamma Quadrant and let her people get all old and, and die and stuff when she should have been selling that technology and, and raping and pillaging to get them back home the whole time. And then Enterprise with Bacula is just, they try real hard, but all I can do is stare at Jolene Blaylock's ass and her lips, depending on which way she's facing the camera. And, uh, and I just get lost after a while. Mm. That's a pretty good breakdown right there. I want to fuck Jolene Blaylock so bad. <laughs> <laughs> And Jerry Ryan, who played Seven on Nine, I always develop some weird fetish for like the hot chicks on Star I Trek. Like every single Star Trek, there's a chick or two. For Seven of Nine, though, I could never tell how much of it was her costume. Oh, that chick! I is think hot. you could. She she's was dating hot. this politician, and they were going to all these sex clubs, and it came out in a big scandal. She's fucking sexy and hot and down to fuck, and she's 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 like a model. She's got she's very nice body. I need to see her body outside a costume because I think you could have taken. What if I've got an, an, ordinary, like, <laughs> an ordinary attractive woman, put her in that costume, and she would be extraordinary. That thing was like form-fitting and shaping and all that fun stuff. So Kyle's going to look for some 7 and 9 yeah, porn. Yeah, Kyle's going to try and find some shit. Yeah, oh, there's wanna... so much 7 of 9 porn, like, like an, both anime, like, like animated 7 of 9 porn. And, of course, you can get into all kinds of nonsense. 7 of Star 9? Trek. Universe. That was her character's name. She was a Borg, which is uh, like like uh, this half this cyborg race is like they're like half human, half organic. They're, uh, they're they're flying around, assimilating everything, making it all part of the collective. Um, and so they 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 took her out of that collective and took out a bunch of her implants and gave her back her individuality. But she still goes by her old moniker of Seven of Nine because that's how they designate units in the Borg collective. So I'm finding her hot, but kind of like. Typical Hollywood hot. She looks oh, like. <laughs> all right, she looks <clears throat> like late '90s hot. 
Hmm. She's absolutely not like the attract the hot that I like. I myself, I don't look at her and I'm like, I would hit that. I would go after like she's on the cover of Maxim. That that I understand, but she, uh, for whatever it's worth, reminds me of like a motherly version of like her daughter is probably smoking, but like her herself, like she, I don't know, man. She's she's definitely attractive. There's no denying. Just it, not it, my okay. type. Just one of, one of these pictures the- is hosted on a site called WikiFeet. Which oh, is, yeah, you don't know about WikiFeet? If you'd like to become a member, it's three ninety nine a month. Um, we have the hottest pics of all your favorite celebrities' feet. Um, <laughs> unlimited downloads. You we got not unlimited ratings on them and shit. We got feet with peanut butter on them. We got poop feet. Poop <laughs> feet. <laughs> uh, so those are the first two that come to mind. Yeah. She's totally good looking, but amongst the other Hollywood like women who are known for being hot, I, I'm finding her bottom half. You know, amongst the dimes. I don't know how to phrase it. She does have a very strong chin, and, and I can't even tell if she's got a 5 o'clock shadow from most of these pictures. <laughs> you can see why you're a little turned off. You know, I, know I, I like what I like. <laughs> uh, but, but Julian Blaylock's super fucking hot. Like, she's also wearing a similar bodysuit, but she's Vulcan in the Enterprise and her ass. And, like, they're always having to take a shower. In Star Trek Enterprise, they take more showers than fucking the Picard ever fired photon torpedoes. <laughs> there are more showers in that one than there are per- torpedoes in the rest of them because like they're constantly like, oh, we got contaminated. We <laughs> have to spend six hours together in the shower now. And in the sonic shower, like nothing happens. It's sonic, so I, I imagine it's shooting like ultrasonic sound waves at you that you can't hear and just like what an like, unsatisfying it, like, shower right? i stand it, in this room naked <laughs> it just not it just like knocks the filth off you and it collects at the floor i guess and everybody's feet are real dirty by the end i, I don't know how it even fucking works but like they're in there and she's like covering her titties like with one arm and there's just there's like an inch and a half of ass crack and all the cleavage that that channel can show the constantly every episode well oh, I'll have to check and if out. you go back on netflix to the old next generation episodes Find the one where Worf is having some sort of a sexual uh, liaison with this Klingon bitch. She's like half Klingon. I think she's Alexander, his son's mother. And at one point, she's wearing like this spandex suit, and she comes in and smashes a table or something. And and when she goes into smash mode and raises her arms, you got so much camel toe. I can see the cleft of her pussy, the whole thing. Because uh, the best part about those old shows like that, Star Trek in particular, the, the original Star Trek, uh, and Next Generation, they were filmed with, especially the original, filmed with those old-timey, shitty film cameras. Ah, we bring that shit up to HD, and all of a sudden, <laughs> those costumes are not appropriate. There's titties and ass in the old Star Trek from the 60s. Ohura's ass is always out. It's like a rap video. I keep waiting for young. I keep waiting for her to like start dropping and popping it, and young G like, put his face next to her ass with some blinged out teeth. Like, ass, ass, all of that ass. Because Ohura is always fought, like you know the ship gets rocky. They hit with some torpedoes, and everybody like does that number. Like they pretend like Ohura always falls face first. That booty is just and that skirt's just always up. She's wearing leggings. It's great. Go to the episode where they got a fight on that planet, and they're all wearing the collars. And not only do you see a lot of Uhura ass, but that chick with the green hair is wearing this like J-Lo thing split down the middle, and there's titties and camel toe. It's a real prize. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, kids. Go watch this show from the 60s and masturbate to it. Oh, so hard. <laughs> internet porn. We got uh. on my fucking Captain Kirk. <clears throat> I get my communicator. I... 
and I, I fucking lube it up. It, it's it's the best. It, it brings my childhood back to me. People ask me, yeah. like, what's your podcast about? Now I have a snippet to explain. Yeah. Oh. Oh, jerk at the 60s. <laughs> the <movies. Yeah>. TV. <laughs> uh, so, that's so, funny. Do we have an uh, outro ad? We certainly do. Uh, we're going to give everybody one more uh, quick word from Dell. Are you prepared with, Dell. Your, uh, with your ding dong dong? That's not going to do it. Let me know when you're ready. I am ready. Ah, bring your best game at every level with powerful Dell gaming PCs with Intel core processors. Uh, Excuse me. Bring your best game at every level from powerful Dell gaming PCs with Intel core processors to the ultimate Alienware VR ready experience. Don't just play game. Visit Dell.com slash gaming. That's Dell.com slash gaming. Got it. Yeah, I, I knew we Wonderful. could do it again. It's three for three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, All right, Tucker. Where can everybody find you? Same fucking place you can always find me. Uh, just search Jericho. I'll pop up. If you can't find me, I don't want you. Just you know, just do your do your what due that, diligence. If you're too stupid to find the guy <laughs> named Jericho on the internet, he doesn't want your fucking yeah. ass. Exactly. He yeah, but... somebody else with an easier to read name. Exactly. <laughs> somebody who made a smart 15 year old branding decision. You know, like there's like six eyes in there. At least. Yeah. <laughs> I add one every year that I do this. So it keeps getting longer. It's getting cool. Nah, but thank All you guys. Right. Always fun to hang out with you guys. Always Thanks a good show. Always easy doing the show with you. Thanks for coming on.